Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I'm your host, William Lou. This is Friday, which uh, usually in the offseason it means that we do some sort of ridiculously long marathon episode. Um, I know not, it's not universally been received positively. And given that I am Steph Curry in the uh, in the pettiness, I, I will probably address that at some point in this episode. Uh, however, in the meantime, let's bring in um, banter pod specialist, Alex Wong, panda pod specialist. What's going on, Alex? Welcome back. I know you were in uh, Montreal and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure this will be a lot of recapping your time um, up to St. Lawrence. How you doing? Oh, most definitely, man. Thank you. Nice to be nice to be back, William. Can't wait to catch up with you. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Friday. Did. So it's a hundred percent banter, zero basketball. Uh, no, no, we're gonna serve up another five course meal today. So uh, before we get to our opening banter, we're gonna do our opening banter. We're gonna talk about a little ten things from Montreal Let's and do it. talk about a top secret. Asian basketball run that we were part of this week that that Will was so excited by that he's going to do basically a mini react pod yeah. um, and hand out three stars, Gerald Henderson Award, basically try to get warmed up for, for the start of preseason, which is coming sooner than you think. And then segment two, we're going to have some Raptors news. I have the name Jarrett Culver in here, so I guess mm. we'll talk about that. Uh, Jalen Harris and also the 2022-23 regular season schedule has been released. I know you're very anti-schedule, um, mm-hmm. but you're definitely going to hear about how many miles every team is traveling. And I am going to go through, I'm going to do an exercise and go through the entire 82-game schedule and check off the wins and losses as a way to figure out how many games I'm going to predict the Raptors to win. So Lord. we're going to do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. And that's and then that's halftime, tough. and then we'll reach halftime. And then yep. segment three, we have uh, a lot more emails and, and DMs uh, of people writing in about the banter pod. And mm-hmm. then finally, uh, you did a great mailbag episode with Lee Van Osman earlier this week. There were some leftover questions and some questions for the two of us. We'll get to those and also Instagram questions. Not going to be able to get to every question today. Had to do a little bit of producing and also because our producer JR is going to a cottage in five hours time six hours yep. time so we are actually under uh, a strict time count of, of keeping the podcast to to five hours and and for anyone listening gonna put the time stamps in the episode descriptions you know i know when will runs point on producing the show he doesn't do that he just puts uh, first hour is basketball the rest is everything else and that that <laughs> well, does yo, not that's fair man. i know but, it, but but like for anyone listening, if they want to skip the banter and get to the Raptor stuff, they can okay. just click on a timestamp. Or for All people right. who submitted mailbags, they can just click. It's okay, man. Your talent, your talent. Yeah, Focus you're on right, being you're talent. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're so. right. I passed this right now. Yeah, no, that's so fine. What's good? No, just make so sure you put good? the timestamp for when Jared Culver is uh is scheduled to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know to what? I'm here on the pod. Like, what? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a specific timestamp for that, and you'll realize the segment is like 37 seconds. All right, what's good, man? Let's catch up. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. What's good? What's good? Um, I mean, first off, we already saw each other on Tuesday. Um, oh, right, right, because you had been in Montreal, and then I was going to the secret Asian run that was uh, originally scheduled for last week um right. got pushed up to tuesday of this week and i was good that that happened because all of a sudden you were available to play and you literally came straight from the airport to the facility that we played at 
And yeah, and then you got into the game and immediately scored four hook shots. But honestly, like we can put that aside. I mostly want to know what you've been up to because I've just been in Toronto. I've just been doing podcasts. I've been doing my regular things in the city, seeing friends, seeing seeing family, things like that. But um, yeah, how's Montreal, man? Yo, Montreal was wonderful. You know, honestly, I had a great trip. Like, I, mm. I, I really did have a great trip. You know, when, when I went to Cancun a couple months ago, you know, I, I came back and then brought home the uh, the novel coronavirus. And, wow. and that wasn't a very enjoyable experience for me. And like, I've been I've been to Montreal before. I guess this is probably like, I want to say like my fifth time there in my life. But I really, I feel like you, you'll agree with me. Like, I really enjoy the city, man. Like, I really yeah. enjoy the city, going to different neighborhoods. One thing that I did notice is like, um, everything is like backwards. Like, you know, the shower door is like a pull instead of a push. Like the water tap, you got to turn the different way. And like okay. even the dollar signs at the vintage store is backwards. Like instead of a dollar sign and then the number, it's a number mm. and then a dollar sign. Wow. And also there's no license plates at the front of cars. Because um, I was definitely pumping money into the local economy by calling six Ubers a day. And <laughs> what's wrong was, with you? Why didn't you just take yeah, yeah. the metro? Yo, oh, wrong? I did take the Yo. I did take the metro as well. Uh, you know the orange line towards uh, Montmorency. Uh, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. gonna butcher gonna butcher a lot of French um, in this segment. I just want to apologize in advance. You know, as someone who grew up as a minority kid, um, you know, had a lot of these things. Still get racial slurs, you know, thrown at me. All right. um, like like you know, I don't want to offend ever offend anyone by mispronouncing stuff. It's I'm not doing it on purpose. It's simply because I'm just incapable of speaking French. So no, I my man's mis- my man is disrespecting <laughs> subway stations. Stop apologizing <laughs> to subway stations. No, 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 no. You don't understand, man. Like like yeah, it's just you know French is just hard for me. But uh-huh. yeah, no, I had a great trip there. Um, yeah. You know, checked out a lot of great uh, restaurants. Um, yeah, there's a couple you should check out, man. There's this place called uh, Les Street Monkeys. It's like a Cambodian like bar slash okay. kind of like a super fresh vibe. It's in a uh, uh, Ver- Verdun. Yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Verdun. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Verdun, which Verdun. I believe is where where the CBL team plays. That's correct. Um, yeah, yeah. I was told this by by my boy Carlo. Made some new friends too through a friend of a friend. Met up with uh, my guy Carlo, who's uh, who's Filipino. Shout outs to Filipinos. Uh, mm. in general and then he's like in the writer photographer space so we just connected um hung out a lot you know i went to the montreal pool room uh, uh to have uh, several steam, times steamy uh to have their steamy <laughs> during uh during the daytime both times basically my first nice. and last meal my first and last meal in montreal was there and then I, both times i went at three in the afternoon and got the combo number four you know the poutine a drink and two dogs yeah that's not even close to the airport, though. Like that's like right downtown on Saint Laurent. Like, why, why were you? Why no, it was, was close. That your it was close to the meal? hotel that I was staying at. Um, oh, also, okay, the first okay. day, the yeah. first day, like I, I went you. for a nice hike at uh, you know Mont Royal Park, mm-hmm. and yeah, that you, you did tell me beforehand that that was a decent hike, and I think yeah, about, it's I, like a I, long I about, one. Yeah, I spent about three hours there, just kind of circling around and moving my way up. And That's then good. eventually yeah. just tapped out. So I was really hungry. So I needed that dog in me. And, Damn. you know, for, for anyone going to Montreal, like that Montreal pool room dog, you know, they put the coleslaw on it. You go and tell them you want everything. Uh, oh, top man. five dog. Top five dog dead or alive, man. Like, honestly, honestly, top five. Yeah. No, legit, the day you showed up to Montreal, um, you had sent me a photo of two hot dogs and a poutine, which is just like, <laughs> how did you survive? You know, like if you lived there full time, like I, I actually don't think you'd, you'd live for much longer in your uh, in, in your long life to date already but um yeah no I'm, I'm happy you had a great time i feel like um yeah it was a little strange that we weren't both there at the same time you know because the two mm. of us are going quite a bit this summer i'm going again next week 
Um, oh, gonna, how long are you, how long are you going for? Uh, probably like two weeks. I'm gonna go send my brother off to McGill. Um, oh, okay. He's going into uh, year three, and man, time flies by. I can't believe he's going through year three. I know, um, Big George, Big George, man. Let's go, <laughs> bro. Stop yeah. calling him Big George. What's wrong? Curious with you, George, baby. Yeah. Damn. Um, what else? Yeah, and then I'm gonna go camping. You know, in in there's a lot of great parks. Um. In, in Quebec. And so, uh, and then, yeah, just spend some more time, you know, cause, uh, I, I guess I'm sick of Toronto. This is, this is my thing. I feel like no. I've like, I lived like 22, 23 years, 22 years now in Toronto. Like I've done everything in this city. So I just feel like in the summertime, especially like, it's great. I, I, there's a lot of things to see. There's a lot of people to, you know, to meet up with food festivals. I'm going to smorgasbord this weekend, uh, down by Harborfront, which will be fun. Um, but honestly, it's like, I've done so much in this city that I, I kind of need to see something new. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And sometimes, like, even when I was in Montreal, I was just thinking, sometimes it's good to just break up that day-to-day rhythm, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you're in a different place. Like, I got a lot of stuff done during the day and, like, in the afternoons. But, like, after going for dinner, like, I'd come home and just work on my book, like, wow. at my hotel. And, like, I just found a really good rhythm there. And it's hard here because, like, every day Ennis is, like, let's play poker. And, you know, Trevor's, <laughs> like, yo, come to Super Fresh. And, 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 you know, my weeks just, you know, fly by. And, and, you know, that's tough. You know, I did make my return to Super Fresh last night. You know, it's been it's been two wow. weeks so it's great to hang out with, you know, Dave, Dave and Trevor there. Always great hospitality. Friend of the program, Elaine Kwan, dropped by, mm. you know, Colin from Hong Shing. So it was a great time. And I was talking to one of Trevor's friends, um, you know, who's who's in Trevor's age range. I guess Trevor doesn't care if he exposes his age. He's turning 50 next year. And we're talking about Raptors content. And he was like, yeah, I follow this uh, Chinese guy that's uh, – did a lot of stuff on Yahoo. I'm like, oh, oh Will Lu. Yeah. So, so I met another Damn. Will Lu stand in the wild and uh, I explained to him we're on Sportsnet now. So, well, yeah, I mean, so why aren't there more Alex stands? This is the issue. No, 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 man. This is the issue, that. man. Like, it's not like you didn't do work at Yahoo as well. You no, didn't do no, work no, no, at no, no, man. Yo, well, listen, you're the you face know? of the franchise, man. Like you mentioned, you're Steph Curry and I am, I am like actually Draymond Green. No, you're um, actually so, Draymond Green. So if we get if to you, the basketball portion of this, you're Draymond Green, man. So Holy. if you ask me, if you ask me who was a better score in their prime, uh, Carmelo versus KD, I will make up a very convoluted answer and, and say Melo like Draymond did. Like, what's Draymond talking about, anyways? I I don't know, man. I, I think uh, I think he gets to the point where if you podcast long enough and you you constantly ask questions, sometimes you just like say things. Because you're tired, you're delirious, you know? Like, it's just like him no, saying, like, no, no, Carmelo's no, a better scorer than, no, than KD I, is. Like, me saying throat growth, like, halfway through no, an eight-hour episode. Oh, my God, man. Um, Yeah, no, I heard some growth discussions uh, earlier this week on the oh, pod. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but it's, like, his explanation. So, for people that need the context, like, Draymond was asked on his podcast to pick between Melo and KD. And mm. his justification for Melo was that one time he was guarding Melo in his prime. And Melo didn't get a foul call uh, on Draymond, even though Draymond did foul him. And Melo complained to the ref to the point that the next time he got a call. And he's like, that's what makes Melo better than KD. I was like, what? Like, yeah. no, it's just the answer is just KD. It's not that hard. You the played answer, with KD. Yeah, the answer is just KD. Um, <laughs> the thing with Melo, though, is just like he, he really is a like prodigal score. Like he really didn't have any weaknesses. Plus, he had a power game, which I feel like KD doesn't have. However, KD is a better jump shooter. As good as Melo has been, a, you know, is a great jump shooter himself. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think Katie also plays a more efficient style, um, even though both of them use the mid range quite a bit. But I think there's something. I mean, I don't know. Katie is like he's really in the argument of like greatest score of all time. Like yeah, he's in that conversation. Melo's in the next conversation. I think no, like KD is but, like uh, best pure scorer of all time. Like you could say that, and I feel like people wouldn't look at you like you're crazy. No, no, no. I think he has a very real case for it. Um, the thing with that's funny to me is just like you know, I I love that every time we do a react pod, we always have some sort of reaction to Draymond. Like we're a Draymond Green react pod pod. <laughs> We're like two. We're two. Like we're two sound bites we away from. No, we're two sound bites. Sound bites away because it's August. We're two sound bites yeah, away okay. from getting called out, man. Damn. Yeah. No, that's fine. Damn. No, it's not. It's not. He's gonna fine, be like, man. Who, who's a better podcast in his prime, Will or Alex? Oh man. No, it's gotta He's be, be Will. Like, you know, Stephen LeBron radio was different. Bro. <laughs> you know, he bodied that Jesus nice episode. Um, He's like, yo, Jesus didn't come on the pod once, but twice. <laughs> oh man. Hey, have you been to the orange julep in uh, Montreal? It's like off the highway and it's just like giant orange dome basically where they serve like orange juice and like hot dogs. It's like a, Bro, it's like a famous you, institution. Why did you go just to eat hot dogs? Man? No, like, I didn't. I went to just aside, try like, the orange juice. I wasn't. I didn't go there for the dog. I just got an orange juice. But because their orange you, juice is really good, so you got to go wow. there. Is all okay. I'm saying. And and I think you told me the 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 botanical garden is really nice. I spent an afternoon there. It was actually beautiful. It is really um, really nice. Yeah, you yeah, have to pay an admission. Garden. Yeah, yeah the Chinese a, the yeah Chinese the Chinese garden, garden was amazing. Um, yep. You know, the Japanese one, I just kind of, you know, walk through. Um, but I mean, it's mostly um, bonsai trees, I think. Oh, OK. Yeah. It, I, for people interested in going, there is an admission fee, but um, okay. like it's it's like 20 bucks. Um, again, just pumping money straight into the Montreal economy. Did you um, not try to tell them that you're a local? Because it's cheaper if you tell them you're a local. No, man. Why would I scam 20 bucks to go to a natural place, man, <laughs> to a park? Is this what you're is this what you're you know fighting what? for? You know, yeah. First off, when I went. I totally told them that I was a local. All they what? asked me was, what neighborhood are you from? Um, oh, my God. This guy's like Verdun. Yeah. I mean, you could have just said Verdun and you'd be fine. I could have been um, like, yeah, I just moved from the mile end, you know, and now I'm in it, Little Italy. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you could have saved seven bucks. No, but that's like, that's my actual bone to pick with you. That's not even a bone to pick. It's just a, oh my God. It's just a difference. Here's Money the thing. Talk? So yeah. I offered because I, I, I have a place in Montreal at the moment, but yes. I wasn't using it. So yes. I, I offered you four nights in this place for two hundred dollars total. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. would have literally gone in for fifty dollars a night. No, yeah, and I paid and ten times like... out to stay at the hotel Nelligan <laughs> at the old port. Uh, Shouts to the Nelligan, uh, one of the best hotels. Listen, man, I've done the Airbnbs. You said no and paid three hundred dollars instead. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> no, I, I, I've I've done the Airbnbs. Like I've crashed on people's like couches and stuff, but like you know, you just reach a point in your life where you just gotta like you know treat yourself. It's a, a fully bit. furnished apartment. I know, but it's just I like having the housekeeping, um, and then that's about it, actually. Um, and and no, it's just I just wanted to stay at, at a hotel in in, in in a in a very nice area and just feel really mm. comfortable. And I feel like um, I came back very refreshed. Honestly, this trip kind of reinvigorated like my joy for traveling. I know Montreal wow. isn't like a very far place or anything like that, but like I really miss just like doing the thing where I'm just on my own kind of exploring the city, different neighborhoods and things like that. And, and it was cool to get to do that because I hadn't gotten to do that for like a couple of years. 
no that's nice man no i mean all, you every single time you tried to take a vacation this year you you either got covid before or you got covid after. <laughs> bro i had to cancel my new york trip twice i'm trying i'm low-key trying to go for a weekend next month but i think i'm just gonna wait to see the monkey pox situation as it develops you know wow yeah like i just yeah but and, and one last thing uh mm. did make a trip to the mitchell and s warehouse shouts to my guy ernie and keone talk some biz you know mm. was able to grab you the Michael Jordan four five jerseys, uh, which leads oh, yeah. to the question: Did you know mm. that MJ wore forty five at a time? Um, yeah, because Jay Z rapped about it. Once. <laughs> Yo, yeah. So you put the jersey on. All right, quick transition to yeah. the Asian secret basketball run that we were top secret uh, a part literally of literally classified. Jose. No, classified. We can't even classified shout anybody on. out. We can't shout anybody out that that was mm. you know that that invited us. But it's all good. Uh, when you hear this, just send me a basketball emoji. Um, so, so yeah, like you were, first of all, you know, like you mentioned, you know, I I landed from Montreal, realized I had time to come to the run, um, you know, went home, you know, took an Uber, you know, pumping money into the local economy as well, you know, went home to shower. And then, because you know, I have to shower. I'm not, you know, Why come, are you showering I, before you play. I was coming off a plane, man. You, like that's so? disgusting. Like I was amongst people. <laughs> yeah. By the way, there was only like five people on my Porter flight. So Porter, get well soon. Nah, uh, man. Feel you like fly flare. Porter. You stay no. downtown. Damn, bro. No, nah, this nah, generational nah, nah. wealth thing is not going away. I know you want it to go away, but it's not going away. <laughs> you man. know what? No, nah, you're not. Be- you're not. You're not beating the charges. That's what I'm. No, you don't understand. Like I actually need it to end, and it's affecting my real life. And this is how it's affecting mm. my real life. So. Earlier this week, uh, I mes- uh, I messaged Ennis, who I guess is like slowly becoming my best friend. Um, yeah, like yeah. En- Ennis um, and I are huge into into nineties hip hop because we're about yep. the same age. Um, and no, literally separate- at, yeah. at, at the only table talk that you guys actually have <laughs> at, at the weekly poker game is Ennis. You know, taps you on the shoulder, shows you his like iPhone eight or something. It, it looks yeah. like, fairly old actually. Um, and <laughs> he's like, Yo, you know this. Be careful, man. And then you're like, oh yeah, I love. Uh, <laughs> Like I Noriega love uh, Spliff Star from uh, Flip Mode Squad, and then we start <laughs> rapping the verses together. Yeah, um, I'm like, what is this, man? Yeah. Anyways, oh. I, I I realize that Wu Tang and Nas are, are coming to a show at Budweiser Stage next month, mm. and you know, obviously, it goes without saying that's like a sweet spot for the two of us. So okay. on StubHub, looked up the tickets. Wasn't ridiculously outrageous. Initially proposed to get lawn seats. Cause they were like 80 bucks. I'm like, Oh, we should just go and chill. He mm. replies with, why not? We sit in the second row in the aisle for 400 bucks. And he hashtagged huh? generational wealth. So we're going to be there row two. So uh, there Bro, we go. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this? I feel like I could have, honestly, I, I think I actually could have hooked <laughs> you up. No, it's all good, man. Hook me up on the next one. It's no sweat. Yeah, man. It's no sweat. No sweat. Right. No, no sweat. No sweat. No sweat. Yeah, please. Let's get this contract negotiations done, Sportsnet. I'm, I'm, I'm banking please on this. Save your money, I'm bro. What's banking on this you? income to come in. Listen, man. You have a you're, mortgage. Yeah, no, I really do have a mortgage. You sound like Pusha T telling Drake. You man. have a child, man. No, you are hiding a house that you own. <laughs> I think a house is insane. Anyways, uh, speaking uh, of sweating, so we come to the run, mm, yep. and I come a little late. You guys are already running, and and when I get on the court, and I'm you know face off against Will, Will is sweating like Patrick five Patrick Ewings, like oh, you yeah, were wearing yeah. a white t shirt, and it was soaked through, like it was soaked through, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are you just generally a sweaty person? Like, can I ask that question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's weird because it's like once like i have to like once i get outside i have to at least sweat once especially in the oh, summertime okay. oh like, you need to like just, sweat through like you need to just have a not sweat. like not like get soaked but like i need to sweat yeah. once and then like my body adjusts to like the temperature and then i'm like mostly okay then i'm not really like sweating after that but yeah mm-hmm. obviously when you're playing ball like you're, you're gonna sweat here's the thing the run was supposed to start at 8 30 i made sure to show up at eight so i can get extra shots up because i'm like look listen this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity you know i gotta make sure that i do well in this run that uh, I'm invited back for future sessions. So every time, just, every time you go on a run, you talk yeah. like Eminem from Eight Mile, man. You're like, yo, exactly. I only got one chance to blow. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, a, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm treating this like that scene in Eight Mile where they're in that like club, they're underground, and, and Eminem's going up to battle some other guy. Um, <laughs> that's that's Ennis. That's me and Ennis whenever he comes on the show. <laughs> no, you guys are actually sick, man. <laughs> That's gonna be part of the contract negotiations. No, no, no Ennis. More, no, more no Smacks Milk. No Smacks Milk. Yo, Smacks Milk, such a bad nickname. It has turned into a pretty great name, and it's hilarious. Uh-huh. Every time Matt Matt Devlin sees us, he's like, "Yo, Ennis, is Ennis still at it?" <laughs> the the wildest thing is, so Smacks Milk already sounds stupid as it is, but somehow <laughs> it's supposed to be a nickname for Chris Boucher and, and Patrick or, and Precious Achua. Like, what are you talking about, man? Anyway. Yeah, so I so show you up early. You show up early. I, I, you show up early. I text, okay. I text the organizer. I'm like, "Yo, can I come early?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, no problem." Right. So I come in 30 minutes early. I thought I was gonna be the first to the gym kind of situation. No, right. there's already two other people there. Damn, they're already getting shots up, and they're making all everything. So I'm like, "Damn, I'm, I'm a little nervous." So I'm gonna, and they're like, "Yo, fans of the pod, whatever." I was like, "Oh, this is this is great." You know, people who know who I am in real life, uh, so that if they if they see that I I, I suck, um, it, it's 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 more of an exposure kind of thing. But anyway, go through the warm ups. Uh, for half an hour then we had the groups together right it's like no let's 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 make the teams like whoever makes the the first three or whatever like you guys can make your teams right um at this point i had been missing a ton of threes because i'm used to shooting from my high school line not like an official like you know actual three-point line um right. so i hadn't actually made i think i made like two corner threes but i tried like probably 20 like it was just out of my range it's actually a little too long i'm really too used to the high school line um but then i step up first shot i make it on the team then they were like let's play full court and i was like oh, man all right fine but you know what honestly full court turned out to be a pretty good situation turns out one of the only basketball skills i have is just pushing the break and and not even uh to score just to set up somebody for a kick out three because i'm never going for a layup we'll discuss this in a second um but yeah uh i, I managed to make it onto the good team and then we were winning, and I think we won the first two games. Um, and then you literally showed up like midway through, um, yeah. And you hopped in immediately on the other team. And for some reason, I wasn't guarding you. Maybe I should have guarded you because literally, when you when I guarded you, you didn't score a single bucket. Yeah, we'll get okay. to it. we'll get to the reason why because you were playing football, <laughs> but we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't, man. That you was... were playing uh, mainland China rugby, I believe. But we'll we'll get into that. <laughs> I was playing go. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> I literally played. I was surrounding you, man. This guy said, um, "Go fish, man!" Damn. <laughs> so yeah, I check in, and you know, I'll take over yeah, from yeah. here a little bit. You know, score yeah, four, ahead, straight, scored four buckets on on all mm-hmm. of you, and you know, will not all will, of you, not me, not me specifically. No, 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 because, on your team, but you know, yeah. on Trevor mostly. But Trevor did get me back with a nice block um, after. But 
you know, Will Will being petty, like I don't know, somehow I became the focus of their defense. Like he he right away told everybody that I only go left, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and revealed the scouting report. But you know, somehow I guess it didn't matter. You know, somehow I guess I was still able to get to the basket four times, mm. and and just you know. And then suddenly the defense collapsed on me. And then in the upcoming games, you were guarding me. And there was one specific play. Like, Will plays so physical. What? There was one play I was going to I was gonna flash to, like, the top of the key, like, cut for to, to get a pass. And I see this giant bull just in front of me. And if I kept running, I'm pretty sure you would have just elbowed me in the face. And no. it would have been a Russell Westbrook. Uh, it would have been a LeBron James, you know, Isaiah Stewart situation. Like, the mm. physicality just got ramped up. Like, you basically said, I'm never scoring again. So, like, it just yeah, didn't yeah. matter. Like, you, you, you were just... Caps, man. Yeah, you you fouled me on every play, and it's fair because <laughs> no. you know in in pickup games you can't be the guy who's like complaining about like you know the off you know ball contact. To be so, fair, you you actually yeah. never complain about calls. Sometimes you actually do get fouled, and you don't. Like, yes. Unless it's like you get hit on the arm going up for a layup. Yeah, you don't you don't call the foul. So I respect no. that about you. No, no, no. I like I, I, you. I don't want to be that wrong. guy. The physicality went both ways. You know, no, it definitely did. It definitely did. I know you're a fan of '90s basketball, so I, you know, I I give you a little of that hand check treatment. You know what I'm saying? But no, you you definitely did. Yeah, didn't didn't stick the legs out, no elbows, nothing like that, right? No, 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 no body and 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 a little bit of a uh, you know, uh, uh, hand check. But no, here's the thing: you you were the other team wasn't scoring that well. Other than that, like literally, you were when you came in and scored four buckets. I was like, okay, Alex is actually. The guy that we need to stop in this situation. Yeah, Not which is an insane. Guard you. That's an insane compliment, man. Like I took that as a compliment, man. It was amazing. I think you should because, like, no, amazing. you literally came in. It was some legendary stuff. Like you literally took off yeah. your warmups. You didn't even stretch. You know, you're almost forty. You came in and you just immediately gave buckets. Basically, Udonis Haslam. No, um, I definitely I, I was Udonis Haslam, but with some skill. Um, and uh, okay, <laughs> no, it was it was great. And then, then you know, on on your end, you know, the the one thing like you you did, you know, I I listened to your David Thorpe podcast which was wonderful and everybody okay. should check that out um i was actually listening to it in montreal at, at mont royal park and i was dying mm. because i was like i wonder if david thorpe's gonna go back and look up the pod before that and it's a four-hour pod of uh, me saying panda pod um <laughs> meanwhile he's like meanwhile he's like i invented player development before there were pagers um but you know, I listened to the pod, and then you know, you you've been reading basketball as jazz, and you talked a little bit about using the book to work on your game, working on layups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like one of the things I feel like you're working on is is kind of that transition, kind of you in transition, right? Like on the fast breaks. Yeah. And there was a couple of times you're coming down court. First of all, there was one play where you just kept zigzagging, and I got so dizzy. <laughs> like you just kept dribbling left and right like it was Mario Kart and I was like what's going on this guy might actually break my ankle at one point and like guarding Will is crazy it's like a freight train coming you're not sure what to do yeah, because yeah. he he's not sure what to do I don't know what so, I'm doing man so I don't know does, what I'm doing by the time he gets to the paint he just like flails his arms and runs right into you and that yeah. happened a couple of times and then there was one time you slipped on the floor and I dove for the ball and I guess no, possession arrow, possession arrow went to offense, which I didn't know because I've never seen that happen in pickups. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I've never seen someone die for a loose, bro. He wasn't a loose ball. I I, I slipped because it was like a wet spot, probably yeah, for so, myself. Honestly, so what do you want me to do? Like just let it go? I, I wasn't even gonna get up. I thought I was out of bounds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, but then, yeah, you immediately dove on me, and I, it was pretty hilarious. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, yeah, I thought honestly we should have had a jump ball. 
Like, why didn't we do a jump ball? Yeah, I feel like that, that, that would have been fair. And, and and Will, going back to Will being a five Patrick Ewings, like every time Will fell to the floor, we had to yeah. mop up the wet spot. Like it was actually dangerous. Yeah, so. I, and I was playing quite hard because we literally ran for three hours. Um, we, yes. I mean, we took some breaks in between, but literally like as soon as there's a break in play, I was just getting extra shots up. You know, because yes. again, once in life op- opportunity, I rarely play indoors or something like that. So I was like, oh my God, there's there's an actual, everything is set up perfectly. Like literally as perfect as you can imagine, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. So even though there's a break in play, I'm just going to try to get extra shots up, right? Even at the end of the, the, the three hour run, I made sure to, you know, finish every uh, every basketball session with 10 straight free throws at minimum. Only got up mm. to 11 this time, but that's okay. okay. Um, yeah, but no, seriously, the physicality in this game was 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 off the charts. Um, at one point on one of these, like, terrible fast breaks that I... I mean, honestly, I'm not terrible at the fast break in the sense that I can just push the break and then just kick out. That's mostly what I'm trying to do. Draw a second defender and then just kick out, right? I'm basically Ben Simmons on the fast break. Actually, right. Ben Simmons in all scenarios, to be honest. You're Ben um, Simmons if he put his head down all the time without looking at the basket, yeah. Yeah. Um, and th- for once, like, you actually just read exactly what i was gonna do probably because it was like the fifth fast break in the game that we had been playing and you literally just like stood there to take a charge which uh you, honestly if you fell over i think i you should have gotten that call to be honest because i tried no. a euro step going left and then going back to my right and then maybe opening up a chance for me to miss another layup right um but uh no you literally stood in there for the charge i think i still got the offensive rebound after the shot there was no foul call again you're very honorable at foul calls mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um yeah yeah, no, it was it was a great run though. Honestly, I think when I, when I think back on it, I actually did play decently well. Like I was probably the fourth or fifth best player on my own team. No, all jokes aside, like you, you've but been I, that was great. probably like the best I played in a while. Like we had been going to like these Tuesday runs. I've been lamenting right. about like you know some games will come out like we play for an hour and I would have like two points. Like it it, it wasn't good. I yeah. think I probably finished this whole session in three hours with a triple double worth of stats. Okay, um, kind of, um, you're kind of pushing it there, but yeah, I'll let you I, have it. Um, I don't know, man. We gotta check the tapes. We gotta yeah, check no, the tapes. Yeah, no, no, there are no tapes. The there's, tapes. there's no evidence of, of this mm. ever happening. No, I, I think the other thing too is like you can't, you can't judge whether you're having a good or bad game based on how many points you score, because like you, you gotta, you gotta give yourself props for all the other things that you do, right? Well, I mean, and, I, you didn't, you literally didn't score on me after that. Plus, I dotted you in the eye with a jumper. Although to be fair, you were li- you were literally sagging off and giving me no respect. I, Even I, all I you played see you. Is me hitting jumpers, man. I played you like uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I was literally one foot in the paint whenever you're beyond the arc. And oh, you're sick, man. I, no, I, I wanted to get in your head, and and you know you you had to prove it. And and you know this mm. is the Nick Nurse. This is what I you, this is what I get from watching Raptors basketball. Is you gotta you gotta dare Grant Williams to take eighteen three pointers. I guess that's watching yeah. uh, Mike Budenholzer, um, but you know you were Grant Williams and and I was Draymond and and that's what happened. Uh, please you know, don't. That's bury a good the, way to describe yeah. our one on one battles. Is if Grant Williams tried to ISO <laughs> Draymond, it really is, <laughs> or vice versa. But anyways, uh, don't bury mm. the lead of me hitting a, a you know mm. a potentially NBA level three pointer. Yeah, um, yep. and, and and you know, doing the mellow three to the dome on the way down court. Um, that was a you know, that took yeah. me back to my grade nine days. It was especially uh, rewarding, I think, for you because I had because I again, like, I had been screaming out defensive coverages against you, only against you. Like, otherwise, mm-hmm. I, I was calling out screens and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. for the most part, it was mostly just communicating how to guard you. And I said, yo, he can't shoot. I can't shoot. Let him go. Let him go. And you were like, yo, yeah, all right, watch this. And then you threw up your little um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist jumper. 
<laughs> the way you shoot looks so bad, man. Listen, no two shots are alike. Why is your shot like that? No, no, no. no, no. You know what? Two shots are alike because you literally shoot like Joakim Noah, man. It's like side spin on the ball when you're – Yo, you literally say let it rip Beyblade style. Like what is going on with your jumper? It's two – first off, it's released with two hands, right? That's why there's a side spin. Two hands. Um, You know, I I just haven't shot the basketball in a long time. And that's why I mostly operate in in the low post. But, you know, back back into my, my prime, I used to be a great shooter. But so did you shoot really, like that? No, my mechanics were way better back then. And then so I what? Just what happened to your off. mechanics? It, it looks like I you th- can't decide if you're if you, if your shooting hand is like your left hand or your right hand. Uh, you know what? That's like I actually can't decide, and and that's the problem. Like every release point is like different. I did used to yeah. shoot two handed, but like the release was like way smoother. Mm-hmm. But um, well, yeah, well. no, it was it, it was it was you know that was the highlight of my night to be able to hit that shot. To be and, fair, you did yeah. take the next three shots for your team, but none of them were close. But, no, we're, we're and not. And then you said you had to yeah. humble yourself. But you know, No, I apologize fine. to my teammates for for being selfish. Um, you know, you just, you know, when you hit your first three in like 10 years, you got to just, you know, heat check a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shouts to Clement Chu as well. Um, yep. You know, the, the, the Asian Richard Jefferson. This guy came in <laughs> and was just, I mean, you could tell Clement. Immediately, is man. Immediately. He's like, yeah, damn, man. Yeah, well, he was damn. like, yo, I don't know how I'm going to do. I'm playing a while. You know, I'm older. That's how you know those. he's good, man. And then he's immediately he came in and was hitting like, you know, even just do all the right plays. That's the thing. Putbacks, the right passes. Obviously, had a little bit of a jumper. You know, wasn't turning the ball over. Was playing good defense, communicating. Right. Like, everything you really want out of a team player. And honestly, it was yeah, it was just a great run. First off, my team did not lose at any point. Huh, it was okay. Okay. For okay. three hours. It was, yeah. it was really nice. Um, yeah. And... Uh, what else? Oh, at one point, I got so sweaty that we had to stop the game so that I can change. And then that's where you revealed. You're like, yo, I just got you this this sick jersey, the Jordan yeah. 45. And yeah, so I literally like just put on the 4-5. I literally came back wearing the 4-5 not to play games with you. Yo, you literally, you said that as you walked on the court. And, yeah. you know, I lost it as, as an avid hip-hop fan. You <laughs> nah, know, I bro, was you, like... You, you know, I, you know I, I'm, I'm a fan of late career Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt like I was at a I was at a Budweiser stage concert. You know, it took me back to the Watch the Throne days. Um, it was it was amazing um, to, to, to hear the you do that little The rock was definitely in the building. <laughs> and, then you, and then you did the It's Your Boy drop, because that's a Jay-Z drop for Scotty Barnes. And at one point during the game, you're like, man, I'm just living the dream and i'm like you just at you one just, point i said that like 20 times yeah the run. i'm not kidding sickening man every time we're on a basketball court no matter where we are like that's what you say yeah. and it's no it's actually taught me a lesson to just appreciate my life a little more all right that's enough that's enough pickup run um mm. you know this this is uh this is self-indulgence to to the absolute max so who is listening to this yeah no man apologies to everybody um promise oh, you on, know when, the react pod is not complete starts. without the yes. awards no, so no, that's what I wanted to get to. So, so let's let's do the three stars and and the Gerald Henderson. I love to hear this. Okay, so first off, I'm terrible with names. Legitimately terrible with names. Number one, you're terrible it's not good with for names. This profession. Um, yeah. Number two, you know, not not to lean into the Asian stereotypes, but there was two of every Asian st- uh, archetype there. Mm, like like yeah. there was two guys with really nice hair, one on each team. Like there was two like undersized point guards, one on each Mugsy team. Bugsy types. Yeah, yeah there was two. Pod, yeah. There was two podcasters, me and you, you know, on on each team. Yeah. Um. There's probably like two, you know, uh, Filipino, you know, you know, hoopers, one on each team. Yeah. Like it was really a pairing. Like it was just like pairing. Yeah. 
No, it was um, perfectly balanced. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so having said that, no names. Okay. Mm-hmm. First star, guy wearing the CCYA shirt, right? Everyone knows he was the best player in that gym. There was no right. doubt about that. He was making, he was one of I those. I think we can, we can say his name. Show, 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 show Johnson from, from okay, CCYA. Okay, Johnson does social. Yeah. With CCYA. Who you, who you thought was Jason or, or something or Jackson? You know, listen, man. Okay, you don't have to expose me, but yeah, you're right. I don't know my he own was teammates' your teammate. names. That's fine. For he three was hours, your I know. Teammate. Well, we didn't communicate like that. All we really said was, yo, pick up the ball or something like that. You know, anyway, amazing so, player, though. Amazing, amazing player. player. Um, has has range, three level score, truly, you know, three point range, uh, yeah. mid range game. Honestly, off curls and stuff like that, he was really good. Oh, he caught me, me on like at least three of those, man. Damn. Yeah, a good passer as well. Unselfish, you know, wasn't just taking every single shot. Just a solid player, man. In position the all ball. the time. Yeah, defensively, was rebounding. You know, his guy wasn't scoring. It, honestly, just a great game altogether. Not close in that one. Second star for me, a little controversial, but I really liked the the, the guy we kept calling Jalen Brunson. He wore oh. a gray shirt on my team. Yes, Asian Jalen He was, a, li- he was a little guy, probably only like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, no, uh, but he just kept getting to the basket. Great end-to-end speed, man. Great end-to-end speed. You know, so. I here's the thing. I don't even think he was fast. That's the thing. Well, little guys usually think that they're really quick and they're able to get advantages that way. He was right. like playing at his own pace, but just crafty under the basket. That's why I kept calling him Jalen Brunson. Yeah, no, no, he was um he was definitely put in some work. So so shouts to shouts to Mr. Brunson. And yeah. who's a who's a third star here? Third third star, uh, the 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 muscular fit guy with with nice coiffed hair who was pretty good at shooting from three. Okay, one so one of rebounding. two of them. Yeah, one of two. Yeah, yeah, the one, one on my the, team again. Okay, one or the other uh, again. Okay. I don't know his name. He hit a yeah. he hit the last three of the run. Oh off, yes, off a corner he, kick he, out. Yes, he ended it. Yeah, he ended yeah. the game. <laughs> but you know, if there was a four star, I give myself the four star. I, th- I honestly thought I played decently. You know, you know I had, at one point I had like a, a one of those plays where um, I kept playing on the right side of the floor, but I didn't really want to drive from that side. So every yeah. single time I had an opportunity to drive, I just turned into a post up, and I was the biggest guy there. And at one point, I got in the post, got onto like the baseline, basically in the dunker spot, like near the edge of the paint. Uh, went up with an up fake, got my defender to actually lift up off the air because, like I mentioned, I have a size advantage, so I think they were jumping to contest, and I was just able to literally do the step through with the little floater, which I think is like one of the nicest moves I've ever made because it was yeah. actually quite smooth the way I did it. Please, um, uh, please, NBA season start on October nineteenth, so we no longer need you're a begging. podcast of this guy. This guy's recapping his own moves. <laughs> Yo, that's the KFC bucket of the game, by the way. No, I get, yeah. I get, I get. Banter pod is self indulgence, but man, this you know, mm. I'm, apologies for people. Got to go listen to a John mm. Lucas seven minute uh, soccer story. No, nah, I was John. I, I, I was just John Luca the hard cut. <laughs> oh my god, man! Uh, and no, then, that yeah, was a bucket the, of the game. G- yeah. The Gerald Henderson Award has to go to you, man. Honestly, like legit, That's right. you played really well. Like you, you, you shouldn't That's be right. the star of your team. Like no offense to you, but like no, you know, no, like no, no. your best role on a championship team is I'm like fourth option. PJ Tucker, know, but yeah, yeah. Your your defense is really great. Your rebounding yeah. is really great. You're honestly very pesky on the offensive glass, which is one of the other reasons why I had to take take over. Yeah, I, I was one of the few guys in the gym who could actually like jump to get a rebound. No, no full offense, credit, everybody. full like, credit to you, man. Like, like once you switched on to me, like that kind of shut it off for me. Yeah, yeah. like I think I took credit. it too seriously. But to be fair, you did dive on me at one point, and uh, no, it was just a great run, man. And um, yeah, hopefully we're invited back and we can do this again because uh, it it was, you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, once again, please, uh, you know, regular season, please be here October nineteenth. <laughs> 
once again, banter pod. Uh, you know, just a uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, just uh, it's 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 off season only. Okay. Um, oh man, you know, Josh we'll, we'll def- Josh Sue listening to this, he's just shaking his head. He's <laughs> like, how many album, more hours are in my shift right now? I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> he's like, please, man, I gotta go to the cottage too. All right, so that uh-huh. does it for the first segment. Timestamp: thirty nine minutes, thirty five seconds. On to segment two, which is Raptors news on the Raptor show. Honestly. I don't know how much you want to talk about these topics before we get to the schedule. Anything from the Rico Hines runs that people continue to uh, fawn over? Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 loving them. Uh, I'm making sure to refresh my feed on YouTube and stuff like that just to just to make sure I'm catching up on all of them. Um, one of these days, it, the the premiere like you can so you, what you can do on YouTube is like you can upload a video, but then essentially like have it premiere at a certain time. So they scheduled it to premiere at 9 a.m. And I literally woke up at like 8.50 and I was like, oh, wow, this is like, the first thing I checked on my phone was like, you know, wrap this up. And I was like, wow, this is going to be like 9 a.m. So I was literally just in bed first thing in the morning <laughs> oh watching like Montrez Harrell go one-on-one with Christian Coloco or whatever. But um, yeah, no, the rents have been really fun. I had, my, my observations are number one, Pascal looks fantastic. Um, yes. His his quickness, his moves. I mean, like obviously the shots aren't always going in. That's That's one thing, but the the moves the counters the the ways he's able to um, set up his shot go to the basket the number of times he just cooks defenders one on one is wild to me because guys are really like aggressively double teaming triple teaming at times as well um, but he's still able to use his footwork and craft and honestly there's just um there's a lot of great like one on one stuff there that he's displaying um, the jump shot you know it's it's still like I think option B but you know you, you it, there is a smooth um, quality to it i guess also the three-point line is shorter i feel like that has to be said i'm pretty sure these are college like um courts right so like i, I think the range does kind of help in, in that sense but he looks good uh fred's you know look sharp as as you would expect him to uh scotty what in the moments that he's able to take over which sometimes they'll give him the ball and let him clear out he looks very physically strong um i'm excited because i think this weekend they'll probably see some footage of steph curry and trey young pulling up to the run um so oh, that'll be shoot. fun so but um yeah other than that you know paul george was there he looks super smooth apparently it was like a clippers versus raptor game at one point um this is according to some people who are actually like at the ucla courts um and so there'll be footage of that eventually it wasn't like the full clippers roster it wasn't like Kawhi was there anything like that but like it was paul george it was john wall a couple other clippers versus the raptors so that's kind of that's kind of fun to, to look at as well i'm sure lawrence frank was in the building you know what i'm saying like trying to doing more what more man his work is done he recruited everybody is is that everybody is who, that everybody who else do you think he's trying to get what are you hinting at pascal scotty fred gary they're not getting OG. any of them man <laughs> They already got John Wall too. That's their Kyle Lowry, man. Nah, what I want to see is Masai or Bobby go one on one with uh, Lawrence Frank and Steve. Oh no, man, I want like, to see Masai. I'd love to see that two on two. I want to see Masai go one on one against Perfect Cell in an Orlando Magic jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in December when oh, Toronto Lord. plays Orlando three times in eight days. Yo, I'd honestly rather game. see Masai go one on one with uh, who is it, Jeff Weltman? Then oh Raptors go against God. the Magic. Like the Raptors Magic games are disgusting. Also, how do they play three times in a week? No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. So, so positive. Yeah, the runs have been fun though. The runs have been positive fun. returns from the Rico Hines runs. No, I I love that it's become its own kind of industry, and I think especially here in August, it it does give you know people like yourself something to look forward to, like like things, yeah. especially because it's I really mean, a Raptors run. 
Exactly. It's really a Raptors run. Um, it's at one point there was like a, a foul call or like a missed foul call and they were playing against um, Paul George and uh, Patrick Beverly's team. And Pat Beverly was t- saying, because Paul George is complaining. He's like, yo, I would have call a foul or whatever. Right. And, and, and Pat Beverly's chimes in and he's like, no, nah, we in Toronto right now. And he pointed to Rico. So it's like, that's kind of funny. That's kind of cute. Right. Obviously implying that Rico is a Raptors assistant coach now. And obviously there's a ton of Raptors there. Um, I like seeing the rookies consistently there. You know, like you're seeing Christian Coloco in that gym nonstop. You're, he's always on the same team as uh, as Pascal and Fred. Um, you're seeing um, Rod Harper Jr. Uh, in these runs. And and obviously these guys are more inexperienced. They had things to work with. Like literally all you see from Christian are him blocking a guy or him like going for a tip-in layup or um, like a, a rolling um, layup. He's not really getting his own shot very often. He's not really hitting a lot of jumpers. Uh, with Ron Harper Jr., all you really see him do is take uh, corner threes, open kickout threes. It, it is real interesting because you're seeing, like, from the perspective of um, the cameraman, like, you're you're seeing, like, court, court level, right? So you're really seeing, like, how low truly uh, Ron Harper Jr.'s release level is. He gets that shot to go in. It's it, it's it looks smooth, but, like, they have to find a way to elevate it because he's almost shooting, a, like, starting from chest level. And there's just, like, too much range for him to get blocked on, I think. But shots going in, guys are working hard. And, uh, yeah, for, in terms of camaraderie purposes, like, just having the team together for this extended period of time, not even in terms of just, like, being on the court and developing chemistry, but even off the court, you got to imagine that these guys are probably, like, hanging out and, uh, you know, building camaraderie that way. And so it's great. Earl Watson's giving great uh, speeches in there as well. Uh, obviously, he's a UCLA alum uh, in addition to Rico and uh, obviously another Raptors assistant coach. Um, and, and honestly, I, I'd like to see the intensity of like, even like, I like Patrick Beverly, who's obviously like fairly annoying, fairly aggressive or whatever. But like in these kind of runs, that's what I want to see is like that kind of intensity brought into a game that could easily just be very chill kind of guys going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be our secret Asian run, but no, this is like, um, at, at, at certain moments when you see triple teams to Pascal and you see Patrick Beverly and his aggressive defense picking guys up full court and stripping guys like yeah you, you see the value in sort of like getting these extra reps in yeah no definitely and you know I was listening to to you talk with uh, Mr. Thorpe and mm. you know one of the things that I thought was was really poignant that he pointed out was that you know Scotty didn't get to get a lot of basketball in during the pandemic and last summer and you can see that he's been putting in a lot of work during this off season and you know i know this is stating the obvious but that's like the most exciting thing coming into this season right is is Mm -hmm. seeing this jump that scotty's gonna make and it's so exciting to see all these clips coming out and again you take it all with a grain of salt you know it's it's pick it's in a pickup environment but i mean yeah like just even the camaraderie thing like Every like just informal conversation I've had with like people about the Raptors, like there's just so much excitement going into this season. And, and I think and I think that's amazing, you know, especially because like coming off the Tampa season, there was a lot of questions. And mm-hmm. I think and I think it was a little maybe a little frustrating, might be too strong, but like, you know, they were like a five hundred team, you know, through like fifty games last season and it was very up and down and, and that's just part of the growing process. I think coming into this season, like you were able to set the bar high because there's just so many interesting individual player storylines, like even a player like Pascal, 
like he did make the all NBA team next season, but it's like, Oh, like, let's see what, you know, kind of jump that he could potentially make. And even Fred, like somehow Fred has made the all-star team last season for the first time. And now is like heading into some kind of redemption season. Cause it's like people forgot what he brings to the floor. Like there's just all these great storylines that are happening. So I don't know, man, just overall, you know, if you're a Raptors fan, like I, I think there's just like the organization and the team is just in such a great spot. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, too, is just like beyond seeing the players and what they're doing on the court itself, the culture that the Raptors have in terms of the hard work. And even if you're not seeing guys like at a run, not like, you know, film and stuff like that, like these guys are working hard. Like, you know, some of them are in Toronto getting extra, you know, work in, you know, you see Malachi Flynn on the weekend is going to be at the uh, ball don't stop uh, run at uh, Mattamy as well. Like guys are constantly working. That's the thing with the Raptors. Like there's no. The secret to player development isn't like, oh, the Raptors have specialized drills or like the Raptors have um, trainers in particular who know how to specifically teach this or that move. Like, I think that kind of gets overplayed to some extent because the true root of like how to improve is very simple. You need to like really work and the Raptors give you the opportunity to do that. They obviously have lots of trainers available to your disposal. Obviously, players have their own trainers as well, but the overall culture is that the the guys just work to improve. You look at a guy like Pascal on a max contract. You look at a guy like Fred coming off of the all-star season. They're in that gym. Like literally every video you see from Rico Hines, Pascal is there. And I know Rico is Pascal's guy. They've been working out together basically since he's coming into the league. But ultimately, like the dedication commitment, like it's cool that like Paul George rolls through and comes, you know, and plays, right? It's cool that Steph Curry is going to come through and play like Trey Young or like James Harden. Like these guys will come in. And I'm sure those guys are working, you know, otherwise as well. But Pascal's literally in that gym every single day. And yeah. to me, that's that's when, when your leader does that, when when Fred is also there with him, uh, when the whole team is out there, like, you know, and all the rookies you see, like, literally, the rookies are in that gym with them all the time. That's 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 organizational culture. Like, it's very obvious to me. So, yeah, no, we're like heat culture north. Um, you know, we, we need... We need yeah. some kind of like slick branding for our culture. Is is what I'm saying. Cold culture, like, ice culture, that's snow no, culture. Okay, man, just stick to basketball. Um, so, mm, um, okay. Pascal also I want to highlight has been on a generational run of Instagram captions uh, this summer. If I can just read you. Yeah, go a ahead. Few of I don't these. have IG. Uh, sorry. Yeah, follow Willow Fitz. Though. Follow Willow Fitz. Uh, I believe we're about to cross two thousand followers. Let's go. Um, Please, and, and shout to everybody from the Secret Asian Run who messaged me on the Willow Fitz account. Sorry, I had to tell you, it's Alex. Um, so, uh, Pascal, uh, last one was, no matter who stays or who walked away, remember all the things they taught you. This should be like a Pascal or a Michelle Branch lyric uh, quiz. Um, next up, strong people break too. We just rebuild quietly. Hmm, that's hard, man. Um, that's hard. That's again, hard. me, again, Pascal or me during my divorce. Um, next yeah. one, uh, Wolverine, the way I heal through all my growing pains. Come on, man. These are hard. Yeah, no, come on, man. Who's, is he writing these? Is, does he I don't have, know, like, man. Does this he have, might like, be an Alex Christian. Wong figure this, in the background? This might be Christian Siaka, man. Shout out to Christian. I sleep um, in that gym all the time. Yo, next up, if pain makes you stronger, then I'm Hercules with the strength. Yo, these are so hard. That's I'm sorry, bad. man. I'm not sorry, bad. man. He's been going off, and then mm. of course the classic one, locked in like COVID nights, which was just amazing. Man, that's also pretty good. Yeah, and, and another wow. one too. If, Yo, if step if, this up, yeah. man. Where is this for Willu Fitz, man? Can I can I have this rather than the Lou family? 
I I just don't I, just you know cosplaying you is already like a bridge too far. It's just weird, man. Like it's I don't know. Just take the account well, back, please. No, um, no, no, no. First off, it was never my account to begin with. You made this as a joke, and now it's, it's not a, a joke. And now it's your this responsibility. Is good, this is good for your career. Okay, all right, yeah, like, you're right. Like you're yeah. you're a public figure. Like this is just good take for all your the f- just take all the free stuff that comes from the account. Then yeah, you're not good. a lot of offers, man. It's been kind oh, of oh really? You know, it's, yeah, wow. it's been quiet, man. Um, Damn. Yeah, Pascal also up, said. Pascal also said, "If it costs you your peace, then it's too expensive." Mm. Damn. Damn, yo, oh, these are good. No, we actually, honestly, preseason what? media day. Whenever we get to talk to Pascal next, we got to talk. We got to ask him about this. This ain't musical chairs. Ain't no tricking me out my spot. Wow. No, this this is like elite level. Like you oh. agree with me, right? When, when when was he playing musical chairs? I thought that's a North American game. I mean, we're not. We don't need to get into like that's the sus- semantics that, of it. That's man. suspicious to me. I, don't I mean, know. he's not Wolverine. He doesn't have like adamantium or whatever bones. Um. Right. Anyway, now you, you being a Marvel sp- stand is crazy. I'm or, a I guess that's stand. DC. Is that DC? Uh, no, no, man. It's Marvel. How do? You, okay. Did you read comics know. growing up, man? This guy no. read Doraemon. He's like, yo, he looks like me. Yes, I read Doraemon, but <laughs> I actually, honestly, I literally read Doraemon. I got like specific books that are just Doraemon, reading them right to left and stuff like that. That's um, wild, man. Yeah. That's wild. Do we? Do you want to spend thirty-seven seconds on Jarrett Culver? Uh, I guess everybody says. Yeah. That. I think Scotty Scotty mentioned that he signed with the Raptors, like on its on his Twitch stream. I'm always yeah. hesitant to report things from Twitch streams. Yeah, Alex, what do you know about Twitch? Actually, let me let me let me hear your Twitch uh, scouting report first off. Um, I don't know, man. Here's only Twitch, Twitch I, only Twitch, by a forty-year-old. Go ahead. Only Twitch, only Twitch I know is when I haven't had a dart for three days. Um, so oh, come on, man. Twitch is <laughs> as uh, if you go three days. Twitch is where young people uh, play video games while talking to people on their headsets. Um, that's my definition of Twitch. Okay, yeah. not bad, not bad. Yeah, there we go. I mean, there like you can stream whatever, basically, but yeah, that's primarily the, the what is streamed on there. So Scotty will basically go online and hang out with people. So right. you can like interact with him on Twitch. Um, some obviously it's a, it's a live chat. He chooses who he responds to stuff like that. But um, yeah, so he was just on for like two hours, and these are archived. Actually, you can literally go to Scotty's channel and look at this. So at one point, um, before he started playing like COD or whatever, he was like, "Let's just watch my own highlights from Rico Hines, bro." Him, Scotty Barnes this summer has obviously come out as somebody who admires his own work. Right, like we've seen him on yeah. his vlog narrate his own buckets that he was giving to Precious. So Chihuahua basically, like you on the pod twenty minutes ago giving yourself the KFC bucket of the game. Absolutely, and that was yeah. the KFC bucket of the game, bro. Up fake, step through, layup is is is. Come on, man, you gotta respect that. Right? I'm not gonna um, lie. When you put that in the rundown, I thought that was my layup that I had. Um, but it's well, fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you can you can have the other bucket then if you want. Like, you yeah, have the, the Popeyes bucket of the game. There you go. Yeah, I'll have the uh, Chick Fil A, the Chick Fil A <laughs> sandwich of the game. Yeah. Oh, uh, the um, amoral bucket of the game. <laughs> oh, come on, man! You gotta separate <laughs> the sandwich from the sandwich artist. Um, like, come on, man. Um. Anyway, um, no, but Scotty loves his own highlights, right? So he yes. was watching the Rico Hines runs, and he was essentially giving commentary on all the other stuff. At one point, someone, I think, in the chat asked him, hey, why is Jared Culver wearing Raptors gear? Because we haven't heard him being signed, but he's, like, the first day it was like, oh, that's cool that he's in Raptor gear. And it's just like every day since he's been in Raptor gear. So it's like, well, this looks, like, suspicious. So the Raptors secretly signed him. It's maybe not announced or anything like that. Roster spots are full, by the way. So, like, there would need to be some sort of corresponding move. And, um... But yeah, like, uh, you know, Scotty, essentially, I think he was under the impression that he had signed, but I don't know if it was like he knows something that we don't know. I mean, obviously, he would know something that we wouldn't know. 
um because he's on the team and stuff like that but like yeah i mean that seems to be like the impression that a lot of people are getting is like if you're wearing raptor gear every single day like you're not just cosplay plus he's all, like exclusively playing on the raptors teams as well um but yeah i mean it, it's interesting he was the sixth overall pick um back in 2019 you know i was looking into it because obviously his career hasn't really taken off just yet at the nba level um you know he what the average nine points as a rookie decent numbers um wasn't shooting the three well even though that was supposed to be sort of his thing as a shooting guard um you know second year of minnesota didn't get a lot of opportunities him and juancho actually got traded together um uh you know and and last year he played sparingly with memphis some of that so basically his career hasn't taken off but i was looking into it i was like okay for a six pick like why hasn't that happened for him and it was kind of interesting because when you look at it's like even even his recruiting right you know going into like um college stuff like that like he was a three-star recruit uh, according to rivals, according to two four seven sports, according to uh, ESPN as well. So it's like a consensus three star recruit doesn't really sound like somebody that would eventually become a six overall pick. Um, and you know his co- collegiate numbers, like they weren't like massive. They didn't really like jump out and jump off the page. Like you know he he's, he played well uh, both seasons at te- Texas Tech. Second year he averaged eighteen points. You know had three three point seven assists. Um, but, you know, only shot the three out of 30% clip. Uh, and, you know, like those are decent numbers, but, like, that's similar to, like, what a David Johnson would have averaged, for example, at that, at that range. I'm not saying that he's, like, David Johnson level, but it was just surprising me that he was the sixth overall pick. So I think I need to do more research in terms of, like, what the, the thought w- was on him or what the the, the the hype was around the time of the draft. I think the big thing for him is just, like, as a shooting guard, you got to be able to knock down shots, right? And so far in his career, he hasn't really shown uh, consistency in terms of, like, being able to hit those, those shots. But, you know, uh, for a guy who's a former, you know, super high pick like this, it might be similar to, like, a Stanley Johnson situation, Um Although Stanley, I think, had more physical tools that I thought was much more obvious. Uh, Jared is more of a traditional shooting guard style of, like, body. Um, but, you know, maybe he made a big jump this summer. Obviously, it's not. It's always worth taking a flyer on guys. It, of course, you need to create that spot. So we'll see if there's any sort of corresponding roster moves, like I said. But, um, yeah, so far in his career, he's played 134 games at the NBA level. He shot 28% from three. At college, uh, two seasons, he shot uh 34% from 3 and that's a shorter line. So it's like, you know, the the profile fully isn't there. Um but clearly at least in Minnesota had a lot of optimism to take him 6 overall uh in the 2019 draft, which by the way was a pretty good draft when you think about it. Like a lot of guys passed that like Kobe White, Jackson Hayes, Rui Hachimura, Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson, PJ Washington, Tyler Hero. Like these guys are like even Chumo Kiki, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, uh, Matisse Thybul, Brandon Clark, Grant Williams. Darius Baisley, like these guys are Nasir Little as well. Like the the, the rest of that cl- draft class, like none of them are like huge stars past him, but there are a lot of like pretty decent names who are like decently productive rotation players. And some of them on playoff teams, Jordan Poole was picked 28th in this draft. You know, Kevin Porter Jr. He slid because of the injuries. Kelvin Johnson, like there's a lot of decent players in terms of talent in this draft. Um, so I, I do wonder like, why was he taking six? Because right now he's the one guy that's like, looks a little bit out of place but you know the Raptors obviously the player development thing and if he can actually start to shoot threes the way I think maybe his um the draft optimism was around him then yeah it's not a bad uh you know flyer to take I guess yeah no I think that's cool especially because the Raptors short up their depth a little bit like you're gonna get a full season of Thad Young you know they added Otto Porter Jr. 
solidify uh, the rotation a little bit. And hopefully one of the guys like a Delano Banton or Justin Champagne can, can kind of step up. And, you know, we've had all the discussions about Malachi Flynn. And so when you talk about guys at the end of the roster, like a Wancho or Jared Culver, mm. I, I like – the, the Raptors just really need one of them to hit. And if none of them hit, I feel like it's okay too. I mean, obviously that's not the scenario that you want, but you know, you talk about the skill set that, that Culver has like, man, like if, if, if just one of these guys are able to put it together and you're not asking for that much from them, like even if they just crack the rotation, like this would be a huge success for, for the Raptors. I mean, and, if he makes the, ro- if he makes the roster, it'd be a huge success. Yeah. Like, yeah. For, exactly. Forget cracking the rotation. Yeah, but it's like even if you can just add one more guy to the rotation at this point, like we, we talk about, you know, Kem Birch, still waiting for the first Kem Birch stand to emerge. Mm, um, yeah, you know, no, from nobody darkness. stepping up on that front, man. Someone yeah. DM me was like, yo, you want some Kem Birch <laughs> propaganda? And then I was like, oh, whoa, did he make a highlight clip? And no, it was actually just a clip for, of like a whole bunch of people working out in, in out in L.A. And Kem was one of them. Oh, you know, man. Classic was doing uh, push shots. Yeah. Which, so, which, uh, by the way, when we were at the the, the run, ah, that's the right. You did that run, I was actually doing left-handed, right-handed yeah. forwards. And stuff Pretty like that. sure you were preventing a game from getting started because you had to do your put shot uh, routine. Yeah. No, but... you know what? To be fair, we do make everything about us. It is a real problem in terms of self-reflection. We really do got to do better. No, you know what? Like I said, you know, banter pod format, especially it's it's an off season thing. Um, mm. You know, for 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 anyone for anyone wanting the banter pod to be eliminated, what, what, it will not a self part of contract negotiations. It will self eliminate itself. Um, you know, when the season starts. But what we did promise, <laughs> we'll do one one banter pod. This. <laughs> this is like a threat. <laughs> What if my contract negotiations comes down to having to punt the banter pot? Uh, yeah, well, you know. Uh, we'll see, man. I'll activate Kyrie Irving then. Uh, but yeah, no, oh, okay, I think then. no, I think it's exciting. Uh, I think it's exciting to think about these Anna roster guys. And again, like it's Anna roster guys. Like I'm not going to become like a Jeff Downton stan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it's just, but like, you know, it'll, it'll be fun to watch, watch it play out. Like that's really like half of training camp. Like, I feel like that's always the intriguing storyline, right? Like, you yeah. want to know how the starters are playing, but you're going to see them very briefly in the games. Um, so so a majority of it will be about the development of these guys. I mean, I think back to last year. Remember how excited we were, at least I was, about Svi? Because Svi had an amazing preseason. Mm. And that did not translate uh, yeah, during the regular season. you love to stand wide shooters, man. You know what? The fact that you've pointed out that I have a type, that's that's uh that's deeply yeah, that's... problematic to me. So I'm I'm definitely gonna switch it up uh this season. Uh but we'll get to that. Uh next up, speaking of standing, uh the yep. NBA has granted Jalen Harris's application to be reinstated as an NBA player. I believe he this makes him like a restricted free agent and the Raptors have like a month to to mm-hmm. tender him an offer. Do do we actually see the possibility of Jalen? being invited to camp with the Raptors or no? Uh, again, the rosters are full, so I don't okay. really see where it would have come tough. from. Also, yeah. I, I saw on the pod uh, earlier this week with Savannah that like, yes, um, Nick did give a quote saying um, that maybe next year for him. Hmm. So, Okay, okay. It'll yeah. be interesting to see where he lands, um, if not the NBA. Maybe maybe spend a year in the G League? I don't know. Or he could go play overseas? Yeah. It depends. Again. Obviously, overseas, you get more money. Um, although it wasn't like he knocked it out of the park in his first season in Europe, but like clearly he's skilled enough to like, sure, um, you know, produce at that level. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate for him though, because I, I really do think there's some talent there. Um, the set, it's a setback. It's not like some sort of devastating thing. Like I don't think people should judge him based on this. 
Um, but you know, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate. I, I really will wish that, uh, it wasn't like this form right now. Yeah. And also reading between the lines, you know, you mentioned like Nick with the comments and, and you know, we, we saw Jalen Harris interacting with Masai and Bobby at, at Global Jam. It's, it's not like the organization has completely shunned them because of, yeah, this no, incident. no, no, of course. And Nick was so, even courtside at the CBL game, like watching one of his, uh, playoff games. Right. So, yeah. so there's still, I think there's still a support system there for him. So, you know, all, all standing jokes aside, I do hope uh, Jalen finds a, a good opportunity this year and then maybe eventually gets a look uh, in the NBA. So mm-hmm. um, best best of luck to my guy. So all right. what are you going to do with What's the up? Jalen Harris jersey, man? Uh, absolutely. Exactly what I've done for the past two years. Just keep it in the closet unless I'm being called out to play soccer and give up seven goals, then I'll wear it. You Why know, don't you so. wear it to the basketball runs that we actually, you know, play every week? <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a good call. What were you um, wearing this week? You bro, you had a Joe Smith jersey? Yeah, a Joe Smith that's Warriors crazy, jersey. Crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was my, he good? I like mean, was he He was a underwhelming number 1 overall pick. He and was a number you, 1 pick? Yeah, wow. Yeah, man. As you oh, pointed wow. out, in the same draft as Damon Stoudemire when he went 7th, and uh, Rashid Wallace and Jerry Stackhouse, Antonio McDice were the players that went after him. Wow. Um, you know, if you if you want, you know, I'm here to talk 90s ball, man. Please get me a new co-host. Um, so okay. the oh, average 19 in one season, that's not bad. Yeah, so he was before a number one pick, he was underwhelming. A little bit of an Andrew Wiggins comp, I want to say. Like he was a good player, but was never a number one overall pick player. And mm-hmm. you pointed this out. He's most famous of having an under ta- under the table deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And when the league found out, they docked the Timberwolves five first round picks. And that's why Kevin Garnett never won anything in Minnesota. <laughs> that's actually wild, man. Like when you think about tampering now, it's like, oh yeah, they lost a second round pick two years. I from know. Now. I know. Like, yo, no, no, this is like, holy, that's no, that's, no, no. That's David wild, Stern, man. David Stern dropped like a generational, uh, you know, fine, a penalty on, on the Timberwolves. Like, yo, that actually is one of the main reasons why they could never build a good team around KG. Like, you just didn't have first-round picks for half a decade. Like, that's what you give up for, like, a Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Anyways, if, if you were my size, I'd give you all my old jerseys. Maybe you should try to fit in them. I can bring them to you. Nah, you can check them out. Yeah. I'm yeah. in a very charitable mood, mood just wow. trying to, you know, pump money into the economy. Um, I'm the economy? <laughs> just, just, got, just got an email from CRA the other day. Anyways, um, so... The, the schedule, the 2022-23 regular season schedule is out. I know that you've established before that you are an anti-schedule person. I'm a schedule um, hater. I believe the quote you told me earlier this week is like, they're going to play who they're going to play and that's it. Like, what do you want? Um, which yeah. I guess fair point. Like, I guess I actually, you know, if you feel that way, there's actually no... I don't really have a comeback to that because uh, that's one way of looking at the schedule. Completely fair. I mean, like the only okay, the only variables to me are like which teams are going to play three times, which teams are going to play four times. Is that even variable? I thought like I think you just play everyone in your division four times, everyone else in your conference three times, and every team in the in the West two times. Right? Is that is that how it breaks down? Yeah, I know. Definitely, in division is four games, and and obviously, like you mentioned, in the West right. you play the home and home, and then. Well, sometimes you play the Magic yeah. four times, which is yeah, yeah. So, so I think out of division in the East, there's probably a variability of either three or four games. Yeah, um, but that, so, I, so I don't, don't care enough happen. about that. To me, that's like, and the rest of it is just like, when's the Raptors' longest road trip? When, how many right. games do they have a rest advantage? You I'm hate like, that, I don't eh? care. 
You don't, no, you don't mean, care it, that it's like they have the most games in January. Bro, here's 16. the thing, though. Like, no one talks about this by the time we get to January. People just talk about how are we going to beat the Pacers tomorrow? How are we going to prepare for the Cavs on Sunday? Like, you no, know, like, that's fair. No one cares. That's the thing. We're having like real fungible conversations that we won't ever have again, which I, and then again, we're having the banter pod. So, like, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not yeah, seeing the force. Once again, uh, once again, time for some self-reflection. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, but you know, I still got to input these 82 games into my Excel spreadsheet, so probably get that done on a not on a Sunday. Um, so the Raptors open on Wednesday, October 19th at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, before the mm. schedule came out this week, I was thinking like the Raptors just have the most random opening night matchups. Like we somehow got the Pelicans on on championship ring night, and then the they Pelicans wanted to hype again. up Zion. That's what the league wanted. No, to of do course, was, T- Toronto's but... always attached to something. Like they're not the marquee. Yeah. Um, so that's why, like, you know, like we're never going to be involved in, in kind of those marquee games. Um, so we somehow got the Pelicans in Tampa again. And then there was one year LeBron left. And then, you know, Ty Lue was like, it's not is, you know, it's wins and lessons, you know, when, mm. when Cleveland, when we hosted Cleveland as well. And that was the first year, game I officially went to as a member of the media, man, your career is so young. Um, no, that was so late in my career. I've been coming to the Raptors for like Three years at that point. No, but I mean, like, you're covering the Raptors era is, like, so recent. Yeah, which is, like, I I guess so. In person, yeah, that was the first time I went. Um, You know, you showed me around a little bit. What Um, a rapid rise, man. Um, Somebody, somebody profile this, man. Um, So... Yeah, they're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers um, to to open at Scotiabank Arena. This, you know, opening night is always going to be exciting, and, and and I'm guessing the main storyline will be Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and we'll go from there. And really, the main storyline will be how the Raptors look. And you know, I'm expecting. Well, we'll go through the games, but you know, they're going to open against Cleveland. How do you feel about opening night, Will? Um, my my only real thoughts on it are like it's very clear that the league has is interested in like the subplots or like they see the subplots that are going on right there's like Mm -hmm. the major plots of like who's gonna win the championship who's gonna win mvp you know major like steph versus lebron stuff like that like um but there's like little subplots and like to me like this specific rookie class of like Cade, mobley um scotty even jalen green i guess like that is a subplot that i think the league has seen an interest in and I think that that's what that's why they're, they're they're tipping off is like you get a little bit to to feed that right like these are the two main contenders um, for rookie of the year the vote was very very close between the two of them and you 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 let them play out uh, on on opening night and I guess like depending on how good the whole class is like it's not just how good Scotty is but how good the rest of the guys in this class are like I can kind of see that as being one of those subplots like you know remember back I mean this is obviously a bigger scale but remember back in the day it was like very exciting to see lebron versus Dwayne Wade. like they used to play each other great games like i, I remember so many games of, of those two guys going head to head back when you know um Dwayne was in miami and lebron was in, in cleveland and stuff like that and like if we get that that at least gives us one more reason why the raptors get shown to the national audience is this like mini subplot i guess so i i guess i'm just rooting for this draft class to for everyone to to level up but for scotty to do the best out of all of them yeah, no, I think it will be a subplot um, that, that everybody's going to be tracking. And, you know, I think you talked about this with Lee Ben and maybe Savannah as well. Um, this is just for banter purposes. Like, I don't really care. As people know, I don't care about anything. But I think for <laughs> I think for opening night. Uh, if know, I, you don't really like basketball. <laughs> yeah, it's just please, let's just get through this segment. Um, so 
you know, I would have if, if I had to pick uh, in terms yeah. of just like, oh, fireworks on opening night, it would have been Philly. You know, Philly come back here. You know, yeah. uh, apparently, you know, DeAnthony Melton has swung uh, the power in the Eastern Conference. So would have loved yep. to see that on opening night. And, you know, just just because that's how the Raptors season ended. So but yeah, no, the early schedule, they got Cleveland. How do you feel about so like the NBA's introduced this uh, new thing, which which they did a little bit during the shortened uh, pandemic season uh, in Tampa, which is teams will just play two straight games. Uh, at a particular place so like the Raptors mm-hmm. have two sets of them right away so Cleveland and then they're at Brooklyn so Katie will be on one of those teams um, yeah. and and then at Miami two straight games in Miami and then Philly comes to Scotiabank Arena for two straight games how do I, I don't know I know you're a schedule hater so maybe you have absolutely no feelings about this but thoughts on those kind of back-to-back sets that are scheduled I mean, I actually like this uh, from a fan perspective. I think the quality of the game is going to be better um, Mm. because you get to see game-to-game adjustments. Right. Similar to the way you would in a playoff series. Like if in one game, let's say the Raptors play uh, Philly and they play Pascal straight up with Tobias Harris and Pascal puts like 37 points on them with like a a triple-double or whatever. Um, Then the next game, you'll probably expect them to see them playing him, uh, trapping him, forcing him to get rid of the ball, and you see a different style of game. Whereas like, let's say, you know, Pascal does the same thing, you know, dominates Tobias Harris in, in single coverage. And then the Raptors play Philly again in the two weeks from now, or like two months from now, like you probably would see an entirely, you know, similar situation. Like there's just too much to plan for in a whole season. Whereas I, I think you get to see almost a, a very, very small um, comparison to like a playoff series. So I actually kind of like that. Um, plus, it's probably better for the environment that they fly less, and um, you know, <laughs> you know just fly flare, just fly flare, Raptors. Yeah, no, this, 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 this is why the, the schedule is like, you know, like I'm, I'm trying my best here, man. I'm, I'm trying to be a, a, a good podcaster, a good podcast. No, not, now you know how I feel every time we have to talk ball. Um, this, this oh, wow. is okay. This is what it is. Um, no, I think it'd be cool. You know, my first guarantee of the season is that the Raptors are not going to get swept in any of those back to back sets because Nick Nurse is the best tactician in the league mm. so you're not gonna go and sweep the raptors twice if you're playing back to back um so you know put that on your parlay um you know thank you put josh Sue. yeah oh, what uh, push up um but like um yeah thanks to josh sue for for you know the schedule email um just just want just want everybody <laughs> to know us with this with the pr release <laughs> for those That's what um, we're doing? Damn. no i'm reading off it right now for those who for those who, you know, plan their entire life around the Raptors schedule, um, if you're looking to travel here, the longest homestand of the season is January 4th to 14th when they're going to have a six-game homestand. So so for all our fans out in Newfoundland, you know, out in um, Carrot River, Saskatchewan, if you're looking to yeah. make a trip, you know, if you're in New Zealand, uh, that's the time to come through. I'm sure we can bless you with a couple of snowstorms too. Um, mm. If you want the full experience, uh, the busiest day of the week for the Raptors this season will be Wednesday and Friday. I don't know if you know, knew this, Will. Uh, 17 games apiece, so maybe hang up your Score FC jersey. Oh, so I, I don't think you'll be playing there. Um, Raptors' busiest month in January is January with 16 games. Um, that's it, man. I, even I can't read the rest of this. No, this is, um, come on, man. What are we doing? Nine, nine you US. You're talking t- about the, the team yeah. travel, the, the miles travel. I do have the miles chart up, but we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> Raptors at the mid, at the least. No, no, at the bottom of the league. No, you know what I want to see wow. is that chart versus what if everybody flew flair and spirit. <laughs> 
because <laughs> with all the connections involved, like the Warriors are screwed, man. Because I know you try to go from San Fran anywhere, you're gonna end up in Denver first, uh, man. Bro, no, I'm not even kidding. When I tried to come back from the championship, I almost missed the the parade. I had to, I got delayed a whole day because the the plane was supposed to go straight. But like they landed in <laughs> the Albuquerque. Didn't even go straight. Yo, where yo. are you going? You going to shoot Better Call Saul? Then? Yo, the plane was supposed to go from San Francisco to Toronto, and I swear it literally <gasps> oh landed God. in Albuquerque. And then was like, oh, we have to circle here for a while. There's like some we gotta like refuel oh, the plane. I'm like, bro, how are you gonna leave God. without fuel in the plane, right? And it got so hot in the plane too. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, I slept two hours a night before. I smoked a cigar, which is not good if you only sleep two hours and then sm- oh, <laughs> after smoking a cigar. Oh, my God. I was feeling like death. Um, and and then we were in Albuquerque. So, yeah. That's that's incredible. So, yeah, that's a flight schedule that I want to see. But nine, nine U.S. national TV games. And, yep. you know, we got our usual outrage about the Raptors not being considered for the Christmas schedule. Can we just I mean, agree? Like, we just already – like, this is just – it is what it is. Like, you know? Like it is what it what is. What is that? What is I? I just I look. I understand. There's a there's like not an outrage economy, but like you know, it's a way to get. Oh, there's an outrage. And, and, there's an outrage economy. Yeah. And I'm sure people like are genuinely upset. I'm not trying to dismiss people's feelings. No, I no, get no, it. no. The Raptors no, no, have no. been one of the most successful franchises in the last yes. decade. Uh, they should get the opportunities other teams get. However, as this gets explained a million times. Canada's games don't get counted towards U.S. ratings. Um, yes. Like the like the Canadian market, no matter how many people tune in, they don't it don't count towards them, and that's where they were looking to service. And also, like for the play, like if you're a, a a Raptor fan, like do you want to watch? Do you do you want to devote time on Christmas Day to watching the Raptors? I actually kind of like the fact that I can watch a whole bunch of different games, but I can kind of tune in and out and do family stuff. I have the flexibility of spending a holiday. Um, you know, like a holiday rather than like a work day, you know, and if the Raptors were playing like they did on Christmas back then, it was like, well, it becomes another work day. And to me, I mean, maybe that's selfish on my, my part. Um, I'm sure that like there's part of the fact that you get some sort of marquee recognition if you get played on, on Christmas, but Raptors don't have MVP. Raptors don't have a player that's like leading the popularity in terms of like all-star voting and fan voting and stuff like that. The market itself doesn't count towards the ratings. Um, and it's not like they just won a championship. So, like, what specifically is the reason? Like, I, obviously, there are other teams that are worse than them. Like, the Lakers are obviously going to play. But, like, we understand why. They're from big markets. They got big stars. Even the Knicks, it's like, well, okay, why did the Knicks play? It's the big market. Like, there's a huge Knicks fan base. And and it's New York. And it's Christmas. Like, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think um, I think wanting, like, respect is not the same as, like, expecting respect. Like, mm. you know just no no get, get over it i thought you get were, over I, it stop no, complaining okay. i thought you were gonna follow up you, you, you dropped like a pascal ig caption i thought you were gonna elaborate no i yeah. i hear you i hear you i think you know there's always gonna be the the inferiority complex of, of being in toronto but like you know I, I always i always say you know i follow masai's words you know he, he told us to stop being so insecure and i stopped being so insecure um so i think yeah. everybody should just follow masai's words and you're right like I mean, I don't know. I mean, man. I'm sure Masai probably pushed for it. Like, I'm sure the Raptors did push for one, but sure. like, ultimately, I totally understand why they don't get one. You know, like, not to say we're second class citizens, but like, you know, no. But if Raptors you look at it objectively, in the NBA, yeah. let's just no, say but, that. Ooh. If, if, you, yeah, if no. you really understand that, you understand that. 
No, if you if you look at it objectively, like the Raptors are are not like you know oh like a top three championship contender like you mentioned like all all the stuff you have to check off to 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 be on Christmas. And I know people will push back and be like, well, the Knicks have been terrible. They've had like one good year in like twenty two years. But like you mentioned, it's like a tradition. It's like the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys playing football on Thanksgiving Thursday. Like like the Detroit Lions have been terrible for years. I know you know this as a big NFL fan. Yeah, and yeah. Shout out they, to uh, yeah Megatron. <laughs> Oh my God! Man. What's going yeah, that's on? right. Yeah, this guy that's can't even right. say the man's name. Can't even say Calvin Johnson. Man. That's what it is. Word. Oh, I can see why he couldn't solve the Megatron nickname. That's a way cooler name than Calvin Johnson, man. Oh man. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So no, no Christmas game, and I'm with you, man. Like selfishly, you know, maybe I'll go to the casino on Christmas or something. Freeze up a bit of time. <laughs> something I've definitely done in my life. Yeah. Oh, you're a sicko, that. man. That's that's yeah. sick. I didn't yeah. even know the casino is open on Christmas. I do, yeah. Um, so, Damn. anyways, so you know, we've been talking about how many games the Raptors might win, things like that, and I thought this would be a good banter pod slash off season exercise for me to pull up the eighty two game schedule right now no, and man, go through please. the entire I thing. You were joking, man! In ten oh. minutes. And I'm going to go and predict every single game. Um, are you good to just track the wins and losses for me so I know where I end up? Would you even track of, this? All right, all right. You know what? I got you. I got you. I got Just you, do got two you. columns and you'll hear the all wins right, and losses. Um, okay. Wins and give lessons. Me, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds to pull up a spreadsheet, okay? Yeah. So wins and lessons. Yeah. Wins and lessons. You don't need to write down the games. Just track the W's and, and L's. Um, so it's not stressful for you. Okay. So, fine, 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 fine. Okay, let's go. Let's so, go, let's go. so we're going to go through it. Opening night, Scotty Barnes, uh, quadruple double. Uh, the Raptors beat the Cavaliers by 45. So oh, okay. uh, they win that one. Uh, we yep. go to Brooklyn. Um, you know, Kevin Durant is sitting out. Uh, uh, Kyrie is nowhere to be found, um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Brooklyn an upset win. You know, gonna what? give Brooklyn that upset win on the Friday. Okay, uh, it's gonna be the first classic react part of the season uh, from Will when uh, Dayron Sharp points from when, uh, uh, Nick Claxton <laughs> from Dayron Sharp. <laughs> you couldn't guard Patty Mills. All right, yeah, keep going. Yep. Yeah, All so right. no uh, stars so tonight. These are the yeah, three anti stars. Yeah, yeah. they're right. gonna lose yeah. that one. Um, yep. So then now they head to Miami for back to back in Miami yeah, over the weekend. That's dangerous. So the first one's gonna be a loss. They're gonna lose seventy to sixty five. Miami's gonna go zone uh, for the entire game, and oh, and once again the Raptors can't shoot. Um, you know, early season concerns, but because Nick Nurse never gets swept in a back-to-back set, we rebound and win the next game 65-64. to 64. Um, So so they come out of Miami with a split, and then uh, the much-hyped Scotiabank Arena back-to-back against Philly. Um, we're going to sweep both of these. Uh, we're going to get oh, both. Okay. We're going to get wow. both. Jeff Down's going to stand up and say, F it, let's get both. And, and we go out and get both. So mm. um, we're going to wow. get those. And then we host Atlanta. I feel like we always have Atlanta's number at home. So yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up to a W. You know, Dejounte okay. Murray is somehow the new villain of the East, so he's gonna get into a fight uh, with Juancho Hernan Gomez in the closing moments. No, um, you're just that's yeah. just that's just a scene from Hustle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're tracking the wins and losses, right? Yeah, yeah we're at five okay. and two right now. Okay, that's looking good. We go out to San Antonio, a quick road trip to Texas. Um, gonna be Texas gonna two-step. yeah, gonna be a W in San Antonio. Uh, yeah, you know, Pascal okay. forty-three piece, um, and then at Dallas, oh. uh, this time Scotty Barnes remembers to guard Luka Doncic. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna give Dallas the victory here. Um, okay. and then uh, we come home against Chicago. 
uh, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine going to cook us. So that's going to be a W for the Bulls. Uh, But then we go at Chicago. And once again, if you play Nick Nurse two times in a row, you're not winning both. So that's Mm. a W in Chicago. Mm. At home against Houston, um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have probably a Filipino Heritage Night for Jalen Green. That's a W. And and Ron Harper Jr. Yes, exactly. Ron Harper Jr. That's a W. Actually, oh, is Josh, and- no, Josh is, is he Chinese or is he? Oh Filipino? my god! Well, I gotta man, ask please. him. All right. Well, All right, we, you on, just yeah. ask him on air. He'll let you know. Don't text yeah, me. Yeah, he, he will text, text me, please. Three game road trip. Uh, this is a trap road trip for me. So at OKC, I'm gonna say that's an L. I'm gonna say they're gonna what? take an L in OKC. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Uh, and, and then nasty. and then they're gonna be at Indiana. They're gonna pick up a rebound win, and then the first matchup against Dwayne Casey. You know, everybody's gonna hype up yeah, the storylines, but but that's oh. enough. That's enough. You know, uh, you know what? the Raptors. The Raptors are like that's enough. That's a W in Detroit. That is wow. a W okay. in Detroit. Raptor uh, fans then, in the building once again. Little Caesars Arena. That's right. That's right. Uh, Thaddeus Young, um, you know, with the game-winning pass to Chris Boucher for, for the game-winning three. Wow, we're closing but, uh, games uh, with both of those guys already? Damn. Yeah, unfortunately. Injuries, injuries must have happened already. Yeah, un- right. Unfortunately, a letdown game. Uh, Kyle Lowry and the Heat come to Scotiabank Arena. The Raptors drop that one. Okay. Um, you know, Victor Oladipo with uh, 27 points. At Atlanta, we always have duds in Atlanta, so that's another L. Oh, uh, unfortunately, oh. um, and then we have a three-game homestand. Brooklyn uh, here. Hopefully, Kevin Durant is on the right team. Uh, mm. But you know, we get the win over Brooklyn. Okay. We get the win over Dallas, and we get nice. the win over Cleveland. Lots of oh. excitement. Wow! And then three-game we head streak. out to yeah, win streak coming at New Orleans. That's another W. You know, Pascal's wow. always got New Orleans's number. Yeah, yeah they yeah. go to Brooklyn. Piece. They go to Brooklyn. That's another W. Uh, Scotty Barnes oh. with 27 points and 20 rebounds. We uh, scream, at screams at Joe Sy. Goes Dayron Sharp over me. So that's a that's a oh, W. That's right. Three and one. Three and one. Never mind. I forgot. I forgot. Patty Mills had 45, and I, <laughs> and, I and I lost my job because I was yeah, too bad in the rap squad. That's that's a W. So I believe the Raptors are now on a five game win streak. Um, and and you know against Orlando, another W. That's yeah, at, at home. Right. Um, and then big matchup at home against Boston. Um, you know, Jason Tatum goes uh, two of 21 um, only in the oh. fourth quarter only. Um, and this is a marquee game. Oh, so then uh, Raptors get a 119 uh, to 111 win over Boston. What is the nice. win streak at right now? I believe it's at seven now at this point. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, six games, six games. Yeah, so, and that's when people start, you know, that's when Tim Bontemps goes on the Hoop Collective and it's like, hey, don't sleep on the Raptors. Like, don't sleep on the Raptors. Like, mm. this could be a two seed. This could be a three seed. Um, so, so there we go. Um, oh, and, then we, right. and then we host LeBron and the Lakers. Unfortunately, uh, Russell Westbrook somehow still on the squad. Hits another game-winning three oh, to, to end the it. streak. To I end definitely the lost my job at this point. Another <laughs> <laughs> yeah. angry react pod loading. Yeah, there's a oh, yeah, classic, second classic react pod loading. Uh, that's an L. So, uh, But then we bounce back two straight games at Orlando. Those are wins. Oh, um, God. Why are we playing we, Orlando so much? My yeah, goodness. I know. Franz, Franz Wagner yeah. wasn't able to outplay Scotty Barnes. I can't <laughs> no, believe it. No, please, man. So two wins against Orlando. We beat Sacramento at home. De'Aaron Fox is like, I, I cannot believe the Raptors have one of the best benches in the NBA. They got Christian Coloco over there? Damn. <laughs> you know? They're like, these guys know their role exactly. You see Jeff Down out there? Um, so they got that win. Oh, we okay. lose to Brooklyn. We lose to Brooklyn at home. 
How many times we, we play in Brooklyn, bro? This is just I like know, five times we played Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> we also lose to Golden State at home. Why? And then okay. we also lose at Philadelphia. So now there's a bit of concern. Three game losing streak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but we go to the Garden, and Fred Van Fleet has 12 threes, and then we get the victory. Mm, and then okay. we go at Cleveland. I'm sorry, man. I feel like we have Cleveland's number. So that's yeah, another yeah, yeah. W. Oh, nice, um, nice. Clippers. Oh, this is a big matchup, man. December 27th. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard makes his return. And guess what, man? He gets locked up. He gets locked Ooh. up by Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus what? Young slaps <laughs> the floor, slaps the floor, reminiscent of Rondé Hollis Jefferson. You can Jefferson. that far at this point in his career. <laughs> Pascal Siakam with a triple double. Yeah. And Clippers get Clippers. Yeah. Clippers blow a fourth quarter double digit lead. Raptors come back, get nice. the W. Nice. Raptors nice. then take care of business against John Moran and the Grizzlies at home. Mm-hmm. And then they beat the how Phoenix many Suns. How many tweets from Ja after that one? Uh, how many tweets from Dylan Brooks is, is the real question. Uh, Dylan Brooks yeah. uh, no longer owns the property after this L. Uh, right, no longer right, owns Scotia Bank Arena. And then we beat the Phoenix Suns on December 30th by 55 points. We match up well um, with Phoenix. I agree. Not yeah, by 55 uh, points, but yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what's our record at? That is heading into January. Do you have a uh, do you have a record? I have at us moment? at twenty-four and eleven. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have yeah. to tack on some L's here. Um okay. Uh, so okay. artificially L's. Let's go. Yeah. So uh we start off the year losing at Indiana. Um another Why? just like, inexplicable <laughs> loss. Uh, okay. just all the Canadians another on Indiana. Yeah, so and then uh-huh. here comes the six game homestand. We open mm. with a win over Giannis Atantacumpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. Nice, and, nice. And at this point, everybody's like, oh, look at the Raptors' records against the top teams. They've beaten Boston, they've beaten Philly, they've beaten Milwaukee. Don't sleep on them. We beat the Knicks. We somehow yeah. lose to Portland. We just lose to Portland. Yeah, you know what? We do lose to Portland a lot. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, we lose yeah. to Portland. We somehow, Charlotte comes in for two home games. That's going to be a split. Um, Charlotte right. for some reason just always we beat you know, Charlotte a lot. No, but like Jeremy Lamb will somehow come back and hit a half court shot. Um, so so we're gonna split that. Okay, and, right. and then we beat Atlanta at home because we just have Atlanta's number. Um, sure, and yeah. and then then we lose at New York. We lose at New York on a oh, Monday wow. afternoon, and Why? then we lose we lose at Milwaukee, and and then we've got Wancho versus Anthony Edwards at Minnesota, the Hustle Bowl. We've got the hustle ball on January 19th. And once again, Anthony Edwards' trash talk gets to Wancho. So the Raptors actually lose all three on this road trip. So they lose to Minnesota. So it's wow. a three-game losing streak. They come home and lose to Boston. It's a four-game losing streak. Good Very Lord. critical point in the season. No, um, man. The, you know, the Raptors show is going to be dark that, that, that week. Yeah. No, it's going to be yeah. definitely dark. I'll be on uh, just once that week. And mm. then uh, we beat the Knicks at home. And then we go on this West Coast road trip at Sacramento. Always a tricky one, but I'm going to give the Raptors a W there. <laughs> What's tricky Sacramento. about that? Okay, no, I, that's I, just remember, man. I just remember that one year when they had that review, like waved off, like that last second basket. No, that was like 2017, man. That was like Terrence Ross and stuff. Oh, sorry, man. That might be um, 2016. Anyway, all right, so, keep going. So at Golden State, unfortunately, that's a 133 to 127 loss. Right, right. Sweet. Um, Steph Curry gets held to five points, but uh, yeah, the Raptors Draymond is like barking in Scotty's face. Um, it's actually really that's part of NBA rivalry week, by the way. I'm not sure. Oh, if you knew right, that. right. Yeah, there's a so, huge rivalry. It's uh, me yeah. versus uh, Andy Lou, <laughs> who could be more Asian on the pod. Papa <laughs> Panda pod on that <laughs> week for sure. Andy Lou's <laughs> like, like look I, at right I, now, man. <laughs> Andy Lou's like I uh, I blacked out. <laughs> 
<laughs> blacked out oh, in the man. third quarter. He's like, yo, um, it was uh, two days before Chinese New Year. I blacked out. Uh, at Portland is the, uh, at Portland. At Portland, unfortunately, that's a loss. Bro, we got swept um, by Portland this year. Damn. Yeah, okay. we got swept by Portland. Um, at Phoenix, uh, Phoenix unfortunately gets the revenge, so that's an L. Mm. Um, we go to Utah, get the W. We we go yep. to Houston, get the W. We full court press them. They still haven't learned how to break the full court press. No. So no. so so we take care of that, and then we lose at Memphis to close out the road trip. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that's so, hard. That's a hard yeah. game to play at the end of a road trip. I get it. Yeah. So then so then there's four home games until All Star break, and at this point, um, you know the fans are really excited because you know Pascal has made it to the All Star team, and you know Scotty Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty wow, Barnes was okay. so close um, of making it in, and unfortunately, oh. just just gets squeezed. Pan- Panderpod this week. Reason. We're gonna do. We're doing Panda Panderpod. Yes. We, 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 we're pressing yes. reporters again. Okay. Yes. So so we're gonna do Panda and Panderpod. So so yeah. they play against Utah. You know, Danny Ainge is starting at point guard. So the Raptors win uh, by by fifty five. Yep, uh, Dwayne Dwayne Casey comes in. Unfortunately, he gets another win. God he gets another it, win. Man. Just, just you know, Isaiah Stewart, Mister Beef Stew. You know, twenty six rebounds. Is he, is he champagne at half court again, or what? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Dwayne says all the right things, but you know, because reporters are allowed in the locker room again, like mm. we can hear the music bumping and we yeah, can yeah. hear him scream, uh, mm. "Nick Nurse over me." Um, no, and you're, you're we're walking through the tunnel. All you hear is "Welcome to <laughs> Detroit." And I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> And yeah. then, uh, and then the next day on the Raptor show, you once uh-huh. again, uh, you know, uh, slander the NN hat, and then once again, uh-huh. we're now two years into trying to book Nick Nurse, um, and things are just getting tough. We close. How do we play Orlando again, man? February fourteenth. It's not done. Oh god. February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Please do anything else. Go to Harbor Sixty. Go to Cactus Club. <laughs> Don't go to Scotiabank Arena. They play Orlando. They get a win. Uh, if you take your 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 partner to Scotiabank Arena to see Raptors versus Magic on Valentine's Day, no, that's man. a breakup. I want to see only single people in the building, man. No, this is straight up a tweet with the red flags, man. Like if you're attending oh, this man. game, like if if you're dating someone and attending this game, yeah, like for real, you, that's like you, 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 you know, please, man. You, man, you have you know, you know what's you know, gonna be crazy? Man. Someone's gonna propose in that game too. Oh my God! It's, it's like Valentine's we, Day, man. You know, just please. Herbie just order. Be like, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> <laughs> Every time Herbie says that, it sounds like a threat. But no, uh, so yeah, no, we, we pick up that win, even though Orlando signs a uh, perfect sell, uh, you know, off waivers, yeah. but we're yeah, able fine, to get man. the victory. We, we, so we got, now, we got, yeah, we got so, trunks or whatever. So now we're at the All Star break, and what's our record, Will? Uh, the unofficial tally: we are at thirty-four and uh, twenty-three. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I think this like is this probably is... going to be good for a second in the in in the in the in the East. We're competing, yeah, uh, with Milwaukee for first. Okay, no, I I love this, and and so far it's been an injury free season. You know, OGs miss you know a couple weeks. You know, Fred Fred taking some back to back nights off for yep. for maintenance, but overall it's been really healthy. Who do you think will be your surprise player in the first half in terms of someone who's really stepped up? Uh, for the Raptors. surprise player, someone who stepped up in the first half of the season. I'm gonna go with uh, Precious Achua. He's gonna continue his run from last season. Him and him and Chris Boucher will average 25 points efficiently off the bench. Grab mm. six offensive rebounds between the two of them. Play great defense, and uh, it's similar to that 2017-18 season. Raptors starters pretty decent, but mostly their bench washes teams, and that's why they get by a lot of these games. 
Okay, uh, I love that. And then, you know, obviously the trade deadline will be coming up around that time as well. Mm, right, uh, right. What, what do you think will be the main discussion uh, surrounding the Raptors leading up to trade deadline? Are they going to add another shooter? Um, hmm. we, we might have to trade Juancho Hernan Gomez for, I don't I don't even know, J- Justin Holiday. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. That's no, it. it's, it's not going to be some major trade. I, I, I really don't okay. think so. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about Gary going into his contract year, but, you know, it's going to get quieted down because Gary's going to be in contention for sixth man of the year at this point. He has accepted his bench bench role. Yeah, he's received a a 80,000-word profile from Eric Kareen of The Athletic, um, Mm. you know, about just his rededication and and focus towards um, coming off the bench and becoming the best Gary that he can be. Right. Um, So so the vibes Mm. are great. The vibes are great. I I guess so. Yeah, they must be. So who's going to the All-Star game, man? Uh, Nick so Nurse coaching the All-Star game. Uh, so Nick Nurse, unfortunately, won't make it. It will be Mike Budenholzer as the Milwaukee Bucks have the best record. Again? In uh, in the East, um, which is unfortunate. But, you know, Scotty will be there in some capacity. Um, well, the rookie you know, game. Yes, yes, yes. Possibly, you know, get game, in a I guess. slam dunk contest. Who knows? Um, uh, you know, uh, Malachi Flynn will be at the three-point shootout. Um, uh, for, and, for which league? Yeah. <laughs> that he is young. Thaddeus Young will be in the skills competition and Pascal really? will be at the the all-star game. So, so only one all-star though. That's that's tough. I feel like we should get two because, you know, we're the second seed right now. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, cue the outrage. You know, the Raptors have once again been forgotten. Uh, mm. Scotty just barely misses, barely misses the cutoff. What if and, like an injury happens last second? Like yeah, yeah. So and, so, Ju- so uh, Julius Randall, Julius Randall having a surprise bounce back season makes the Disgusting. team. Disgusting. And, Disgusting. and has God to uh, suffers a very light ankle sprain. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, unfortunately, uh, Adam Silver once again goes with Lamelo Ball. Oh and, great! Yeah. So so Scotty is is once again, um, you know, out of the running. But but he's wow. definitely lined up for an all star spot. So we're thirty four and twenty three. So, well, hold yeah, on. Do, do the Raptors have the? Do they have a plane in time to get our players to the uh, all star festivities? Yeah, yeah. This can time we please? Not? Yeah, can we please just like have you know? Hey, Larry their, T. Can we can we make sure we have the plane ready? Like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, this guy's calling out Larry T. Please, uh, views are his own. Yeah, so, no more precious to yeah. chew on Scotty Barnes making content at Pearson. All right, no oh. more. God, so yeah, we I know Pearson from- is a nightmare, but come on, let's let's find them Porter as well. Let's do it. <laughs> we come back from All Star and host the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, unfortunately, mm. just a letdown. That's an L. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then we go Look to Detroit. Team. We go to Detroit a Saturday afternoon noon game. This has all the makings of a weird game. Gonna have to give it to Detroit, unfortunately. Oh God! So now, now Dwayne Casey this is gonna be Miles in the one. palace with with the Raptor fans <laughs> and the business fans, man. <laughs> No, no, Raptors fans are just losing, man. Raptors fans are just gonna fight themselves, man. (laughs) They're like, why is this happening? Uh, You know know how they go on the buses? They're gonna be bumping uh, Fan Five Ninety in the bus. I'm just gonna be like, I can't believe Sadiq Bay has 68 points. Where was OG's defense? Oh, Jeremy man. Grant. I guess he's no longer there anymore. Oh my God. But Corey Joseph stepped up. Oh God. At Cleveland. We once again, we just have Cleveland's number. Um, nice, this is nice. post Lebronto. Uh we host Chicago. I just, you know, Damar's gonna come through again. So that's an L. That's oh, an L. God. So a sluggish, a sluggish uh return yeah. from All-Star Break Not for great. the Raptors. And then they go at Washington twice. Um, unfortunately, that's gonna be a split. Uh, that's going to be a split, uh, you know, uh, Rui Hachimura and Kristaps Porzingis. 
um, you know, combined for, for 17 threes. But they translate um, words? Like, what are, what, <laughs> what are, what are they going to do, man? So that's a split. Okay, uh, all right. W- we go to Denver. Uh, OG gets 15 steals uh, uh, while guarding uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, monster win for Toronto in Denver. Wow. Statement yeah, I guess, win. I can see that. Yeah, we, we match then, up well. And then, you know, we beat the Clippers uh, back in December. But unfortunately, you know, in L.A., uh, picked up a couple injuries, the Raptors in Denver, missing three starters. So they don't mm. get the W there. But the the players return against the Lakers. And LeBron, once again, uh, you know, tries to throw a ball, this time at Christian Coloco um, mm. as he's stepping wow. out of bounds. And, clutch on clutch know, violence. Oh, man. Uh, wow. So, uh, and once again, you know, the Lakers are struggling. And, and the main storyline coming in is, you know, why didn't the Lakers try harder to get Nick Nurse? Um, you know, there's a lot of question wow. marks about Darvin Ham and, you know, Nick Nurse puts on a, a coaching masterclass and ESPN starts building buzz for coach of the year for him. Mm. And we've wow. got the Lakers W and then riding off that momentum, we come home and unfortunately we drop a game to Denver. Um, and, yeah, you okay. know, um, we also dropped the one to OKC, Justin Champagne once again, Why, the tip man. in at the buzzer, the tip Did in at the OKC buzzer. we lose OKC twice this year? What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So we got swept by OKC and Portland, and right now Disgusting. we're looking at the standings. I'm on the Raptor show, being like, if we just beat the Pistons and OKC, we would be the number one seed right now. Um, yeah, you we know, would instead, be. Yeah, instead we're tied in a four way tie for for third place. Um, Minnesota comes in, we get the win. We go to Milwaukee, yep. we lose. We somehow lose to Indiana once again um, at home. Uh, so is, Indiana's become our new point, bro. Name name three players on that team right now. Uh, uh, Matherin. Uh, <laughs> What's his first name? No, nah, I'm not accepting that. No, this is like you saying Megatron, man. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Detroit final game against Dwayne Casey. <sighs> Even with all the jokes, unfortunately, this continues. Uh, the Pistons finish three Ooh. and one against us. We lose against Detroit, and at Jesus this point, Detroit. Christ, Detroit's in the play-in um, as as kind of an up-and-coming team, uh, but in but the we play-in? yeah we we beat we beat Washington at home we okay. beat Miami at home because nice, nice. Um, Kyle and Jimmy are just sitting out with injuries. Right, we right. go Kyle's to golfing. Philadelphia, yeah, we go yeah. to Philadelphia and get the win, and at this point nice. we've clinched home court in the first round, and then we wrap up our schedule. We win both in Charlotte. We split at Boston, and then the final game at home, we beat Milwaukee as Thanasis uh, puts up 12 points and seven rebounds in, in 43 minutes um, versus uh, Jeff Downton's uh, 19 points and 13 assists. Mm. Um, so it's really the second string, guys. And, and that, that wraps up the schedule. What, what is uh, Toronto's record? Yeah, I feel like I miscounted because uh, this is That's not fine. up to 82. Um, That's fine. But, uh, yeah. you know, let's just assume the rest of these missing ones are all wins. Sure. I ha- you So you have the Raptors have 46 and 34. So I'm going to assume this is 48 and 34. 48 I mean, I and just, 34. Okay. Yeah, so the exact same record as last year. Okay, I don't like that. I like to add seven wins to that. So change all oh, okay. the Indiana games to wins. Um, mm. You know, change the Portland to wins. So mm. we'll have them at around. But we still 50. get swapped by OKC. <laughs> Not Chad yeah. Holmgren just has our number, man. Damn. Yeah. So we have we're about getting, 50. We're getting beat by Sterling Cooper, Draper Price <laughs> South. So we have about fifty-four wins. Um, is is what I want to say. Wow. So wow. I thought that was a good exercise. I feel like that's within range. I, yeah. I hate schedule content so much. This is this yeah. is horrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely horrible content. But uh, Once again, uh, you know what? Listen, 
once again, thank uh, you, Josh Sue, for the email. Um, yeah, just really you. appreciate. And it. let us know if you're Chinese or Filipino. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any um. Yeah. Any any takeaways from that, or do you simply want to move on? Yeah. My takeaway is uh, schedule content is the absolute worst. Like you got you got to be so down bad for schedule content. No, I. So, I'm I'm down yeah. bad right now. Yeah. So. That's it. That does it for segment two. On to the third course of this banter pod meal, which is reader emails and messages that we've received. uh, And then mailbag is coming up. Yep, it's about us. Time to turn it off. Um, It's all good. (laughs) So, so, um, if anybody wants to write in again, we just love to hear from people. Got a lot more emails, you know, during these two weeks. Info at stevenlebron.com. You know, write us in. Um, let us know how you feel about the show. Um, you know, leave any comments. We love to hear about what you do and where you're from. So there are uh, lots of emails again. First of all, shouts to Scott and his Wakewater brand. He sent mm, us. I'm having one right now, man. Package. I'm serious. I'm having yeah, the, those are uh, great. the blackberry flavor right now. No, seriously, they're great. Uh, yeah, those are great. For the they're available at Loblaws delivery. And, and other places. Uh, oh. Shouts to Superfresh. They've got a new beer out. So, you know, if you're looking to stock beer, you know, hit up Super Fresh or hit me up. Shouts to Trevor, yep. who apparently Shouts likes to pizza. Aveling as well. They got a beer as well. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to, shouts to Aveling. And, Saw them uh, at uh, the Dufferin Grove Farmer's Market uh, oh, this past okay. week. All right, welcome back. We're, we're, you know, we've uh, we had a technical difficulty. Now we're back. This is what happens yeah. when we record pods for five hours. Uh, but keep going. Yeah, so shouts to my guy, Josh Lundberg from the Other Sports Network. And his partner got married earlier this month. So congratulations to them. You know, Jay Congrats. One of my Shout to J. Lou, man. That looked like a big wedding. Yeah, no, it, it looked mm. incredible. And but you weren't there. Yeah, because you know, I, <laughs> Why not? I, I think uh, you know. Why I were think, you not at the wedding, bro? I know you I guys think, are you guys are friends. You guys are close. I, I think Sportsnet's not allowed to uh, be at a TSN personality's wedding. Um, is that serious? You know? Yeah, yeah. This is like a flair versus uh, spirit uh, situation. Um, Damn. So. Yeah, no, shouts, shouts to everybody. So we did get a lot of mail, so um, might not be able to get to all of them, but definitely wanted to share some of these. First one is from Adam. He is 17. Uh, I'm mixed race between white and Chinese, currently living in Montreal, although I'm from Mississauga. I'm currently unemployed due to being an elite short track speed skater. You're and 17. Am... What do you mean you're unemployed, bro? You're... <laughs> Just say you're 17. Look, yo, you don't even count towards the employment statistics, man. No, get out of here. Right, all right, Adam's unsubscribing. Wow. Um, I no, am no, no, starting. Yeah. No, no, you're 17. Just, just... Bro, I... you you're not unemployed when you're 17. You're you're in school or like you're – I mean, it depends if you're dropped out of school or stuff, but like come on, man. No, you're a teenager. Let's keep going. I am starting university in September at Concordia for math and statistics. My routine is I usually listen while playing video games or doing spreadsheets. I also blast it on my speaker in my apartment as my roommate doesn't seem to mind it. So that's cool. That's a a roommate. What do you mean? You mean you mean your family? Hold on. I'm so confused (laughs) about how this 17 year old lives. I'm I'm confused. Send us more details, please. I'm sorry if I'm being insensitive. I'm just genuinely curious. Yeah. Okay. When I was yeah. seventeen, I lived with my parents. Yes. Uh, I did not have a job, um, right. and I went to school for grade twelve. So, yeah, yeah. man, I'm you're you're so curious about this. No, well, you are turning you are turning thirty. So, you know, Relax, you, you, that's you, in, that's you're in, gonna that's start. In four, that's in four months, man. Come on. Yeah, and then we have a we have a two year period where I can say that we're both in our thirties. 
and I can basically lump you in. It's it's going to be tough. You should get ready for that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, the 30s are great, man. 30, 30s are great. Yeah. Um, Have they been you know. for you, Alex? Yeah, I feel like I'm the best version of myself right now. Um, oh, nice. So, it's yeah. Quite so, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin, Kevin Coop, uh, you know, a regular uh, email exchanger from Carrot River, uh, you know, replied and said, you mentioned contract negotiations and passing a few times. Uh, whatever the actual situation is, I hope you're able to be part of the Raptor show for a long time. Will might be the star, but you're an, an indispensable part of the team for sure. Uh, once Did again. we read this last time? We read this um, last time. No, it was, it was a different person oh, writing it. This is a different yeah, person so. wrote this one? Yeah, 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 you're right. They, yeah, so there we go. He's absolutely right. Alex is indispensable. This show would not happen without him. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we need to make sure that let's uh, put let's put the pen to show. paper, baby, ready to be back. Let's I mean, get this done. Too, so. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Oops. This guy, this guy, the All right. Yeah, forget it. Forget it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> said, I only started listening to the show this past season, but I'm hooked. You guys are uh, doing a fantastic job in the off season so far. I live in the downtown core, work as a mechanical engineer, graduated from the same high school as me, Unionville, in mm. 2007 and went to McMaster. Ashamed, nice. I haven't tuned into your show sooner. Well, technically, our show was only this year, but, uh, you know, probably, you know, I get it. Like, Will's obviously done a lot of content in this space before, but so glad you're here to join us now, Jonathan. Uh, just wanted to ask Alex... When are you going to be on the No Dunks pod to talk about your book? I heard them mention it recently. Would love to listen to a No Dunks Raptor Show collab. Yeah, we've had Skeets on um, on this show. We've had we Trey Kirby. Yeah, we need to get Tass Malice on. I was messaging him uh, a couple weeks I ago. Saw, so I, Tass- I heard him on uh, Jay's Talk Plus. Oh, shoot. Okay, so we got to... No, I already told Taz, like, once we're back on air, um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely going to get him on as well. And definitely going to get... used to live in your building? Yeah, so Skeets used to live in in my building, uh, and there was one time. The first time I met him, we were on the rooftop uh, where you can rent like the barbecue equipment there, and mm-hmm. he was waiting to to cook his um, you know chicken and assorted meats, um, as was I. Why and, is this and, so funny, man? And the and the kind lady uh, who was uh, on the grill was just taking forever and just like burning everything. So like. Skeets and I just kind of exchanged a look, and then that's how we became friends. I mean, obviously, when I saw him, I knew it was Skeets, and mm. I was very, I was very starstruck. Like, like I wow. actually messaged him. Damn, you were a stand back then. I was a stand. We chatted. I messaged him after. I was like, man, we'd love to just like connect, like grab coffee. No, like all of this stuff. I was probably writing in, and and you know, Skeets has been so supportive of us, to be honest. And all those Absolutely. guys, they have been super yep. supportive. But yeah, no, Trey, Trey messaged me recently. Um, you know, if he still remembers, he did. He, he did say he wants to book me on the show uh, at some point in the off season. But like those, those are definitely the homies, man. And they've definitely always showed us love. And honestly, it means a lot. I know you've talked about your first ever Twitter follow being Skeets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is absolutely, which is incredible. No, I mean, they're yeah. like the they're they're one of the prototypes of like yeah. what we do right now. And I don't want to like, call they, them like I don't want to call them OGs because they're still doing it. Like they're yeah, still doing it at a great clip, like daily pods, all of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. like they're they set the standard in this space. Absolutely, uh, and and for for this show in particular, right? So these back when um the lockout was happening. They had to make content during the NBA lockout, right? Which mm. was like, uh, I think it extended into like maybe January or something. Like, they, I think they came back on Christmas, something like. I, I kind of forget the lockout. Also, they were playing back to back to backs. <laughs> what yeah. was Derek? What was what was Derek Fisher doing? <laughs> let's 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 talk about it. But, um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, like 
they made a ton of content at that time and a lot of it was kind of informal like uh personality based stuff like this so like even the banter pod like this is like obviously they didn't do four hours thankfully but um honestly at that time i would have loved for four hours of banter pod when i was in mcmaster university shout out to this guy as well do you know do you know dan mirrorhead right back and, and let us know he was in your program maybe at the same time damn okay uh uh karash uh, who says, don't worry about trying to pronounce it correctly. I apologize in advance. Once again, um, it's just from my incompetence. I, I, Not I, say I it again? hate Karash. Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay. Hi, I'm, I'm an episode behind, but I wanted to chime in uh, as an out of Toronto Raptors fan. I am a very new software engineer in Southern California. I've been repping the Raptors since 2013 when I was in middle school because nice. dinosaurs are way cooler than lakes. We don't even have lakes in L.A., I was also attracted to the team as a young middle schooler because I moved to the U.S. when I was five. And being the international kid, I naturally wanted to root for the international team. I mm. normally listen to the show while walking in between classes. Uh, my university was in a forest, so the walks there are fun mini hikes. Huh. I graduated about two weeks ago. And most recently, the banter pod got me through a five and a half our red eye flight from Hawaii shouts to Maui where I got married. Um, Just, just, yeah, just wanted to add a data point to your demographics survey. Appreciate the work that you and Will are putting in for the love of the game. So you got married. young. appreciate that. What I'm piecing together is that no, this guy, because he was in high school in 2013. No, he and didn't get married. married. That was my marriage. That was I was talking about my marriage. I oh, lived that. Yeah, yeah, I, word, I lived that. Word. I was like, I was that's, say, why, that's, that's why. I was like, why did Will congratulate me? Uh, that hurts. Um, oh well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of funny. It's funnier this way, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I gotta Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, last week, um, you know, last time on the banter pod, um, you know, uh, Arika wrote in. So her name is A R I K A, and then you know, uh-huh. I definitely pronounce this wrong because she's like, it's just Erica. Uh, so so she was the one, Erica was the one who says she listens uh, when people like hang out or sleep over at her place. She'll oh, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and then last week she replied and said, thanks for the shout out. It's funny because I made my friend listen to the beginning of this episode during a sleepover. And you guys are literally talking about the texture of chicken feet. And mm. I paused it and I was like, I'm so sorry. I hope it doesn't disturb you as a pescatarian um, uh, mm. to her friend. So I requested her friend to write a review. Um, of what she listened to. Um, so uh, for context, she her friend was visiting from the UK, um, from Starbridge, which is close to Birmingham. <laughs> Why are you saying the English language like this, man? Nah, you sound anyway. like Jackie Chan in the outtakes of Rush Hour right now. <laughs> no, I'm Don Cheeto right now. Oh so anyways, Erica's uh, friend Ellen's review, uh, she said, quote, after a night out, my wonderful friend Erica made me listen to your pod while she was desperately trying to sleep off her hangover. I mm. didn't I don't know anything about basketball, so I was skeptical. At first, I thought it was strange to listen to a sports podcast to try and sleep. Welcome to the club. Uh, mm. That's my ad lib. Uh, but then when I realized that the pod wasn't really about basketball, I started to enjoy it. Erica assured me that usually it's about the Raptors, but it's the off season. So you guys talk about uh, whatever you like, which she also said was very gracious and good of you. And you don't need to do it. Mostly enjoy the pod because your voices are so soothing. Your discussion of the crushing cartilage of chicken feet aside, the Canadian accent is generally a good one to ease me off to sleep. Do we have a Canadian accent, by the way, I guess to other people? 
Um, I mean, what other accent will we have? We grew up here, uh, so I could do yeah. a Chinese accent, but we, yeah, wait till the next part of my career when I'm on YouTube oh, to, to do that. Please yeah, don't do that, man. Uh, Come on, she, bro. we gotta have standards, man. <laughs> she continued. Plus, you both sound like very nice people. However, sadly, my ears perked up when you started talking about the Premier League, my mm. favorite thing in the world, Haaland forever. H a a l a n d. Why are you saying his name like it's a place? Holland. <laughs> It's not Holland. It's not Holland, man. Oh, okay. Uh, it's um, Holland. It, it's oh, it's oh, okay. uh, it, it's uh, he's the new what? Manchester City striker. You've seen him, oh, like the my, blonde guy. He's why like is really my English tall. breaking down right now? Like, I'm I mean, to be a... fair, that's like a a Danish name, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Erica for introducing well, me. Holland is hilarious, bro. You said old... it like it's like Wonderland or something. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna say something about Big J. Uh, which I will okay. listen to, even though I know nothing about Raptors or basketball. Oh, just nice. for the host, lovely dulcet tones and occasional football references. That is uh, F U T B O L. She's refer- yeah. referencing football. Looking forward to the next banter pod, lads. Um, nice. This is from Erica now. Excited to take Ellen to her first Raptor game. Hopefully, run into you guys. Yell Alouette. Hashtag that's history right there. You understand? So, shouts to, wow. to Erica for filling the time. Uh, no, shout out to us. Erica for uh, hosting a sleepover and playing this pod. That's 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 true dedication. If only all the, the stands were like this, we would yeah. have more stands, I guess. Yeah. Okay, um, a great great response from you there. Um, yeah, sorry, I can't yeah. take it what's, back. But I can't, what's I can't. better than stands? More stands. Um, Rebecca says, Hi, Alex and Will. Loving the banter pods. Thank you for your dedication. It really eases the separation from the regular season Raptor show, which is the best show on radio. Um, the timing of the pods have been clutch. Uh, you put out the first one when I was flying back to Toronto from Illinois. On paper, not a long journey, but with the Chicago connection and the airport waiting, it adds up. So thanks for being there with the four-hour pod. Since Mm -hmm. then, you've been part of my travels to New Brunswick and soon this coming weekend to Kingston. I know, I know, I'm just hitting up all the hot spots. What can I say? It's a charm life sans generational wealth. But seriously, you should get some Air Canada slash WestJet contracts for in-flight entertainment. Let's do it. Um, I, yeah, I'm not a great flyer. Hashtag AC fan flight. Let's do it. As long as we're not flying to Washington, I'm down. Uh, she also said, I'm not a great. Man. I'm not. I've been there. I'm, I'm not a great oh, okay. flyer, she says, but I found your pause to be relaxing. Uh, now, one thing that needs defending is Alex's casual Ricola consumption. Um, you know, we discussed last week that I eat Ricola for fun. Uh, she yeah. said, I'm totally. <laughs> she said, I'm totally on board. Coat that throat with those sweet Swiss herbs. But no more oh, than God. four per day. I just checked their website. Get into it. P.S. Etobicoke represent. I don't live there anymore, but I appreciate the occasional Etobicoke reference from Will. All you ever say is there's no restaurants in Etobicoke. That's all you say. Yo, I'm not even kidding. There is, There are no amenities in Etobicoke. <laughs> there is housing. There are schools. There are parks. That's it. That's actually it. There are no amenities. This is like this is my 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 only beef with Etobicoke. Great place to live. That's a big, pretty beef, peaceful. Man. Um, nice to go out and for walks. The blocks are large. Like it really takes a long time to like walk from like Rathburn. This guy to said Eglinton the block is hot. Damn man. There's yeah. James Garden is nice. Um, you can go down to the lake. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, uh, Colonel Samuel Smith Park is really good. Uh, but yeah, unless you are on Lakeshore itself, which has, you know, actual restaurants and shops, unless you are along, um, Bloor, 
Um, even Dundas in that stretch doesn't have like amenities really. Um, Sherway, I guess you can go to Sherway, but uh, truly there is just a dearth of uh, restaurants, uh, things that are not, uh, you know, condominiums, which are all newly built or houses or townhouses or schools. Like that's literally everything that was around that area. But salute to Etobicoke. <laughs> How do you say uh, salute to Etobicoke after saying all that, man? No, I mean, okay, because here's the thing, like, you know, like, because you, you, you grew up in like Markham, Scarborough area, like it's just like, there's I didn't so many... grow up in Scarborough. Stop <laughs> okay. saying that, man. All right, you grew up close enough to Scarborough, bro. Everything to me in the eastern end of the city is Scarborough. Okay? No, there's no breakage for me from Scarborough to Markham. It's really oh, just like how, God. what percentage Asian is it? Is it 100 percent Asian or is it 95 percent Asian? No, that's um, fine. And yeah, there's like, but even though like there's obviously suburban and things, like, there's like actual like restaurants and stuff to go to. There's like strip malls, strip plazas, stuff like that, like everywhere, right? And like there just isn't that in a, in Etobicoke. It's it's kind of freaky. There's just there's just people living there. Man, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get emails from Etobicoke. I'm gonna read them. It's all good. Um, no, everyone from Etobicoke will tell you this. There's golf clubs. There's Centennial Park. You know, but yeah, there's nothing. Oh, no, this, guy, this guy roasted this guy roasted a topo and then it said salute Bro, i man. lived there for like 10 years yeah but that doesn't mean you didn't just slander them it's okay, okay. Man. yeah fair there's not no, even like mcdonald's good. and stuff it's hard to even find a McDonald's. okay i'm out then if there's no mcdonald's okay yeah man. i'm serious on, bro man. there's actually it's hard to find mcdonald's no, no, in a no, no, no. that's no 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 okay yeah all right salute so uh alicia <laughs> yeah, wrote salute. in and said, I'm a children's librarian. I listen to the podcast on my nice. hour-long commute to work. Commuting is killing me. Your show is the only thing that redeems it. And then she had a question. I watched most of last season, but the commentary still goes over my head sometimes. Would you please give a primer on terminology I should know? Hmm. Uh, basic terminology, i.e. pick and roll, ISO, running downhill. I could search these in Google, but I think your answers would be more entertaining. So so let's do this exercise, Will. Um, if you were to teach someone just watching basketball at a fundamental level, what are five terms that you would give them and, and how would you very basically explain them? I mean, we could just answer the questions that the, the terms that she wanted. Okay, to so let's like, go with the pick and okay. roll. Pick and roll is like probably the most common play. Um, yeah. You'll see it in a variety of ways, but the basic idea is that you have somebody handling the ball. So someone's dribbling the ball, usually above the three-point line, and then you'll have someone who doesn't have the ball obviously come over and, and set a screen. And they're going to go over, they're going to use that screen, or they're basically going to essentially play in conjunction with each other. And then uh, they're going to see essentially how the defense chooses to play them. Um, there's a variety of ways in which the defense could try to play them. A lot of the offense is really just based on how the defense uh, approaches it. But on the fundamental level, you see it all the time. So, for example, a pick and roll for the Raptors is you'll see Fred Van Vliet handling the ball. You'll see Scotty Barnes come over with, without the ball, set a screen, stand still, and then Fred will you know dribble past them essentially. Uh that's 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 it and you'll literally see that all the time like you'll see, like or like in a different team it'll be like steph curry and draymond draymond will come over set a screen steph will have the ball dribble around and make a play um that's the most common example yeah yeah uh and, and real life comparison pick and roll is kind of like when me and will do the banter pod you know he'll he'll handle the ball and then i'll um I'll take over for a little bit. Wow. Okay, your your explanation okay. was better. Um, she also I- wanted ISO to... is isolation. Yeah. 
It's very yes. straightforward. It's just a yes. person who has the ball making a play on his own, usually yes. without the help of a screen um, or just essentially, you know, you'll see a guy come down over and over again and just keep taking shots. Like if you think back to like LeBron back in the Lebronto days, like he would literally come down the floor and he would take the shot every yeah. single time. This or is like the Raptors. Yeah, triple this team is like if it's a one, it's basically a one on one matchup. Yeah, like a one-on-one matchup, and you'll see the other four uh, offensive players on the floor kind of move away from the ball to kind of clear out a lane for, mm-hmm. for a player to go one-on-one versus like the pick-and-roll, which involves two players at least. Um, yeah, trying, and then driving, play. running downhill, most, it's mostly just like guys going towards the basket, either with the ball, without the ball, most likely with the ball, um, but yes. just like taking the ball to the basket. Yes, yes. So yeah. ISO uh, is basically when, you know, Will does the react pod. Right. And uh, yep. running downhill is uh, me when I see the hot dog vendor outside of <laughs> nah, you... Scotiabank Arena. <laughs> no, running downhill is what happens to this pod after one and a half hours. We start to hit a wall and uh, yeah, we need to know what is up. No, I, I got a surprise for you. Don't worry. I got another oh. <laughs> bad surprise oh, for you. Oh <laughs> my God. All right. Warren says, I've been listening to the banter pod while making supper. In the evenings, I'm currently working in healthcare in Regina. Shoutouts to the other Saskatchewan listeners. I won't say which specific job because I don't need my profile to be too easy to mm. search for on LinkedIn. I used to listen to the Raptor show and run it back while I was working at home. But since I've been forced to the office, I somehow have to fit all these podcasts in after work. Started watching the Raptors the year they traded for Kawhi. I knew nothing about basketball, mm. I saw a commercial from the Raptors saying, quit worrying about the future and enjoy this season, and I thought I will. I was surprised at how likable the Raptors team was as I am an Edmonton Oilers fan, and I hate that team. They have bad <laughs> management and negative <laughs> swag. I've enjoyed watching you guys' uh, content as it feels like a breath of fresh air. Did I read this last time? No, no, <laughs> or this is it's, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's the same. It's the same comment as last time compared to the usual broy, toxic, I have to be the smartest guy in the room, mm. sports media, um, you know. No, I pre- yeah, no, why appreciate, is why is appreciate like this, that? Warren. If anything, like my goals have no opinions on anything at all. Um, you know, that's 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 the place I'm trying to get to. Um, but but Warren said... dim sum item? Oh, my God. I had to delete so many of those questions on <laughs> IG. <laughs> uh, Guys, yeah. appreciate those questions, but, you know. Um, Come on, man. So, you know what we're going to say at this point. Yeah. Warren continued. Plus, I feel like I've been learning about the game by just listening to Will. Um, and he also said, oh. also, Alex, I listened to every episode of the second iteration of Stephen LeBron Radio while I was working at home, and I loved it. I'm half nice. Japanese, but didn't grow up around a lot of Asians, and I loved learning about Asian culture from you guys, which I thought was just my family, but they were actually all common Asian stereotypes. For example, I didn't know it was an Asian stereotype to love gambling. I thought it was just my family. No, no, it's my family too. I have lots of family in Hamilton, uh, so I've spent some time at Falls View Casino. Let's go. Shouts mm. to Falls View. Underrated place. Um, also, <laughs> who's rating this, it at all, man? It's because everybody always just talks about going to like Niagara and stuff. You know, nobody always nobody gives Falls View the, the their flowers. Um, okay. So, <laughs> um, if this if this is the place to ask, I would also rock a Raptor show hat. I don't know my head size, probably smaller than Will's, but I take a classic adjustable. No, I appreciate you writing in, Warren. Um, you know, as I mentioned, had a uh, really great meeting with the folks at, at, at Mitchell and S um, earlier this week. And um, 
you know, we're going to be trying to cook up some merch stuff. So merch, um, but ETA, actually, ETA in December, um, you know, want to take getting our the time. community involved, you know, yeah, lots of great resources, sure. uh, a lot of good people involved in these projects. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. I, have had people uh, message whether we want to do a live show again. Yes, we're definitely in the process of hopefully organizing something closer to the start of the season. Um, so, yeah. um, and so we'll, we'll, we'll have news when we, we got big plans. News. We got big plans on all these fronts, but we can't yes, sit yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. Will's pressing me to take care of all this stuff. So uh, you're my manager. That's fine. I am your manager and Elaine's my manager. Uh, it's basically one of those like nesting dolls. <laughs> like, you yeah, just yeah, yeah, keep yeah, no, pulling she, a doll out. <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh, smaller and smaller Asians, but bigger and bigger responsibilities. <laughs> Yo, that was the secret Asian run, man. Everybody just increasingly got smaller. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Mike wrote in. He said, big fan of the banter pod. Hope you guys mm. keep it going for the love of the game. Yep. Um, and then he had two questions. As a podcaster myself, I was wondering if either of you or Will have advice on how to grow a pod, expand your audience. My podcast is based around the CFL so I'm not in it for the numbers, but anything I can learn from two veteran podcasters to improve is always welcome. Uh, do you have any general tips you want to give about just podcasting? Yeah, I mean, any audience. Number one has to be reliability and consistency. Like you have to put out content all the time. Not to say that you like have to force content like a banter pod, but like you know, especially during the season after games, you know, those are probably the times that people want to listen the most. So make sure you have a post game show or. Um, even if you're like, if you're covering the league as a whole, probably at the end of each weekend, probably talk about sort of the games that went on the matchups, um, but be consistent. Absolutely. First and foremost, guests matter, but I think it also matters how you interact with your guests. I think it's really important to establish your own personality, have somebody that people can talk to rather than someone who just asks questions. Um, and that's not to say like center yourself too much. Cause that's what happens when you get the banter pod, but like. Um, have a personality so that people can understand build, and build a relationship with you. And that requires you to be able to selectively share portions of your life and and, the, and sort of your sensibilities. Um, don't be, I don't know, don't be bro-y. I think that I actually genuinely feel like that's off-putting for me for most podcasts, especially because a lot of the sports podcasts are hosted by men. Some of them get quite bro-y and I just don't relate to it whatsoever. Um, I think that's probably the case for a lot of people because, um, you know, I think especially when sports podcasts are put out there, they're usually directed towards a male audience. And I think you got to be pretty cognizant of the fact that you have a wide variety of listeners, even if you don't think you do. Um, and then, yeah, um, find a good co-host if you can. That way you guys can build a rapport and like you can have a structure of a show like you yourself can be the show. It's a lot easier with somebody you can depend on. And that's why we got to secure Alex to a long term lifetime max contract. Oh, man, you say this three hours in, man. Sportsnet HR already turned it off. Um, we're, 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 not, we're two hours in right now, Alex. Come on. You got oh, to pick it up, man. Come on. Let's do it. No, this is my pace, man. This is just my mood right now. Um, I'm yeah. actually really excited. But <laughs> yeah, I think my other, I think my other advice would be, uh, especially this is a CFL podcast. It's like don't don't overestimate um, the audience in terms of what you can put out there. That's interesting. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about CFL podcasts. You know, this is free producing for you. Like, I'd love to just have a podcast where you guys explain, like, do educational stuff. Like, why? What is the history behind the rouge? Like the one point. Like when you punt it out of the end end zone, they get one point. Like, I want to know how that came to be. Like just very basic things that I think maybe people, um, if, if obviously if you guys are super into the CFL and you're doing a pod about it, you might think this is just all common knowledge. 
Um, but I think educational aspects of, of podcasts is really important too. Mm. Um, like I would click on a podcast like that if, if I saw the title of like them explaining the history behind um, the the one pointer. And and so the other, but all of Will's points were also great. His second question was, uh, I know on the banter pod, the Thai cats got a passing mention. Damn, they did? Um, with we the did. Argos. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Shouts to the probably groat. Um, I was, with I was the- probably <laughs> shouting out uh Hamilton, Hamilton. Where I used to go to school. Yeah, we and, uh, also Zach Claros, man, had some great seasons over there. Yeah, shout out um, to Anthony Calvillo um, on the Ticats back in the day. Um, he said, with the Argos only getting under 10K fans for most of their games, when the next lowest in the league is around 16K, why don't you think uh, people in Toronto um, are more attracted to the Argos? Uh, someone said they play at York and said the transportation is terrible um, at, at BMO. I mean, and it gets but it gets packed for tfc so i don't know how true that is honestly i think just fundamentally like especially in the city of toronto compared to like an edmonton or calgary like i know they have nhl teams there but it's like an nhl team and a cfl team whereas in toronto if people want to go hit up sports you know they think about the raptors they think about the leafs they think about the blue jays and then i feel like the argos are just like you know not at the top of the pecking order i think that's it that's part of it the other part is i think genuinely people in toronto want to be places to be seen Mm. there's like yes. a star chasing quality to the city yes and uh yeah i don't know what star you're gonna see in, in, in you know so that's yeah that's probably it. Yeah, there's also like too much going on like there's a lot of comp- like, other other options not to say there aren't like other things to do in other cities i've had a great time in a variety of cities across canada this summer but like there's yeah people in toronto just have things to do that you know and there's not a culture of it too like there's more people here who i find are like bills fans than argos fans um and yeah i mean i don't know it's it's weird because on one hand like like mls is definitely not the same level of competition as like the premier league it's probably not even as the same level of competition as like the german league or the french league i think there's better quality over there but um you'll still seek strong support but i think that's more cultural like there's so many immigrants that come to toronto and they're like they want to support and represent the city in that way. And that's the avenue that they, they know that's familiar to them because they come from backgrounds that are, um, you know, football loving nations, which is basically every other country other side of Canada, United States. And um, I don't know, there just isn't that same culture in a football loving, like, I mean, like American football loving or Canadian football in this case. So yeah, it's strange to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is what happens when you live in a big city, man. You got to like, you got to be at the very top. Otherwise, people don't really come out to your things. It's, it's sad, but that, that kind of is the nature of uh, how people move here. No, definitely. Um, so, you know, we'll spend more time fixing the CFL um, at, at another time. Uh, appreciate okay. the email. Uh, next up from Mark. I'm a 28-year-old insurance underwriter in Waterdown, Ontario. I've been listening since the Yahoo days. I listen when I'm doing chores, working out, commuting, or going to bed. I've listened to every episode, including the banter pods. I've tried other pods, but there's nothing like the synergy you guys have and the level of interactivity with the fans. Alex, your humor is fantastic, really brings another level to the show. I can't Mm. tell you how many times I've broken into fits of laughter and literally can't imagine the show without you. Sportsnet, if you're listening, give this man the max. Uh, All views are from Mark, not mine, by the way. Um, Will... Your love of the game is what brings me back every time. I love to wow. hear the nerdy side of basketball. And I personally think your collabs with Oren Weisfeld are underrated. Yes, yes. We need to I agree. Oren Salute more. to Oren. First off, number one, he's a ball knower. Yeah. 
he knows ball. Um, and then second of all, like, yeah, man, I just the uh, best Orange's groans, the best groans on no live reason. radio, the best groans. Absolutely, um, bro. Yeah, this guy, I would, I would pay groans. to hear Oren ASMR. Yeah, he's a groat. You know, he's a he's a groat of groans. Um, the that, groan groat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The groan. Oh my god. Yeah. And the now groan. the podcast has officially started. <laughs> no, um, there's always an inflection point in the banter part where we just like lose all sense of like how to act. And no, it just I'm chilling. Off the rails, so. No, I'm at a great pace nah, right I, now. I'm, man. I'm on hinge. I'm, I think I think the wake water finally hit me, and I'm uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm jittery um, right now. Should put out some woke water too. Um. Also, listening to you, Will, starting to play basketball in your late 20s has inspired me to start. Unfortunately, oh. I tried looking for Nick Nurse's shooting book you mentioned, and they're out of stock. So yeah. if, if you're willing to sell it to me, let me know your loser dumpling uh, parentheses huh? alouette. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, yeah, that took a turn. No, that that's took a turn. No, there's an inflection point. There. Yeah, there's your inflection point. Oh, Yo, man. God, goodness, goodness, oh, Mark. God damn. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, uh, little little pick me up there at the uh, end. That email <laughs> followed the trajectory of X uh, cubed. Um, what what am I going to say? Um, the book I have, so I've lent it to my cousin who plays ball out in um in in in, in Palo Alto. So she's got it right now. Um, she's on the school team. Um, and uh, hopefully the the book uh, does wonders for her. Honestly, like Alex, you've actually tracked this. Like, obviously, this is mostly just like down to like you putting in the reps, but. I feel like genuine results, which is actually kind of cool to me, man. No, I think that's amazing. I can't wait to tell Nick this in person and tell him, I like, mean, I've been, I mean, I've, this been, is, I've been doing your book. Yeah, this is a book from one of the best educators in the game, like best yeah, coaches yeah, yeah. in the game. Like you would imagine it would have an impact on you. Yeah, so. and to be fair, it's more like a pamphlet than a book. Maybe I'll just like scan this book and send it to you on a PDF or something. <laughs> yeah, not not to take money a, out of Nick Nurse's yeah, charity I think that's foundation. Illegal. Yeah, but, uh, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Just kidding, Josh. Just kidding, Josh. I would never do that. That's, you're, that's, that's, you're gonna that's get an email from. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get an email from Dr. Julius Irving. Oh God, um, of, of the foundation and Max Kerman as well. Um, so, so oh, Lord. yeah. So uh, Sammy wrote in, "Hey Alex, um, just wanted to to let you know I also fall asleep to the pod." Uh, with a sleep timer but i also listen all the time while doing chores mm. um driving or even at work yesterday i played the pod chores on- and sleeping are the number one and two <laughs> options and then sleepovers shouts to everyone shouts to everyone listening while doing your chores or driving to your parents or you know you're in your cubicle at your dead-end job hoping to quit um you know <laughs> Yo, shouts to all of you <laughs> and and you know shouts to trevor probably driving in his maserati right now to to pizza pizza you working um, a mozzie too? Damn. Um, so yeah, he said yesterday I played the pod on the way to my date to hype me up. Um Okay. Yeah. Please play some Jay-Z or something. Um but like, <laughs> he, he pulls up. <laughs> he's like, Well, when I come back, we're in the four five. It ain't to play games with you. <laughs> Um, I also oh want to mention. God, I also want to mention that you and Will are great figures for all Canadian immigrant communities. Um, I find that nice. you guys mention how the well, Asian community relates with the content, but for me personally, as a Middle Eastern guy with immigrant parents, I find a lot of what you guys say to be very relatable. I've been going back to the Stephen LeBron Radio archives, and I really like hearing about you and Will's experiences growing up. You guys really represent all people of color and in our communities really well. Um, you know, honestly, oh. like appreciate the words, but to, to be honest, I push back and just say like, that's too high praise. You know, I think, yeah, I I think we, we, we do incorporate, 
um, I think we're very aware of, of, you know, the things that we talk about on the show and the things that we might reference and, and mention. But, you know, I, I would be remiss to take a lot of credit for this. I think that's just the way that we chat. And I think there's lots of people doing way more important stuff in these spaces. That's true. But I mean, I think in terms of the cultural spaces, I think that's the thing, too. It's just like people usually relate to each other, especially like especially in a place like Toronto. Like I relate to so many different not cultures, but like people and the journeys that they've taken. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like every time I hang out with uh, Vivek Jacob, Big J, I learn something about him. Yeah, so. while you treat him to uh... a <laughs> don't, don't worry, favorite Maha, Indian don't worry, favorite Indian spot in the, the city question uh, is coming. Uh, so, oh god, um, my, my my friend and listener of the program, Quinn uh, Quinn McDonald, actually has a problem uh, with okay. you. So she said, "Man, will hit us with the Victoria Island slander." I am hurt. Yeah, my bad. I, I called it Vancouver. What, what, what did I call it? Victoria Island instead of Vancouver Island? My bad, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, my bad. That's my so, bad. So she's upset. So can you just have an official apology right now? Yeah. Um, why is Vancouver Island contained Victoria, but Vancouver is not on the island? It's confusing. That's all. <sighs> all right. Flare fan flight yeah. coming soon um, yeah. to BC for training camp. Shout out to um, Nanaimo. Oh, Nanaimo Island, and shout outs to uh, it's, Nanaimo oh, it's bars. on the island, isn't oh, it? Oh, shout outs to Nanaimo bars. Um, so yes. Sam, um, Sam wrote in and said, <laughs> oh, uh, my God. "Just finished all the banter pods, all great." Mm. Uh, DM will a similar message on Twitter early this week, but just got to say, love the unapologetic representation. Means a lot to this first generation South Asian kid. Nice. Um, nice. Hope the next generation of the first generation can see that they can make it in these spaces that are often predominantly white and don't have to end up in careers that are parentally favored fields. Um, yeah, definitely, man. You know, I, I mean, think yeah, good point. there's a lot of like, you know, when you think about it, like, you know, whether it's the podcast space, the writing space, photography, um, you know, videography, like even just thinking about Toronto, like uh, I'm thinking about like Ali Khan who works on the Blue Jays, like, you know, mm-hmm. Keyshawn in photography um, and so Faisal many. Uh, yeah, on Faisal on TV. Like the representation is actually amazing. And mm-hmm. and for me, you know, it's 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 never enough. And I think that goes without saying uh, in terms of getting more of these people, more visible platforms. But I, I really do think when you think about it, I'm really proud that like, um, you know, us all together, like in this minority space, like we have heavy influence in this space. And and I'm very proud of that. Yeah, definitely. Same. Um, and I think for me, the, the most important thing is just like keeping the door open. And yes. lending opportunities elsewhere. And again, it doesn't mean that like, you know, we're trying to exclude anyone. It's the exact opposite. We're trying to look for things that are like people who are maybe excluded or don't get chances who I think are really good. And I want to give them chances to like, not to like lend them the platform or anything like that. Cause ultimately when people come on the show, that's a favor to us. Um, not the other way around, but like, you know, at the same time, like, you know, that's, that's the kind of show and the kind of conversations we want to curate. So um, yes. I'm happy that people pick yeah, up on spe- this. Speaking of which, um, yeah. you know, uh, young Joseph Cacharo, um, what you know the cousin of joe cash also named joe cash right um, right right you know recently no, Ital- uh, italians are hilarious but keep going. <laughs> recently graduated from uh what is the new name of ryerson now like the toronto municipal tmu baby or something toronto metropolitan university yeah yeah metro so tmu um the most sauceless name but shows <laughs> they graduated ryerson. from metro <laughs> they graduated oh from dominion <laughs> no man they're like graduation at castle frank station um so <laughs> So uh, he hit me up because he just recently graduated from his journalism program or he's entering yep. his final year 
and he was asking about internship opportunities. So, well, I'll talk to you about it, but like, um, maybe we'll okay. bring a Joseph Cacharo on as an intern, hmm. as an intern wow. to, to, to help us out. I could, I mean, you know, I could always use an extra set of hands. Um, wow. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, so. I know you're busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. I, I just don't know want. I, so I just want. I just want a Joseph Cacharo on our show. Like, yeah, that's fair. You that's know, fair. and but also this is just going back to just like helping people out. I think it's just like when we yeah, do, when we are able to have those opportunities. Um, you know, I think, I think we also just shouldn't take like these opportunities that we have for granted. Um, I don't you know? think we ever do that, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I take hope, it for I granted. Not, but I feel like sometimes I don't like sit back and appreciate it as much as i should you know what i mean that's fair but that's fair. Nah, it happens anyways uh next up from uh tm davidson um, um i'm from new zealand i'm a photographer started listening to you guys around mid-season uh 10 out of 10 podcast no notes i usually listen to the show at work while editing my images but for the banter pods i tend to stretch them out over the weekend while i do chores yeah, we are the chores. Uh, yeah, we are yeah. the chores podcast. Um, yeah, I've been a Raptors fan since 2014. Um, and P.S. You have to have barber loyalty. Yeah, I booked a haircut for next Wednesday, so I will, I will discuss with my barber next week about your, uh, you know, freelance offense. Um, so yeah, so. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, again. It's a simple cut, so like anyone can get it, man. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <sighs> next up from Kevin, uh, please tell Will that Yu-Gi-Oh is alive and well today, and most of the oh, market yeah? are adults in our age range with adult money. So he's basically called you Ooh, broke. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Um, I could probably get back into it. I guess. Yeah, you don't seem that yeah. excited about it. Yeah. I just like I don't know. Am I regressing into a child? You know, like I'm like yeah, I'm like watching the the, the Pokemon World Championships. I mean, this is summertime. I got lots of time, whatever. But it's like you know, I'm like oh, I'm excited for for uh, the next generation of like what's it called, Scarlet and Violet, I think. Um, what and things like this, and I'm just like, am I gonna get into another childhood favorite? Like, what when does it stop? You know, am I gonna play Legos again? Maybe, maybe that's what your 30s is supposed to be. You just like own up to. <laughs> all the things that you unapologetically love no you know what your 30s are your 30s are really two things man it's it's number oh, one okay. is, is recognizing is recognizing that you know recognizing everything about yourself both good and bad is accepting the flaws that you have and and really realizing and embracing them uh, because you're never going okay. to continue to evolve and change into maybe the person that you always aspire to but you have to become comfortable with just who you are and accepting who you are and once you do um you know you'll you'll be you'll be cruising you'll be cruising Damn. through through life so um i definitely think you're, you're gonna get to that point and um it'll be great uh someone from pi zach from pi wrote in because i think last time you asked if you could drive around pi yeah. Um, he says you can't drive the perimeter in four hours, but if you want to drive from tip to tip, um, that would take huh? four hours. So you could easily see all the PI's highlights in a week or less. Um, wow. Man, I really wish we could just um, organize some kind of trip and get out there, man. Yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Why not? Um, yeah. I mean, who, I need someone to fly me there. You know, yeah, I need enough, to yeah. stay at a nice a hotel. Need to pump more money into the local account, uh, you know, economy. Yeah, I'm not academy. that picky, guys. I'm really not that picky. If you want to put me on yeah. Flair, I'm I'm down. I, you know, Flair's enjoyable for me. Um, mm. No entertainment, by the way. I love it. Like you go on, 
you know, like because you go to Air Canada, <laughs> so it's like, strictly it's like, strictly just a flight. <laughs> no, you know, Air Canada, you know, they have like the the little screen. You could, like you could play Mahjong on Air Canada. Have you seen, yeah, you yeah. Seen I play blackjack. I play blackjack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trader, but that's fine. I play Mahjong <laughs> against the computers, right? You can play poker against the computers. You obviously have watched like TV shows, like movies yeah. and stuff like that. Sometimes, even the old, in the older days, they used to have like that little um, the armrest where you can plug a headset into and you yeah. can listen to like specific radio stations. I guess no one does this anymore because everyone just has their own music. On the Flare flight, there's nothing. There's not even like <laughs> no. No, all it has in there is the safety card of like if the yeah plane they got crashes, a, they got a seatbelt. Do they even have like a? Do they even have an in-house magazine? Yeah. No, no, not at okay. all. That literally has okay. two things in the dock. Right? There's nothing. There's no screen there. There's <laughs> yeah. no 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 media multimedia at all. And they have a, a laminated card of the safety, and they have a laminated. And then I think there's like a QR code you can scan for like um, what the menu is. That's like if you want to order probably, a sandwich, probably cost five bucks to scan the QR code. Um, <laughs> is hey, scan it, just scan it your own cost. <laughs> Once again, I believe uh, the airline might be affiliated with uh, our company. Again, I really enjoy because it makes a lot of sense. Okay, for me there we go. Yeah. There we go. Salute, salute to to Flair. <laughs> salute. Uh, Harmon wrote in. I'm a librarian from Markham, working out of Toronto Public Library. Come use our recording studio to shoot a podcast. It would be it would inspire a ton of kids. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Uh, where is it? Which, um, which, which, which? Toronto Public Library. So we'll find out the location. Um, I guess that's, there's a bunch like, of libraries. What do you mean? That's the is name that the Yorkville the... one? No, that's the name of the branch, isn't it? Like that's what that's yeah. what TPL stands for. So which which Toronto Public Library? I don't know. Shelter Library is great institutions, but you know I buy all my books. Um, okay, so uh, Saul uh, S J here from Scarborough. Big fan of the work you and Will are doing. Been following since the Yahoo days. Got hooked again with the first four-hour pod you guys did a mm. few weeks ago. Now I have to try Super Fresh the next time I'm downtown as well. No, but um, actually no. Yeah, and he also said that, uh, P.S., the Legends Row Leaf statues, which we talked about last time, which you called gargoyles. Uh, they are <laughs> of real players. Just wanted oh, Will okay. to know All that. Right. LOL. They're not gargoyles. Got it, got it, got it. Got and got and got Kyle Lowry <laughs> does deserve a statue. Um, uh, let's see what else. Um, Craig says, I listen while cleaning up and running errands. All right. No more errands. Uh, last week I listened to your show while stranded at the Orlando airport when I contracted the novel coronavirus. Um, hope you get better soon, Craig. He says he's on the mend now back home in East York, AKA West Scarborough. Uh, I can say this as I grew up in Scarborough. Uh, my wife doesn't like it when I say this though. All right. Um, keep up the great work and best of luck in your contract negotiations. Let's see. Just a couple hmm. more and then we'll get to what the final What is West course. Scarborough? Never even I feel like I I don't know. I'm, I'm from the West Side so I could What is West yeah, Scarborough? Yeah, like I don't you're, know. You're around uh, the DVP? Uh, one one time for you're the at ends. One time for the ends. Um so Bayview Village? Cade, Cade wrote in. I'm 22. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina, but have hmm. family ties to both Toronto and Vancouver. I work as a refugee resettlement advocate in Greensboro, North Carolina, but will be moving to Toronto to begin working on a PhD in urban design. I actually spent the summer in Toronto this summer and your recommendations for restaurants and parks to hoop at were very helpful. Um, I usually listen to the banter pod while running, biking to work, or walking my dogs. Fun fact about me is I grew up a Bobcats slash Hornets fan. The Raptors were always my second favorite team. Uh, It was actually this season 
that I actually fully became a Raptors fan. Uh, I went to a Hornets Raptors game in I February. I had enough. I, I'm not watching Plumleys anymore. <laughs> After the fifth straight year of Plumleys on my team, I Yo, switched teams. <laughs> this guy saw Mecca Okafor get his jersey this retired. Guy saw two probably Plumleys on the team, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, man. Um, and you know, I, I went to a Hornets Raptors game and was curious what the Raptors media was saying about that game, and that's how I found this pod. And I haven't listened, haven't missed an episode since. Nice. Um, and yeah, he went on to say, "Oh, don't read this on the podcast." So never mind. Uh, oh, P.S. Okay, okay. P.S. Good luck to Alex with contract negotiations. You're such an important part of the show. It wouldn't be the same without you. I agree. Um, I agree. Appreciate everyone. Maybe we should just start a GoFundMe to close the gap. On, on the negotiations <laughs> it's not that much nah, you're shameless man you're shameless what's wrong with you you just said i should appreciate my life more and then you're like yeah oh my god once on, again man. once again i've butchered Listen to it. yourself um, 10 minutes ago kyle uh hey willu fits aka alex uh one of the many long banter pod enjoyers here uh, uh i am a 23 year old male from winnipeg wow. manitoba Long-time loser and even longer Raptors fan. Uh, not too long, though, as I started watching the Raptors more seriously around 2013-14. Somehow yeah. missed most of the championship season. What? Which, considering how invested I am as a fan now, keeps me up at night. But, hey, now, I get to enjoy the Scotty Barnes era. Usually listen to you while I'm working or commuting. Back when I was a courier, Raptors and sports content was all I consumed while driving. But mm. now I work as an apprentice electrician in a residential nice. building. And for the last couple months or so, I've been doing some basic device installs, which is great for just popping in an earbud and listening to the pod. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Salute well, to people in the trades. I feel like um, I feel like they don't like really tell you enough about the trades when you're in school like high school and stuff everyone's like let's just try to get a university and we'll take these like strange degrees to, like get a life science degree or whatever and it's like yeah but you know if you just went straight to college for like two years and got like a technical diploma or things like that you'd probably be making a lot more money with a lot less debt so yeah i always had a really good laugh back in your guys running back series and i feel like the banter pods are bringing back that vibe Mm. Um, and honestly, I'm true. just so glad I came across Willu's Melon on a YouTube thumbnail back in the <laughs> early Yahoo days. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you are a watermelon, man. Damn. Oh, damn. I'm growing water. water- watermelons uh, this summer. There's, uh, there's, there's four watermelons growing on my terrace. Just growing his own head, man. <laughs> yeah, relax. I'm not yo, close so, right now. Yo, big challenge for all the Willu fans out there. Somebody carve Willu as a pumpkin for Halloween. Um, that is what, my, what would he even look like, man? That would be a new challenge. Just I a can generic send, face. I can send photo references, um, all of that stuff. We're works. on so, TV every day. <laughs> yeah. So that is the um, okay. That is uh, that is uh, you know that segment for us. Uh, a lot nice. of great nice. reader emails um, and messages. And again, if anybody wants to get in touch, uh, follow Willow Fitz on on Instagram or send me an email at info mm-hmm. at stephenlebron.com. Um, we, cool. uh, we, we split this, uh, recording into two. So I need to know what the timestamp should be now. Like the, the timestamp right time now stamp. is w- w- uh, two hours and 35 minutes. Okay. That's close enough. So we yeah. are now heading towards the final segment. So earlier this week, you did a mailbag podcast with 
Liban, Osman, I know there were some questions that were for us or they were unanswered. Yes. So we're definitely going to get to those and then uh, some curated questions from Instagram. First of all, Liban was on Twitter when he was 12 years old. Like that's just. Yeah, that's freaky, man. That's insane. Why are there 12 year olds on Twitter? If there are 12 year olds who are listening to the show. I mean, just good luck on life, I guess. Yeah, no, no, yeah. there's um, no, there's someone out there that's going to become the next Will Lou. This is like this is like the OKC Thunder having like a first rounder in like 2033. Like there's no, someone out just, there. Congratulations. You, you just got drafted. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. And also Lee Band's nickname being the franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing he's franchising is Bellissimo's. So I'm not sure Man. if um, I don't know if that one's going to stick. I don't know if I'm going to call him the franchise. Why not? Think? man? Why not? Do you Apparently, think it's offensive? So I was told, I was told yeah. by a friend. Um, yeah. I was, no, I was told by Josh, Josh Hart, that apparently mm-hmm. the franchise is a very common nickname. So mm-hmm. apparently there's just lots of franchises, but uh, Lee Ben is the franchise. So. What if I called him the hardship exception instead? Yeah. I don't see. That's that's you know that's, those are the circumstances how he got on the pod because I was supposed to get a sod. Oh no! No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. No, I wanted to get Lee Ben on the pod for a while, um, but it, it actually just so happened that like last second. Um, some of the guests fell through, and I was like, "Okay, who what did Assad have to do, man? Play Wordle, play Quirtle, like, <laughs> yo, respect his life, please." He, no, had to, he, had, he had to pick up his uh, some some family in Waterloo or something. So. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. This guys, yeah. always sharing every puzzle result with me, man. It's puzzling. Wow. No, shout out to Assad, man. We DM this week. Um, okay. let's see. So, some questions. First question yeah, from yeah, me. Let's do it. From me, rank in order of what would give you the most to least satisfaction. Number one, the Raptors sweep the Celtics in the playoffs. Number two, you find 17 items at SVP for a total of $70. It's Number regular. three, you win $1,100 at Ennis's poker game. Number four, yeah. Nick Nurse says after a great win, quote, Will Lou is a real smart dude in his post-game Zoom. Number five, crazy rich Asians. Two, cameo appearance for you. Of the five, please rank from one to five uh, what you would like okay. to happen the most. Number one, uh, Raptors sweep the Celtics. Yeah, that would be yeah. just, oh my God. You, I, you know, I, I mean, if it's oh a playoff setting, God. it's by far number one, but it's oh still number God. one, I think. Like, I, just I think, think we would the, hang the on to that as long it. as a, I think we would hang on to that as long as winning a championship. Like, it would be yeah. up there. The funny thing with this this beef with the Celtics is that it's entirely one way beef. Oh, they're not even thinking about us. They don't think about us at all. No, like we're we're the other character no. in Mad Men. I keep forgetting yeah. about. Um. Anyway, so that's number one. Not even close. Number two, it's got to be the money. I got to take the, the one thousand one hundred at Ennis's poker game. I don't know why that's such a specific number. First off, nobody has taken home that much money yet. Um, although the way the yet. game is going, it, yeah, it's a da- it's a dangerous yet. it's a dangerous game. Yet. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's a dangerous game. Uh, yep. But I need to recoup some of my losses. This will uh, essentially do that. Um, so that that's pretty good. Um, number three, I, I gotta say, Crazy Rich Asians can't two cameo like that would okay. be wild, man. Like, do you think like, your parents like? How would your parents react if that happened? Like, do you think I don't they would think care? I don't think they would no because uh, hmm. this isn't I don't think they play Crazy Rich Asians two on uh, on on CCTV four which oh, is uh, largely what they watch. Uh, what about uh, CCTV what about four, CCTV uh, five CCTV six CCTV seven eight uh, uh, yeah uh, CCTV uh, what, ocho <laughs> okay uh, what, uh, anyways uh, what about uh, how would Big George feel about it Would George be like damn my brother's like made it I mean yeah probably. 
I think, but okay. I don't. I don't know. If you calling him Big George is really gonna fly, man. That's that's not a that's not a yeah, good nickname. I'm, a, I'm really so, sorry. I'm really sorry, Georgie. Yeah, George, uh, it's even worse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll, okay. We'll, All right. We'll yeah. Um. So that's number know, three I mean, for cool. you. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Uh, and then I think number four is probably the Nick Nurse thing. I mean, it's yeah, just cool. Feel, like that would mean a lot it, to you. I feel. I'm surprised it's number four. To be honest. I just it's it feels so self-serving because like who is yeah. it really benefiting you know even for myself it would just gas up my already inflated ego so no, I feel but like it would I don't just actually be a nice, need that it would be a nice like validation because like all during this season uh which is the first time I paid attention to basketball closely in this way mm. like you would point out a lot of things um and then Nick would like say the same things or you would point out certain adjustments and uh Nick would make those adjustments I mean like I'm not saying they're like groundbreaking but still it just it just yeah. you know you guys are in tune. You know what? I'd rather him say things. Will 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 knows ball. I feel like that that's cooler than okay uh, okay. It, so he's a real spe- smart dude. Which I okay. Feel so like... specifically, you want him to say Will knows ball. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Actually, that might that might bump it up to Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is seventeen items of SCP. Um, okay. I, that's a haul though. That's sitting a haul. beside me. Yeah. Seventeen items of SCP for seventy dollars, which is roughly what like four dollars per I, item i don't know only civilians like you would do the math on that yeah. i'm literally here there i have a shaker bottle from svp which i actually made a specific trip up to svp store uh near yorkdale although not in yorkdale itself like uh right. just the, to be in, clear in the industrial parts he was uh, not in yorkdale. yorkdale no he was not no in svp is not in yorkdale trust me yeah. Yeah. it's not gonna be in there either um it's in like the you know orphis road area Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I made a specific trip to get the shaker bottle. It's four dollars, so I feel like I could find seventeen items in there for so for $70. like you lost, didn't you lose then? Like, so you made the trip. How much did the trip cost? Um, like, it probably cost uh, yeah, you more than six bucks. Yeah, a, a bus, a TTC. Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah. I did, which I did you know, you don't pay for public transit. No, no, you don't pay for public transit. Man, relax. Know, yeah, come so. on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah. This so whole show is on the back of, of, at a subway station, or you know, the the, yeah. the, the Ossington entrance, things like this. You know, mm. or you hop on a streetcar. Like, okay, I, you okay, know, okay. I, I pay taxes. Yeah. Um. Our our friend Jacob wanted to know um uh, top three coffee shops in in the city. Um. And and also oh, how man. do how do we send you gifts? Jacob just messaged me on IG. Um, yeah, legit. You know. Yeah, talk to my manager. I've um, never dropped Will's uh, address, you know, with the quickness to strangers as much as when people just offer gifts. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Damn, we need to set up really a PO true. box for you. No, we I, need I to set lock up, up my door. I gotta lock my door eventually. No, no, no. I actually feel a little weird when I do it. So, so we might need to just like get it sent to the office or something at this point. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll Top coffee shops. I like Hale, Hale Coffee. Um, mm. They have a diff- couple of different branches, but I, I like the yeah. branch that they have uh, at, at DuPont and uh, at Lansdowne. Obviously, that's close yeah. to uh, where I used to live. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice coffee shop. Uh, that's probably my number one. I mean, it depends on where you are. There's so many coffee. Like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of great coffee. Like Third Wave is really good downtown. Really uh, ritzy kind of place on church. Um, basically close to Scotiabank. Where else? Um, I don't know, man. There's so many yeah, good coffee shops. I'm, in I'm a very, I'm a literally very basic pick one. Like Rooster person. is really nice as well. Oh yeah, Rooster! Shouts to Rooster. 
um, you know, right across from, uh, you know, one Mount Pleasant. Uh, but just go to the one closest to you. Like you're, you're pretty much like if there's if there's one thing Toronto has a lot of is yeah. like pretty nice coffee shops. But 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 if you want to replicate you if you want to replicate the Willu Life experience, go to the Rooster across from one Mount Pleasant. Um, yeah, that's and true. Uh, get a coffee there. No, I'm pretty basic with the coffees. Um, I did like the spot by the score. I forgot the name now though. On Quantum Diner. Yeah, Quantum's cool. Quantum Coffee. Yeah. yeah. Shouts to Cafe Olympico in Montreal. Um, wow. A, Look at you. Had a great time there. But yes, uh, thank you for writing in, Jacob. Let's see. What else? Why no more producer drops uh, with the ODC lately? Blake is cool and all, but I'm there for the producer drop. That is my staple <laughs> of my Tuesday. So, Nick, um, just uh, to clarify, uh-huh. like since the season, uh, since the end of July, since the end of June, I want to say, early July, uh, we have been, quote unquote, in the off season and not in the studio. So during the season, we record Monday to Friday at the Sportsnet studio, and we have our producer, Derek Brandeo. And we also have Salute our YouTube producer, uh, Jennifer Rolnick. Uh, shout outs to both of them. Missed the two of you. Um, somebody please pass this message on. Like, who's like, is Amy Audibert listening to this? Amy, if you're listening to this, send me six basketball emojis. Um, yeah, you're not getting those emojis. Yeah, I know. But it's it's cool to just like see, you know, everybody's going to come back and like, <laughs> we're going to have to pretend the banter pod never happened. Mm-hmm. We'll be <laughs> like, like just... wow, Alex, where'd you go with the summer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Cancun and uh, Montreal. Me too. Wow. It's like, how funny. come everybody thinks you have money? Like, what is this generational wealth thing? <laughs> What's going on here? Um Anyways, that's why you haven't heard the drop. I'm, I mean, I'm sure like next time the Murph dog is on, if, if you really want to service this listener, we can just tell producer JR to like throw in the drop. Up you top. know what? I'll just do it manually. That's okay. Yeah. Once again, please stop doing so much work. Your talent. Blake Murphy uh, Tuesday. Oh, man. Yeah, Anyways, there, there, there uh, next go. up. Andrew says, would love to hear you guys brainstorm some Jersey concepts. Um, I'm pretty bored of the Chevron. A Jurassic Park collab might work. Yeah, so recently there's been a lot of releases of uh, upcoming jerseys, and it seems like a majority of NBA teams is going back to the retro 90s uh, look. You see the Detroit Pistons going to their teal. The Milwaukee Bucks is bringing back their 90s jerseys. Uh, I don't think the Raptors have officially announced anything yet, but I think it'd be cool if they just bring back the original Dino. I've always been, just been a huge fan of the purple and, and the dinosaur, and I feel like at this point there's no need to try to come up with new designs. Like, just go with the classic. What do you think, Will? Uh, I think it's just officially reached the age where the people with the most money, which is the sports target demo, is like 30 to 50, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um you you've reached the age where like that is now retro like what you grew up with is now retro so now you're going to want to buy stuff for nostalgia purposes all it really says is that like it's your turn to be essentially old and like i think um in terms of jersey designs my my beef to i have a bone to pick with nike i feel like so so obviously Mm. like all the jerseys all views views are his yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, hmm. You know, like a lot of the kits in in in, in the Premier League and, and and across different leagues in Europe are made by Nike. My overall impression with Nike's direction with their like, uniform strategy is that they're all very simple. They're very clean, and they're like that's there's a there's a good, um, I guess there's there's something nice about that. I guess, but like when you compare like Nike designs to like Adidas designs, does I feel like Adidas is really making an effort to like especially what i'm seeing this in soccer where like adidas jerseys and the kits are like much more um 
there's much more elements on it. It's not just like a clean shirt. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what happened with the Jazz jersey? Why is it just like completely black with like a yellow lettering? It doesn't even have. It's like the most. It's it's so it's the most dissonant way to take a word like jazz and to like give nothing around it. It's like the flattest way to say the word jazz. So it's just like I feel like a lot of Nike designs are just very very simple. They really gravitate towards like clean simple design minimalistic and to me i'm like yeah that's cool but you know can we you know design rather than i don't want to just a t-shirt with a badge no I'm, I'm totally with you i think the designs are way too simple at this point and you know like I, what I is love- toronto's connection with the chevron in the first place yeah i'm not sure i i, I want to say that's just a design choice you know if we're wrong on that somebody write in and definitely let us know i don't mind the chevron especially the red no, and, me neither the red but... and white the red and white jersey like i still associate that obviously with the championship run because because mm-hmm. they wore that and i think that's uh to me like just because of of the season that is associated with uh, i think it's a classic jersey but i love to see them bring back even the early um uh the, the vince carter era jerseys uh you know the purple when they got rid of the dinosaur and it just said toronto on the front yeah those um, are kind of cool yeah yeah i was gonna grab you one of those at the mitchell and s warehouse oh, but you know well. they didn't have it in your size um, Damn. so had to go with the four or five but yeah no I think xl we'll plus excited. two lengths <laughs> yo that jersey fit you perfect man yo it's perfect um man. So next up, uh, have either of you ever eaten a lobster roll? Uh, yeah, I've had lobster rolls. Yeah, uh, they're great. You know, in different places. Boston, a little bit outside of Boston. You could have one in Montreal. There's great seafood in Montreal. Oh, shoot. Okay, missed out on that. Shouts to Liverpool House. Um, actually, I had, I had a lobster at Liverpool House. Um, anyways, no, who do you think guy, would win? This guy's staying at five-star hotels, eating lobster, flying porter. Come on, man. You're not beating no allegations here. The allegations are very on point at this point. God damn it. Um, who do you think would win a Raptors team trivia contest? So are you asking which media member? I mean, my trivia game is pretty heavy with the Raptors. I mean, will... Yeah, I would probably two thousand and one and forward. I think I think that would work for Will. Honestly, I struggled with this. I I so um, uh, Sean Woodley, who hosts Lockdown Raptors. Um, oh yeah, he's he a did a whole guy. trivia series uh, yeah. a while back, and he invited me, and I lost to like a random fan. So okay, no, I yeah. I I would definitely bet on myself in this scenario. Okay, um, from from day one, but I think if you're talking about like like the past decade, I mean, I would I would point to you i feel like you know this era pretty well yeah but i know like how it happened not like things like what number did uh yeah yeah how many points did, did bradley beal score when uh will lou went on ac fan flight for game four i, I think um, he might have scored like 20 and he got fouled out <laughs> or something. Guy... <laughs> i'm gonna check that up now no i'm gonna check yeah, it out please don't please don't yeah. um and also a petition to call will lou stands the lunatics yeah i like that one too um like Again, they all have negative connotations. What's wrong with it? what's why? Why do we have? Why can't we be more positive? But I'm gonna it, honestly, yeah. we'll let the fans decide, man. It's not really up to me. No, you know? I'm gonna say I think just Willu stands in general works. Like like Willu stands, I think it works. Mm. There I don't are know, more, man. People yeah. keep coming back to losers. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, your man struck gold again. Um, no, yeah. um, you know Willu stands. There are more Willu stands than Ken Birch stands. Take that in, everybody. Take that in as you're doing your chores right now. Yeah, that's not yeah. right. You see, that's not, oh my. Uh, Bradley had 31 points in that game. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Take so. that in as you you know fold those bed sheets. Um, what is one original idea you have that would make the game more interesting? I.e., the Elam ending. Um, do you have one? 
off the top of my head how to make NBA basketball more interesting. Um, make a dunk worth three points. Whew, you'd have a lot of missed dunk attempts then. Yeah, that's fine. But now you have you have re-incentivized driving to the basket rather than kicking out to Grant Williams for 18 threes in a game seven. And there's going to be, yeah, no, that's fair. My my thing with getting rid of three-pointers is uh, teams are only allowed to have 30 three-point attempts a game. So once you reach that limit, you can't shoot anymore. Mm. So you got to spend your threes wide. I, you know, I like that. I like, I kind of yeah. like that as well. Yeah. Although that so feels more kinda, artificial, but that's okay. It's very artificial. They should try it out, obviously, in like an exhibition or all-star game. I don't know, an environment or maybe in the G League. Because like, it'd be so exciting. It's like, oh, you're playing the Warriors. Um, you know, going into the fourth quarter, they only have eight three-point attempts left. And like Steph Curry has to figure out how to like distribute that. Yeah, because so. afterwards you can still hit like from beyond three-point range. It would just be count as two, right? Yes, Like exactly. they can still take a shot. It just wouldn't be an extra point. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's a little gimmicky, but if you're looking for an original idea, um, I believe this was asked, but I guess it was asked, uh, they asked me to, do you or Alex Cook? Um, signature dishes it was great to hear about the stuff that you cook no man i'm um, uber eats all the way um what? next question oh, no, um, hold on hold on hold on yeah what's up man you 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 37 man yeah what if you had to cook what would you cook i'll go get a steak and, i'll get a steak long. and cook it medium rare and i'll make some potatoes on the side yeah. that's it <laughs> no but actually yeah. do you know how to no, make man. any chinese food yeah like fried rice and stuff yeah like fried okay. rice nothing crazy right. though no, okay, cook. but like if if like let's say you know uh, if it came to it, I had to cook. Like, like I'd cook. Yeah. Like okay, okay, cook. okay. 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 Good. 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 I, 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 I genuinely a... got the impression from Lee Ben that he he might die. Like well, yeah, Lee Ben's just on another level, man. Like yeah, it's... but he's also twenty two, so I get it. Yeah, they like poured gravy on him when he came out the womb, man. It's like he's, like, I don't, I don't like, know what else, I don't know what else to say, man. That's how he got baptized. He oh. came out as a cheese curd. Oh my god, man. the curd groat. Um, oh, 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 this was asked already. Is there one change or tweak you made in your work habits that helped you the most? Uh, I thought Lee Ben's answer was really good. It's just like doing the work when it works for you, like if it's uh, mm-hmm. at any time. Um, so. Yeah, don't work uphill. It, it, whenever possible, don't work uphill. Right. Like, right, do right, the things right. that you actually want to do. Your time yeah. is very valuable. Even yeah, if you're but not you also you got you also got to get in a position in your career to be able to have that privilege. Yeah, that's true. That so, is true. So, but, so um, you know, for early on in my career, you know, I said yes to everything, did a lot of stuff, and now blessed to kind of just pick and choose and do the things that interest me um let's see what else tell us a story about how you got the show on sportsnet so we didn't get the show on sportsnet uh we were working with our boss dan toman who was the boss at yahoo sports uh canada and then he took an opportunity here uh running uh fan 590 and he brought us over and that's the whole story do we miss anything? that's yeah that's most of the story i mean not to say that like we were just given the positions like i think there was like, oh yeah, yeah for a sure. space that they wanted to fill um sure. you know they think they i think they wanted to invest more in raptors content which i think we've seen across the board mm-hmm. at sportsnet again these are not conversations that i'm really privy to but like just my general impression as someone who works there but also as someone uh who is a voracious consumer of raptor content like you know you've seen alvin on the broadcast you see amy on the broadcast you're starting to see like you know, the two of us got hired, Blake got added too. It's just like there was a real investment in, in in Raptor coverage to supplement what was already very strong there in the first place. And so they wanted to start like the daily show and our thing made sense because we actually had a lot of track record of A, bringing an audience and B, being able to deliver like consistently at that level. Maybe we didn't do it daily, but essentially I was putting out content that was close to daily anyway. So it wasn't that big of a jump. 
And um, yeah, you know, connections also matter. Not to say that again, that uh, we got the job because of connections, but um, you know, I do wonder if we could have gotten the job without it. Yeah, I know that's a whole other interesting conversation, um, which, you know, we'll discuss another time. Um, but yeah, no, I think a great, great PR read there about Sportsnet's, uh, you know, expanding. I don't know if that was a PR basketball. read. Cause that's how I genuinely feel. Come no, on, it man. is. It is. <laughs> Why are you so hurt, man? This guy's really turning 30, man. This guy catching feelings now. <laughs> No, just <laughs> he's like, on, take my thoughts seriously, yo. Are you no, dying, take, man? You take take the job well. seriously, please. <laughs> yo, please you don't sound well seriously. right now, man. <laughs> like, can you take a quick temperature check? <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I'm good. This room oh, is very man. hot, though. I've been steady flowing, man. Um, mm. so in an alternate universe, you are the host of How Hungry Are You? Who is your first guest, and what are you making them eat? Uh, Thanasis Atantacumpo. Let's split this beef penis pizza, baby. Yeah. Why are you all making beef penis pizzas, man? Stop, man. Listen, as I've mentioned many times, leave, the, I, leave I, these cows alone. Man. I ate, I ate the beef penis pizza, and it was great. So, oh, that's right, that you back. actually had some. Yeah, yeah, I you were some. like in the room, like with with those guys. Yeah, yeah, I believe wow. I've been, uh, I've been contacted to potentially return to the show, but we'll see. What oh. Happens. Wow. We'll see what happens. We'll <laughs> Other contract negotiations. Yeah, yeah, on the one. one at a time. One at a time. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, this, guy, this guy, Bobby Webster, man. This guy kind of <laughs> to his own cap. Um, uh, best or or worst nickname that you and Alex have ever had? Do you do you have any nicknames growing up? Okay, so best nickname is for some reason when I was entering grade nine. Um, yeah. So uh, I was going into the gifted program in grade nine. The gifted program starts from grade three. So a lot of kids had like known each other and had gone into the same groups at, 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 at like junior school, then middle school, then going to high school. So most of them already knew each other. Mm-hmm. But I was coming in fresh from a different school, just entering the program. And so they were like, you know. I could tell right away that they already knew each other. So I was like, I'm going to make up a nickname and make up a persona, um, which is a weird thing that some teenagers do. Obviously I outgrew this period, but like, um, yeah, I just told people my name was Chan man. And uh, people really, (laughs) I'm serious, man. Don't ban the Chan man. Hold on, man. Yeah, no, I just told people my name was Chan Chan man. And people really called me Chan man. Yeah. But what is even Chan man? This sounds like a slur, man. Okay. No, it sounds like, (laughs) I guess you're right. It does kind of sound like a slur. No, I mean, like it's, it's a conceivable name. Like there's an actual, like you could be a Chinese person named Chan man. Like there's not, it's a a very possible groaning like Orrin Weisfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just called myself Chan man. I don't know. I, I, I made my profile photo on Facebook at that time uh a picture of jackie chan so you know holy man this man been leaning into stereotypes heavy yeah it was actually it was actually the cover of it was actually rush hour one i think oh my god man who are you um by the way i I just looked this up there is a that's a person named chan man who is a footballer he he plays in macau and he oh no he's from macau he plays in uh benfica Okay, he should oh, but change his the name. Macau. Okay, that's different. Okay, change his, he should change his name. Um, Why? That's so, his name. Oh my god, man! It's like if I call myself Wong Man. Like, like what? <laughs> no, but I mean, what? At least that's your name. Like, oh my god! So you were created man. a whole other. So you're a yeah, Chan no, man. literally Chan Man. That's okay. my best nickname. Worst nickname. I don't know, like William Hung. That, that was a bad period for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It always gets dark when you bring up William Hung. Um, yo, for a time, yeah. no joke. People, people, you know, when I was on the Grade Nine basketball team, people just referred to me as Clutch because um, I was just like, as what? Player. Clutch. 
Like people, people used call to just you call, clutch. They used to just nah, call you me tell me you're the original clutch sports. No, no, they used to call me clutch. Uh, with a C with a or C. the K, man. With a C. Okay, uh, wow. Worst nickname is uh, when a when a media member called me Jeremy Lin. Uh, that's the worst nickname that I've ever Damn. had. One what, day. What, what, what One about day. When people called you Willu. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, given your given your steady rise, I actually don't mind that. Um, oh, okay. So so that one's fine. Um, I guess I guess Stephen LeBron is another nickname. Um, another uh, question yeah, that's from your Chan Man. Your Chan Man is Stephen LeBron. Yeah, well, so. it doesn't sound like Chan Man when I say it. Um, yeah. So, next question from Maddie. I don't know if you remember Maddie. We met her at a Blue Jays game early this year because you're oh, yeah, and, yeah, you, yeah. and you don't remember. remember anybody. No, I remember um, Maddie's yeah. big Gary Trent Jr. fan. Yeah, um, yep. um, a diehard Blue Jays fan, and, and she wanted to know. Uh, what would you and Alex order at Starbucks? A uh, very important question. Um, so my order is the ice matcha latte. Um, you know, probably a venti. Uh, you know, on a hot summer day, and that's actually an order. My, one of my go-to orders. Uh, before yeah, no, you've, I go we've to seen you drink it on air like hundreds yeah. of times. Well, not hundreds, dozens of times. Yeah. What say. about you? What about you? Yeah. I don't go to Starbucks that often, to be oh, honest. Sorry, but like, sorry, man. No, yeah. I'm just, yeah. you know, look, listen, I, I, I have a, a whole coffee grinding set up at home with an espresso machine, yeah. something like oh, okay. maker, something okay. that use a French press. I like to switch it up a little bit, you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, probably just like a tall blonde. What are what are those things called? Like, why are the, why know, is the, why guy, the cup <laughs> name so specific? Like, who, this guy's like, get me the get me the Pike place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a, a pike, tall pike. Yeah, that's, that doesn't sound like coffee. Uh, tall anyway. pike here, one tall pike for the Chan man. Do we have Chan man? <laughs> Yo, here? honestly, next time I go to Starbucks, I'm <laughs> tell telling them them my name Chan is, man. Well, tell them I'm Chan man. Nah, Chan I just want to hear them say it, man. I cannot believe you had a Chan man era, man. Nah, Chan man is crazy. Why did I expose this last time when Lee Van said he's the franchise? Yo, this is insane. No, we got yeah. clutch franchise and Chan Man. This is <laughs> just the truth. Yo, I'm no, I'm rebranding to Smacks Milk, man. Oh man. Oh. Anyways, uh, anyways, yeah. I also like just all the summer drinks at Starbucks. I know people Starbucks haters, man. I'm, I'm you know, no, I'm, I'm not a Starbucks eat. hater, but like you know, I, I'm, I'm I just drink coffee shop. at home. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the barbershop when it comes to coffee, man. It's all equal opportunity. Wow. Um, shouts to Aroma for saving me on that day when there was a power outage. Um, so. Um, oh, this was already asked. A favorite meal growing up. I just wanted to add. Uh, I love the. I used to eat this like uh, breakfast dish. It was just curry fish balls with like rice noodles um, that my parents used to always buy me from like the supermarket close to where I grew up in Hong Kong. So that was you eating curry fish balls for breakfast. Yeah, man, it's like a thing. Um, yeah. No, Cantonese people are different, man. Oh yeah, we're definitely legitimately different. different. We don't. To be honest, though, like Chinese breakfast foods, elite. Oh yeah, I'm sick and tired of breakfast foods that are like sweet. Like, why are you beginning your day with sugar? What's wrong with you? Like, have some control. <laughs> like, get. Yo, I gotta. Safer, say, I gotta say though, that Chinese bakery donut hits hits nice in the morning though. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's if, fine. If you that's want fine. something but sweet, I, I just like actually, even the concept yeah. of pancakes, for example. Like, I, I don't even mind pancakes. I make pancakes. You know, it's yeah one of my go to breakfast uh, items if I'm gonna make it at home on a weekend or something. But like, yeah, it's just weird to begin your day with something sweet to me. Damn. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's a that's really picky um so yeah. let's see we've got i mean you wouldn't eat a sweet dinner like every other meal is like savory so why is breakfast i could have savory? a giant dessert for dinner 
That's what's wrong like, with you, man? Why? Like, why not? Also, why do people like? What's the appeal of uh, breakfast? You know, this is this is an actual question. I would love responses to on the email info at stevenlebron.com. Why do a lot of people here, let's say Canadians and Americans, like all day breakfast? Why what not? is the appeal of all day? I love, what is the appeal of once all again, day breakfast? I love having breakfast at night. It's just like sometimes you Why? feel like having like eggs, sausage, bacon, and toast. And, you know, not all of us wake up until, you know, some of us don't wake up until no, noon. I, I get that. I get like, oh, yeah, you you know, it's like a brunch kind of situation or you wake up late. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's a nice breakfast. But I mean, like people who like like, oh, Today at dinner, it's breakfast time. You know, like we're going to have dinner for breakfast or breakfast for dinner kind of thing. Oh, I'm, that, I'm that's so up. confusing to me, man. Like oh, so I remember you, when we were okay. at Yahoo, like they used to have like the catered lunches and stuff. And oh, like, yeah, I know. 90, I was there, bro. I was, bro, that was a, what, a, what a time. Honestly, what an era. But like 90% of the time, it was like regular food. And then Yo, sometimes it'll be like no, breakfast. Yeah, I hear you. It's like a breakfast for day for lunch. And I'm, yeah. I, I would always just like go get sushi or something like somewhere else. Because I'm, so to recap, know. you only eat breakfast in the morning. Y- uh, yes. that's No sweets. No sweets to start or end the day like for breakfast or dinner. Ending the day. I mean, like if you have like a dessert, it's fine. But like your main dinner can't be something sweet. Need you name one dinner item that's like that's sweet. Pancakes. That's not dessert. Syrup. Pancakes it's with not, syrup. No, that's a breakfast item, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, anyway. That's, that's that's just a general food item. I don't know, man. Well. Yeah, I no, guess. I, I, need, is, I need responses. What is the appeal of breakfast for dinner? Yeah, I don't need responses. Don't send them. Okay. All but right. just well, send, them. send them. Send them. We need the content. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I, I didn't know you were picky like that. That's very picky. That's yeah. not picky. That just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you... No. So no, if I'm your friends if your friends wanted to go out for dinner, they pick like an all day breakfast thing. Like, would you fundamentally reject it? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, of, of course. Hmm. No, that's um, that's interesting. Damn. Damn. The Chan Man has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, this, I guy, have. this guy's doing a no, pan you're, you're Oh my god! Are you, you kidding me? This this is going to run into twenty twenty three. This is this is this is worse than what I told you about Hustle Man Chap. <laughs> oh my god! We got to leak that one. No, nothing is worse than that. Go listen to Stephen LeBron Radio. <laughs> Woo! So we got Instagram questions coming up, um, but it. you know, since we're talking about bits right now, just just real quickly. So I think we got asked like a few times because like oh we had running jokes about Utah Watanabe, um, you know, you going for ramen with him. Um, yeah. Like what our new bits are gonna be. Um, so, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know. So, so, you know, I think this Chan Man thing is going to get some play. Um, but like, <sighs> we're going to have to actually explain it back on air because once again, this is, um, these two months of pods are, are purely underground and yeah, the no on air audience is going to, yeah, we're basically going to go on air when we go back on air. Um, you know, fingers crossed. I would love to be back, you know, love this organization. I'm um, so sick of you, bro. <laughs> just, honestly, it's a little tiring. Um, but like. Like when when we're back on air, like we're gonna just pretend the banter pod never happened, but we'll like occasionally drop like insider references to it for the old yeah. heads, you know. Right. Like yeah. well, I'll make a quick bamboo leaf reference, you know. I'll talk about mm. doing chores, and then we'll have to explain Chan Man to the general audience. Yeah. Because again, like the the trucker in Alberta who's delivering yeah. oil. 
to the yeah, who's, prairies is who's delivering probably going to be my, very annoyed that uh, yeah, my eBay package. This. Yeah, who's delivering my, my seven eBay packages. Um, Why would they deliver it through Alberta? They just fly it there. Um, you never right, know these know. days. Anyway, yeah, you're, but you're anyways, right. so Chan Man is your, you know, that's one bit we can definitely work. Um, who, who should we be thirsty for this year? Nick Nurse still, like in terms of the one guest? Still, you Nick? know what? We're gonna aim a little higher. I mean, I mean, no offense. I, I very much don't like man. to get Nick. You want We're the big get man. Nick? No, we want, want the, the big, big man. man. We want we want we want Masai on the pod. Big man versus Chan man. That oh, is God. going to <laughs> no, be boss epic. man versus Chan man. It's crazy. <laughs> yo, yo, Chan oh, man. Yo, Chan man. Chan man. We can win two more. Uh, <laughs> that's me running oh, around oh, the sports set office. Now, why did I tell you this, man? No, it's uh, incredible, uh, man. All, all, um, all my high school friends actually know this reference too. So yeah. Yeah, so um, I think my new bit, um, I don't know how serious I am about this, but I, I think I want to get a tattoo at some point. Really? Um, yeah. I've so you don't have any tattoo tattoos? I have no tattoos, no earrings, um, n- n- none of that stuff. Wow. Um, but Just I, a virgin I body. <laughs> what a thing long and hard. <laughs> the grout is here. Uh, so I want to oh, think God. long and hard about um like what that tattoo would be because like it's got to be like proper um and obviously so, like okay. what, what, what the placement would tattoo? be i'm thinking something uncut gems but like i have to think very carefully like it's got to age uncut like gems tattoo. yeah it's got to age okay so like what I'm if not, it's I'm, just a, a silhouette of adam sandler sitting back with the glasses shining yeah the, i think that'd be kind of cool yeah, I think that'd be kind of. I, I I just also have to consider how well it ages. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like when I'm when I'm fifty, like I'm gonna be sitting with this tattoo. Like it's only so. like ten years from now. So, oh, goodness, you don't oh, think I could just be relevant for ten years? No, it's um, just you know, it's there's long term considerations to these things. Okay, all right, so. interesting. What what what's driven your uh, what's spurred your interest in uh, getting a tattoo this late in life? Um, absolutely nothing. It's kind of like boredom. Oh, I was just, just thinking bored, about it in bored. Montreal and I kind of just wrote it down. Yeah. So wow. I was like, oh, I should get a tattoo. Like I, I wouldn't want it to be like prominently displayed somewhere. Mm. Like it'd be. I Where would you get the tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's question. what I got to think about. Maybe on my, uh, maybe on my calves or something, but that's, I don't know. We'll, we'll think Damn, about it. That's, that's the most prominent feature you got, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, if you got a tattoo, that's a Chan man on your head. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I was in grade nine, that's essentially what happened. You know what? We got to see if Mitchell and Ness is down to embroider these Chan Man hats. Um, That's enough. That's (laughs) (laughs) all right. On to the Instagram questions. First question from Jerry. Once again, couldn't get to all of them. Really appreciate everybody for sending them in. Oh, Um, we didn't even get to the rest of the Twitter questions, man. There's a couple. Oh, did I miss? Okay, tell me. Tell me. Those are the ones I screenshotted. Sorry. This one I wanted to hear your answer from. This is from S. Uh, What's your deepest fear? Oh, you want real, man? You want real right now? Honestly, um, my parents okay. passing away, man. I can't think about. Oh. I, I sometimes think about, you know, just life without my parents. Like I've seen, I, I've seen the way my parents, you know, how much they miss their parents, you know, my grandparents, um, and, and things of that nature. And you know, it's really pushed me to to just try as much as I can to spend really quality time, um, you know, with both of my parents. Um, you know, wow. I think, I think, you know, even from a young age, I've always just, I don't know, man, like, I don't think about death a lot, but it's something that like, you know, you think about, you think about your mortality, you think about your time in this space. And, um, yeah, no, if, if you want a real answer straight up, that's my, that's, that's, that's my biggest fear. Just, yeah, um, you know, living a... this life and, and, you know, it's going to, you know, the time's going to come and, you know, that's going to be a phase of your life. And, and, you know, it's, um, you know, just seeing people grow old, you know, it's tough for me. It's tough for me, man. Straight up. 
yeah i've um now you mentioned this i've been very blessed in my life um mm-hmm. very few people that i've crossed paths with in my life has passed away like all my right. relatives are surviving that i've known and that i met yeah um uh, which is great obviously knock on wood but like yeah no i it, it is it is very terrifying the, the thought of like something that you've had in your life um especially something so fundamental as your parents like passing away and what that would mean for you as a person after that like to to carry on their legacy a family legacy and keeping them alive through um the traits that you impart onto the other people around you so yeah, yeah no straight up yeah straight up man only real talk right here man yeah. all right um another uh Pressing question that we didn't get to. Yeah. A hard transition. Why does future look like Meryl Streep? <laughs> <laughs> so from your from 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 parents passing to to future yeah. of Meryl Streep. Um, this- I don't really have an answer for this, but like you know, I was recently bumping the new uh, album from the game, and you know, there's a great track on there with Pusha T and Wait, Two Chains. And, the new um, album from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's called Drillmatic. Um, and um, like you know, like the, the G Unit, the game. Yes, the game. He he wow. he always has he great done. production. He always has great production. What's um, always so since two thousand and three? Definitely worth a spin. Wow! And okay. um, I just want to say, you know, this is like the Shaquille O'Neal to Christian uh, Wood meme. Like, I apologize, I was not familiar with your work. Um, I have to apologize to Two Chains because, like, I've never really gotten into Two Chains. Oh, Two Chains is great. Yeah, and, and and this man just has just an immaculate flow. Mm-hmm. And he actually reminds me of Cameron a little bit with just some of the mm. one-liners and bars that he has. So, um, you know, uh, Ennis, uh, once again, my best friend Ennis has put me on to, to some 2 chains tracks. And he's got an album, I believe, called Rap or Go to the League, which is a hard album title. Mm. Um, so so I've been I'm, I'm very late on, on 2 chains, um, And so I'm making up for lost time. So that doesn't answer the question, but uh, that's what I got for you. Okay. Uh, great suggestion. I've looked this up now. Um, this is apparently a thing. Um, side by side, certain angles, you can see it. I think it's the high cheekbones. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm gonna leave this to the chan, man. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm down for anything on the banter pod, but I got nothing for this future versus oh, okay, male troop situation. Fair. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, I'm awaiting a more detailed conversation of nope. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. Like, I watch a lot of TV and movies, but like, listen, man. Like, I'm not a critic. Like, I, I don't okay. think, I don't think I can provide that much. I will say, I think it was, I think, I think, I think the the thing that Jordan Peele is doing is really special. Is that you know he's making movies into events, and it's really hard right now outside of like Marvel Cinematic Universe or like billion mm-hmm. dollar franchises for people to actually get excited about going to watch a movie. Um, yeah. Like I know we hyped up like everything everywhere all at once uh, so much. But that but, deserved like, I, it though. Like come yeah, on, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I thought of that, and then I think of Nope. Like there's so few of these instances now. Like I'm I'm old enough to remember growing up. It's like every Friday. Like there was just a big movie and every Tuesday was a big music release and people used to get excited about it. Um, so I don't know, man. I think Nope had a lot of good like social commentary embedded in there, uh, to mm-hmm. be honest, about like just clout chasing and the way that we interact with content. Yeah, um, and, and he, yeah. yeah and he also made, made a really great just like kind of a family story. Um, and also pointed out kind of, you know, I think like hypocrisies in Hollywood, like minorities in the entertainment space and things like that. And on top of it, he made it like a great just horror movie. Like those scenes with the monkey. Yo, those were scary as hell. Um, okay. Like they messed That's my me only up. beef with the movie. Because okay. I, I liked all the other elements. I, I liked the, the commentary elements. I liked yeah. the, um, the, the way it was designed. Uh, the acting I thought was very strong. I yeah. thought um, it was obviously very beautiful. 
um i like the, the kind of like i feel like an i spy element to it you know when you used to play the i spy books i guess you don't play with books but like when you know i spy no, you no, like no. got the books from the library you flipped it around and then you're like look for three um jumping jacks or something in the, in right. the picture right that's kind of how it felt in this movie like you really wanted to like deconstruct and like think about the little elements and the little references mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. which i actually appreciate i feel like he's done that a couple times now with um with us and also with uh, get out um but to me that was the only thing it was just like i didn't feel scared i didn't feel genuinely scared in the way i felt like in us or in Get okay out. like I, I don't know but just even the monkey thing i'm like yeah okay this monkey's beating up some people like cool nah but the way they did it kind of like off camera too like you only see the sure, blood yeah. and you have to like picture like the bludgeoning that's happening um no but i'm totally with you um but yeah no I, i'm not a critic man like just you know yeah I don't want to be an amateur critic. Stick to what I know, which is basketball, because I'm so opinionated in that space. Okay, no, right. like like I said, man, I love Nope. Like I think that's my favorite. Yeah, no, movie it was. Out I really enjoyed it too, especially yeah. when I watched it as Ben No. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like you're like <laughs> un un ticket to a uh, la Joker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot to mention it in Montreal uh, on the first day. Um, I think I was either at a coffee shop or a convenience store, and I said "gracias" instead of "mercy." Book. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I just wanted to melt and disappear. Man. I don't know what it is, man. French uh, and Spanish are like a little bit too similar. To it's because Spanish is like I guess the language that I speak the most. Like I was in Cancun, like I went to Mexico City a couple of years ago, so that's kind of like mm. the go-to like other language. Wow. So it just kind of slipped my mind. But how much Spanish yeah. do you speak? Not like nothing like oh, okay All right. yeah like cerveza i don't know man um <laughs> you just say words you know what? i actually kind of appreciate that if you really only know like verbs and nouns yeah you can at least get your point across like of course like yeah you're supposed to conjugate you're supposed to like yeah. you know, use all the grammar and stuff like that but like yeah if you just say cerveza or like los Banos, like people would be like oh yeah yeah you, you know like you yeah you know, like, for. i told them a few times i mean you know this like montreal is very english uh speaking friendly um you know i did have some someone on the street um kind of stop me and just ask me for directions and in french and i had to be like uh je ne parlais la français and oh. i think they i think they thought <laughs> no it's tough man <laughs> no listen. Tough. listen listen listen, oh, listen, listen. once again just incompetent but like uh, why did you just pretend is, you only speak to, you're like oh, no, no, no but it came off even worse because i think it came off like i actually knew how to speak french and i was just being rude I don't think anyone heard you no, say no, that. No, 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 no. It was giving me that look, man. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. Chinatown's that way. You see that gate? Um, but like, yeah. So anyways, well, I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Nope. Shouts to Nope. Shouts to you attempting to watch it in French. That was um, tough, man. The Chan Man strikes again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're going to make a comic book. You know, like in The Simpsons, it's like Radioactive Man. You're uh, going to be the Chan Man. Please. His special ability is uh, <laughs> speaking Chinese and Cantonese. His special ability is talking about the raptors. Um, oh, and he, God. Yo, and his kryptonite is eating sweets for breakfast. Um, okay, so for any artist who is not actually currently working for us. Uh, Are there know, any artists? Uh, out there that are not currently employed if you want to illustrate the chan man comic book uh once again uh we have landed on a gold mine uh are mm. those all the twitter questions we're heading towards those are, i mean there are basketball ones but i mean yeah we're, we're nope, past that no basketball today uh so 
Next up, we're going to get into uh, people sending in the Instagram questions. Once again, couldn't get to all of them. Uh, honestly, no rhyme or reason for, for you know, why some of the questions aren't included. I think most of them have to do with like Endo roster spots, uh, dim sum spots. Wait, here's the thing. Yeah. How much do people care about the Endo roster spot? I know it's like it's the thing that's like most variable, that's most subject to change. So like I understand that. But like people have to like even last year when we had like an end of roster spot conversation, we talked about this a few times, right? And it was like, oh, yeah, Isak Bonga got the last roster spot. Did you even see one Isak Bonga moment? Did you remember one Isak Bonga play? Like, you know, all like this. I'm not saying that, like, these guys are um, Isak Bonga level because I think they're probably better. But ultimately, like, that's the level of importance. So it's like it feels I don't know. It's like in the offseason, we get so desperate for content that we, like, hang on to the only things that we have. And yes, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, my, I guess it's just, my like, it's just like schedule release or like, you yeah. know, who's going to make the rosters or that. And I'm like, yeah, no, there's just not cool, much out not- there. So, so you got to scrape a little bit, but you know, my thing yeah. is just that I think it's a worthy discussion. It's just not right now. Like you, you have to get to the preseason um, in order to see these and a roster guys. Just, like, but just because it's a question doesn't mean I need the answer. No, I think that's, yeah, fair, that's but- another Pascal caption. Yeah, no, that's that's messed up, man. The Chan Man strikes again. Um, right, so, man. first question, um, Alex, can you raise your mic level or speak <laughs> at the same volume as Will? Uh, yeah, I'll try my best. That's, that's uh, more on producer. That's that's more on the producer, to be honest. That's not yeah. our fault. Yeah, yeah. Just raise so, the levels, man. Apologies, Jerry. Um, get the get the Overcast uh, app and listen to pause. They they level this stuff out for you um so oh word that's yeah, pretty yeah, sick yeah 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 it actually they they have like some kind of function where they level it out so that's my recommendation uh next up herbie coon interview please yeah herbie's one person that we definitely should get on you know we got to know mm-hmm. if he wants to beat us up uh first he um, should fight us based on all the jokes should, that we made we but like they're all like fun-hearted too, man. ones man. we show everything that we do is fun-hearted you know can we get it, him to it, read off like the slovenian national team roster yeah, well, this is like, where we always go off the rails because we just want him to come on and read. I was going to give him just names of European actors and he had to intro them like they're <laughs> NBA players. <Yeah>. Timothy! <laughs> Shamale! Um, Shamalala! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Your boy! <laughs> um, uh, so, salute to Herbie. This is what we got to do at CCY next year. Actually, no, Clement Chu, if you're still listening, man, we, we got to be in the game next year. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the Herbie Coon Asian run was a tryout essentially. Yeah, but like you know, Herbie Coon interview. Yeah, I would love to make that happen. I would love yeah, to make same. that happen. You know, he's yeah. the OG, so definitely OG. there. Uh, next up, what is uh, what's on your bucket list in terms of destinations you want to go to, um, and activities? I mean. Um. Yeah, I was thinking about What's this. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I've done a lot of traveling, especially uh, when I was married. Like, I did a lot of trips to Europe, Prague, Berlin, parts of Italy, Spain. Um, mm. Went to Amsterdam. Also did trips to like Iceland. I guess like Australia is a place that I like to go to. Um, okay. All right. Probably have to do like an Australia and then like a Hong Kong combo. A lot of places in Asia too. I mean, I visited Japan a couple of times. Um, you know, I had to cancel a Korea trip. Korea is definitely a place I still want to go to. Even like Vietnam, I love to check out. Um, mm. I love to do just a group Asian trip just with some friends and maybe even go back to Italy too and do like a local trip with like, you know, Joe Cash. Um, you know, because he's oh, been yeah. talking about going back and visiting us at Calabria. Yeah, no, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in terms of the destinations, I mean, there's still spots I want to check out. And I don't know, Will, you always go to cool places for vacation too. So I'm sure you have like spots in mind. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I want to go to like I'm a big history buff, so yeah. I, I like to go to like the places that have uh, a lot of like historical connections. So like for me, um, I'd love to go to like Egypt, you know, see Cairo, see Alexandria. Um, I'm going to Turkey. I'm very excited to go to Istanbul and just sort of see the history around there. Yeah, leave me stranded uh, for preseason. Yeah. What other what other portions of the uh, former Roman Empire? Hmm. Um, I guess I guess yeah, obviously. I mean, the, the the Mediterranean, just pretty much both sides of the coast, you know, like I would love to go to like um, see Gibraltar, see Casablanca, see Marrakesh, you know, places like that, but also on the European side as well. Um, in Asia, honestly, really want to see uh, like like Xi'an, um, you know, sort of a gateway to towards the West, Lanzhou, that whole area. Mm. Um Honestly, I've really want. I've been curious about Central Asia lately. Just like, okay. just so people don't really know like much of what's gone on there and the history of like the history of like Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan or or, or Kyrgyzstan or some like places like that. And I'm, I'm I'm I guess they're not talked about in tourist kind of terms. Um, maybe there isn't the same kind of tourism industries, but hmm. you know that looks cool. I've seen a lot of videos of Pakistan of like in the mountains that look really really beautiful. Um. You know, so but I mean, like, I'm very open to going pretty much wherever. Um, where else would I love to go? Um, probably Bali. You know, it just seems nice. Damn, I, honestly, like yeah. in, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, like that'd be kind of a cool trip as well. Kuala yeah. Lumpur, you know. Yeah, no, uh, there's, a, there's no, there's a lot of spots, especially in Asia. Like, I love to do one of those big, big Asia trips, and and to be honest, like. I don't know, man. I was kind of bummed out about that Korea thing. Um, yeah. But traveling. Why you going, man? What happened? No, I mean, like, I contracted the novel uh, coronavirus. And then my friend did tell me, um, and I was supposed to fly there, like, two weeks after. And my friend told me that, like, a lot of people going there have still tested positive because they require a PCR test there. So you still test right, positive right, within right. three months. And so then I would have had to, like, quarantine for, like, first seven days. And I was planning on being there for, like, two and a half weeks and i just didn't want to take the risk i just want to go when it's like you know i don't know whatever the word is like it feels just safer and easier to go mm. um but I'm, I'm i'm more on the cautious side all the time like i could have yeah. gone i probably i could have gone to new york like last year and stuff but um i just i need to be a good peace of mind when i'm traveling and stuff right. and i felt like i was in a good space in montreal so um no montreal's I'm, chill. Yeah, no very i'm very chill. Re- reinvigorated from uh from montreal but yeah no those are great places man i think yeah i i, I want to check out like turks and caicos too man just like do one of those oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. resort trips because you know i love my resort trips and like um you know maybe level up and go to like a really nice spot um and then see what that's really like so i mean it's just it's um, just water and hot water. yeah but you know um like snobby people like me will will, will tell you there's a difference yeah fair even enough. though okay. even though there isn't um next up try to limit these but i guess this one made it through uh favorite scarborough spot um favorite scarborough spot will i don't i don't, I don't go eat that often in scarborough because like I yeah don't really i feel like you, you are there yeah samu barbecue federicks um trying to think of other ones but those are the main ones for me but no scarborough is scarborough is undefeated man with the food yeah um, no I, I mean maybe i just got to go to scarborough more often yeah, but I used to go like every weekend with my parents. We ate at a whole bunch of places. I don't really remember fully like all the names now. At the top sure. of my head. Yeah, yeah. Um. And yeah, now I'm like, yeah, I kind of miss it. Chinese you restaurants know? also I, don't, I don't do have a, a great job to go out there anymore. Yeah, Chinese restaurants also don't do a good job with their names. Like they're always very hard to remember. 
Um, kind of, yeah. I, 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 mean, I mean, but that's a that's a cop out, though. No, but also there's like a huge discrepancy sometimes between the Chinese name and the English name. Like my dad kept telling me about this restaurant yesterday that we were going to mm. go for Peking Duck last night. And I was like, cool, this is a new restaurant. I drive there. It's Asian legend. Um, oh, so. yeah. Salute to Asian legend. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't care that it's a chain. Asian legend is elite no matter where you go. Oh, shout out to Asian legend. We still got to hit shout up Kanji, Kanji Queen, Queen, you know? Yeah. yeah. We saw, shout yeah. out to Kanji Queen, man. Um. Yeah. That's going to be our first. Deal, we're going to celebrate a kanji queen. First meal back, baby. First meal back. Um, so, no, you know what? Let's go to Cactus Club one time. Um, okay. For content? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Chan Man. Two for Chan Man. Uh, 9 p.m. reservation. God, um, they're going to put us at a table or like at the bar or something, man. They're, <laughs> they're going to try to hide like, the poor people. <laughs> like, here's the kitchen. Um, what would you rather have? A 40-inch vertical or 40-foot shooting range? I would want the 40-foot shooting range. Uh, yeah, same. Of course. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. To be able to just pull up? Goodness. You got to yeah. admit, I mean, I know you don't have much experience beyond the arc, but, like, no better feeling than hitting a three, man. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding like, me? Okay, it's, it's worth more points, first off. that's Okay, rank, rank the, in terms, yeah. In terms of pickup, rank your three most, like, satisfying plays. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta admit, like being able to like do stuff in the post, whether that's like hitting a turnaround jumper or like just getting your man off balance. You got that little sweeping hook. I seen you. I seen you. I seen yeah, you doing a I, soft, soft launch of that move recently, I, man. I have like it's. I'm shooting it soft, but the touch is still not good enough where it hits consistently. Right. But that's the shot for me where I was like, if I need to get a shot, I'll get into the post. I first off, I shouldn't be generating like offense like that. I should be a supporting player. But if I have to. If I'm playing one-on-one, um, obviously I have like very simple like go to the basket, try to make a layup, or like maybe hit a jumper if they're off of me. But my go-to move probably is the post. And like that sweeping hook is like really, really hard to guard because they're not going to be able to contest most times because I'm I'm pretty tall. So, wow. Um, but I don't have touch on it right now. Yeah, I look like, uh, I mean, unfortunately, I look like Kent Birch on that shot. Mm, mm. I did uh, say that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Kent Birch. Where's Kent Birch Hive? Still no yeah, Kent Birch Hive, even after a call out. Yeah, where's the Emma J. Brown of Kem Birchman? Um, so uh, I posted a photo of. Uh, oh my god! Uh, I Let's posted keep going. a. Let's keep moving. Yeah, on IG when I asked for questions, I posted a photo of myself uh, playing soccer in a Jalen Harris jersey. So I was asked if you could take back one goal you allowed as a football keeper. <laughs> what would it be? Uh, oh, this one actually very hard. Uh, it's a tie between uh, the man chipping uh, the ball over me and uh, the man going five hole on me. So those two okay. were the most offensive. As, as as someone who played keeper quite a bit um, in my life, I would say getting chipped is way worse than getting the goal through the five. Because well, like that happens. Like it's, it's so hard when you have to save a ball on the ground that hit sharply. If they hit it through your legs, it just happens. Like a lot of times when you're when you're coming out as a keeper and you're trying to close down the angle and make yourself big, like you're gonna right. run out as somebody. So it's gonna be very hard for you to like run out and be big while also mm. protecting a nutmeg. So that happens all the time. That's not really that embarrassing. That's a normal thing that happens. Getting chipped sucks, bro. Okay, <laughs> you so got that's, chipped from so far out. So on that's on another net. level. Yeah. No, I was I was so offended. Like I was gonna go into like LeBron twenty eleven finals mode and just call everybody broke and like in the mm. post game press conference. Like it just. Oh, you wait, know, yeah. by the way, I got nutmegged again at, at the run. You remember I got nutmegged? Actually, maybe this is before you, you got there. 
Yeah, oh, okay. so I was doing the thing where someone was trying to bring the ball up and I was trying to pressure the ball and prevent yeah. the fast break. And they were dribbling like very tight to the sideline. Huh. And they did the thing where they literally put the ball between my legs and then ran around me and then got the ball back. Now, it did prevent them from getting the fast break off because they yeah. had to like chase after the ball and it kind of threw off the trajectory. So defensively, the work was, I guess, ultimately accomplished. But again, once you got nutmegged, you lose the rest of the night. So I got nutmegged yeah, again. Yeah, and also like once tough. again, like he's wearing triple XL shorts. Like, no. Okay, how relax. is there room to nut? No, I, I, got, I got the tiny OG shorts out last time, man. Come on. Yeah. No, I miss the lavender, man. That's uh, Those are the <laughs> Chan <laughs> Man ones. <laughs> no, there's the Sandman and the Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, no, man. Uh, chair, uh... Chairman Chan. Um, do you think the guys on Inside the NBA are funny or just sports funny? Uh, Charles Barkley is actually funny. So give him that. Thoughts? Yeah. I think I think I think Shaq is, is funny as well to me. But I you know what's not funny to me is like when they get really broy and like they get really like you know, this guy's really soft kind of thing. It's just like, I'm like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it's not that funny to me. Like, it's not funny when you, but Charles has had like so many great moments, man. And it's making yeah. me think of this great story. Charles Buckley became friends with this like Chinese family a while ago. And then I believe the dad passed away and he helped pay for the funeral. There was this like great story of him just meeting this guy at the bar and they just became friends. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you can have your issues with Charles. I think sometimes he does go off the cuff, say a lot of things, things like that. But it's like, I think overall the entertainment level, I mean, you see it compared to like the ESPN shows, which are just like so forced. And yeah. yeah so like, uh, yeah, I would say Charles is uh does uh, get the rare uh, actual funny tag from me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. He's unintentionally funny, which I feel like is huge. Like yeah, some people who are just funny based on the way they move and operate yeah. is funnier the, to me the, than like that's the Orn, like, that's the Orn Weisfeld. That's the yeah. Orn Weisfeld theory. Yeah. Orn's funny, like not just because like, honestly, I don't even think he tries to be funny. He just is he just comes across as funny. Um I think you have that too. Like you got a natural yeah. ease and you know the, the flat delivery I think is good. Yeah, um, Tom Henry. Shouts to our guy Tom Henry. Obviously, yeah. Tom Henry is very hilarious. Yeah, kind of similar that. deliveries, to be honest. The two of you having a conversation would be very funny, just because you're both like <laughs> at this level. The lines, um, the lines are just flat on the audio. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they're gonna like turn my headphones up. They're like they are up, man. This is just them. They're they're so excited right now that Raptors just won a, tri- a championship again, yeah. and you're just both like, yeah, yeah. Let's go to them some. Like, um, it's like wow, why is Kikuchi in the bullpen? Um, yeah. um. But yeah, I mean, like even like Ronnie Chang, for example, is very funny just based on the way he moves and operates. Yeah, but know? I feel like, um, but I feel like I'm not trying to discredit Ronnie, but I mean, he's a comedian by trade, so like, I guess I do that with Tom too. I give Tom Henry props. Never mind. Yeah, we can include yeah. them. Okay, why? Why is it them. discrediting comedians to say comedians are funny? That's the no. Whole but goal I'm saying like we almost shouldn't include them in the conversation because they're supposed to be funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, okay, yeah, yeah I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. But you know, shouts to Ronnie. Damn. Um, are, are we? Are we? Are we? Here's the thing: we we need the audience to tell us: are we? Yeah. Are we sports funny? I don't. I suspect know. we are. I think you're sports funny, and I'm actually funny. Damn. Yeah. I, and I you're that's true, actually. And you're sports knowledgeable, and I'm just knowledgeable. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's uh, I think that's what I would put us at. Um. Next question: Who's the one player you're gonna curse this season after your Matt Thomas and Jalen Harris? What? Why is this so contentious, man? No, you <laughs> legit cursed Matt Thomas, Jalen Harris, and then Svee. Like you're literally three for three in your. Yo, I wish they were three for three. 
Um, no, but like <laughs> from three. <laughs> no, but like, but like, of course, uh, this is gonna happen if I'm standing people at the end of the roster. Like, if I become a Jeff Downton stand, like it's not looking good. Like, you know what I mean? So you know okay, what? I'm okay. no standing this year. No standing. What? No standing. That's not fun, man. No, it's I gotta start a new angle. I'll find a new angle. No standing. Just Maybe the just Raptors don't have any more white shooters. I guess Jalen Harris wasn't white. But like no, I but think, that was your that was your prototype for a while. Yeah, I've been saying my bit though. My new bit is gonna be I'm just gonna become a Nick Nurse hater. Like every time the Raptors lose, I'm gonna be like, Oh, you sure mm. about that sub that Nick made? Like, are we sure? Do we forget that timeout he called in the finals in game five uh, that stopped the momentum? Yeah, so. It was a use it or lose it situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, he should have lost it. Um, anyways, um, yeah, no, no standing this year as of now. Okay. Um, I mean, Wancho is the obvious one, but I don't want to drive yes, that stuff into bro, the there ground. There you go. Yeah, we do I don't want to drive it into the ground, goes. man. No, man. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Once once people pick up on the jokes, you, you gotta, you know, flip the script. Um um Nav, who I think Navi, who I think works for 905, wants to know over under on how many 905 games you'll attend this season. Honestly, man, you know, it's been established. Like I hate driving, like you know, I hate commuting. Like if, if it wasn't in Mississauga, I would go to 905 games all the time. Hmm. So I don't know about you. What, what about, about the you? games when they play at Scotiabank Arena? Are you there? But they're usually at like 2 p.m. when we're doing our show. Oh, okay. More excuses. Yeah. Oh, no. It's no excuses, man. I, I love mean, to support. Sometimes they play at like 11, you know? Honestly, the I, next time they play Scotiabank at 11 a.m., you and I got to be there. No, for sure. But, you know, I'm producing a show. You just show up at 2. Yeah. So, like, you That's know, fair. I'm busy. I um, think they'll have pretty decent talent down there this year. Like, if Gabe yeah. Brown ultimately goes down, which probably he will, um, Jeff yeah. Downton on a two-way, Ron Harper on a two-way, right. Christian Coloco is anticipated, probably going to play a little bit down there as well. We'll yeah. see. Maybe Delano and, and Malachi, whichever one's not playing, they're probably going to spend some time down there. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of talent to watch just um, from an NBA perspective and also, obviously, the, in addition to the players that they usually have. Because um, yeah. the 9 is also very competitive. That's a nice thing too. It's just like since they've entered existence as a as a uh, expansion team, they've consistently been one of the best teams in the G League. So you're all not only are you going to see uh, players on the rise, um, also for a way of more affordable price, um, right. but you're getting to see like a winning product, which I think actually does matter a lot when I want to go to games. Because if it says Raptors on the front, I want them to win. Hmm. Yeah, no, all um all jokes aside, you know, the, the few times I've had a chance to go to nine oh five, you know, brought my nephews there a few times. Like it's it's always been a great experience. It's an, an affordable experience. Um and it's always just an entertaining product, like you mentioned. Um so no, no, I definitely hmm. um definitely highly recommend it. Who's that white dude from the D- Detroit, um from the Pistons that ended up here? Like the guy that remember Dwayne Casey hyped up, like he's the next Dirk Nowitzki. He was on 905. Oh, Henry Ellenson? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just remembering. He said he had him. shades of Dirk, which I'm like, <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. man. You better mean sunglasses. You better mean he <laughs> so, literally has Dirk sunglasses. You better mean those Oakleys and not Charles Oakley. <laughs> no, but then he was like, uh, I brought my nephews there and, and they're like, where's Pascal? I'm like, there's Henry Ellenson. He's pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> Anyways. Sick, Josh, too, if you're still listening, man, can just get, get get like, you know, I don't know. What's the worst game against Orlando? Get get my nephews a couple tickets, man. Like, like it, they, it would be over. They would be over the moon. They would be Damn. over the moon. Is all That's I'm a saying. big sacrifice by you as a, as a dedicated uncle to, to go to a Orlando Magic game for on behalf of your cousin. Your <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even go for the Raptors show, man. <laughs> 
No, nah, shout out to Orlando, man. Please don't make the play in and be in a playoff series. Um, They're not. Next, don't worry, you're good. Yeah. Uh, what keeps you up at night? I guess we kind of tackled this, did we? Like, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. What stay keeps me up, up at, at night? night? Yeah. Um. When I don't take an edible, it keeps me up at night. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, this is this is more real. T- oh, yeah, first off, yeah. Um. No, but real talk. Like, I feel I got into this weird pattern at the during like the height of covid where you're starting to read so much about like the anti-asian like hate crimes yes that were starting to happen and for some reason i made it a habit of like scrolling a certain list of twitter that i have Mm. where i would like find this news and it was just like so hard to like detach yourself once you get like once you see the stories of like this grandma got robbed or like this person got fallen into an apartment for no reason and was like brutally murdered and it's just like a it was like confusing why is this happening yeah. why is this like why is this so unwelcoming where is this hatred coming from why is it state sanctioned and then you just i got into like a bad cycle and then you saw like the toxic sort of communities sort of like interchanging mm-hmm. in the comments and it was just like it was it was something that genuinely kept me up for a lot so um Aside from that, honestly, probably just like watching Rico Hines runs. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, there's no, a big no. variety. Yeah, I'm either no. looking at anti-Asian crimes or uh, or Rico Hines runs. Yeah, no, I was just super worried about my parents at the time too because you saw same, a lot of old same. people. You know, it was old people that that was being targeted. It's like, you know, obviously don't want it to happen to anybody, but it's like, yo, I can handle myself. Um, you know, if things know, were to go down, no, man, like, I don't care, man. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I should really care um, about things. Um, Samson from Vancouver um, says, more than happy to give you guys a West Coast panda pod worthy food tour. Oh, nice. Eat everything. Once again, somebody just flies out there. Um, And um, he says, assuming no Kevin Durant, who do you think is going to be the next big trade or free agent target for us? That's a good question. Um, Can't think of anybody right now. Maybe like like Jamal Murray eventually when he becomes a free agent okay, or like Canadian Shea, but like Canadians, that's like so yeah. much long. The thing is like free agent targets, like okay, so free agent targets are gonna be difficult. Trade is probably much more likely. Sure. Um you have to look at the list of contracts of like who is um gonna be up for like a new deal and things like that. I don't know. It's hard to say right now specifically. It's a good question. It really is. I do wonder if the Raptor is gonna hit a point because you see how like you know when like the Bucks got Drew Holiday and they gave up all that draft capital, and, and even the Atlanta Hawks like gave up all that draft capital to get Dejounte Murray. Yeah. I wonder if the Raptors are ready to pull one of those trades where you give up the draft capital versus giving up that much off your roster to get the yeah. one guy. I mean, that's a good question. I think for Milwaukee, like they were in a circumstance where they had already hit a ceiling as a team. They're very, yes. very good you know, regular season team, but needed a little bit more, especially at the point guard position. We saw how, if, especially in that Raptor series, uh, the way the Raptors were disrespecting um, Eric Bledsoe by guarding him properly was basically to not guard him. Um, right. And Brogdon was sort of in and out and hurt, so, like, they needed to upgrade there. Plus, Giannis was on the verge of free agency at that point, right? So they wanted to make sure that they could convince him to resign, which they ultimately did, and they won a title. It all worked out. In Atlanta's case, that's more of like a, mm, you know... Yeah, we have Trey under contract, but what's the rest of our roster doing? Let's try to make a trade now and try to like you know push our team. We'll see if that even works, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think too it's just like so much now is like players have to be willing to go to that place for a team to trade for you. So I think it's almost like even though it's a trade, it's also like free agency in a way, um, where 
if the player is not like uh, an inconsequential party in this, which they shouldn't be, by the way, I think players should have some say. And obviously teams should conduct business the way they want to conduct business. But ultimately, if you can respect the player in, in that sense, it's probably best for the overall league and the health of the league. But yeah, it's it's almost like in Fringy where like a player would need to agree to come to your city a lot of the time. And so that gets in the same spot of like, well, can the Raptors get free agents? It's like, can can the Raptors get players who essentially wanted the man trades to Toronto or at least accept trades to Toronto? Um, yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. For for me, I'm I'm just interested to see you know the front office philosophy because we just haven't seen the Raptors, and you know the opportunities probably haven't presented themselves, but we haven't seen the Raptors make those type of trades where they're trading yeah. off so much of their future draft capital, right? And, mm-hmm. and it does feel like maybe the Raptors reach a point this season or next season or in the near future where that's the next logical move for them to, to acquire that extra player that, that can maybe put them over the top or, you know, kind of fill out the roster. So I'd, I'd just be interested when the franchise, when the front office crosses that bridge, if, if that's something that they were willing to do. Yeah, and it's also like I'm curious to, to think about what, threshold of star they would look for because it's not just like any star like for example donovan mitchell's available for trade but i don't think there's like that much like tying the two franchises together the raptors aren't going all in for donovan mitchell because they kind of feel like if even we get them we're probably not gonna win a championship right um Kawhi was a different case for so many different reasons but ultimately fundamentally he was one of the top five players in the nba and he became available in his prime you go make you make that trade happen so i guess kd will be the closest comp to that yeah. Um, and I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking more. I'm thinking more that player that they're gonna get is gonna be in that Drew Holiday, Deshante Murray range. Like it's not that, gonna be a you superstar. Can, you get that player once you have the star already. Like you have the star. Then well, you that's the thing. Team. It's like you know, ideally, Scotty grows into that, and and then you're able to see exactly what you need to to fill that whatever that one thing is on your roster, right? Yeah. Scotty's got to take a couple more steps, man. No, no, we, there's we not going to a lot of expectations on him right now. It's man. not going to all happen this year. Let's 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 you know, please. Not, it might not even happen all in the next five years. You know, yeah, like please. He, doubt, there's a lot yeah. of more steps he's got to take. That's all. Yeah, take take a look at like Jason Tatum. You know, all these years he's still just Paul George. Um, yeah. so, um, let's see what else is next. Uh, which Raptors broadcast ad is burned into your memory forever? Primo Pasta. Primo Pasta. Yeah, that's an all timer, man. Yeah, those peanut butter sandwich like, ones now are starting to get burned into my memories. Yeah. Um. What else? I don't really like the Sun Life ones. Oh, you know, okay. where Pascal is that and them Scotty just skipping like and hopping? Yeah, 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 because they don't feel they feel so artificially forced. Yeah. Once again, brands um, hit me up, man. You want actual funny stuff? I got you for a price. The GoDaddy commercials. Oh yeah, they were cool. They were cool. Yeah. There's also that one where there's a guy that looks like you. He's like eating ramen with a. <laughs> That's cat. not me, man. <laughs> He's with a dog, first off. Yeah, it's a. T- I'm pro cat. That's how you know. That's how you can tell the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the main ones. And uh, and uh, he also said, "What does a bank like BMO actually know about basketball?" That's yeah, another one, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who came can... up with the script for that ad? I just want to talk. Like, what was the thought process yeah, behind yeah. it? Also, CEOs, man, reach out to me. Let's talk. Um, yeah. Can. Can Alex only wear his um, Jalen Harris jersey for the entire season when attending Raps games? Connor shouts to you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no. Come on, man. Next question. Yeah, Josh will boot me. Um, are you guys going to preseason in Montreal? I would love to. Yeah, I was going to say the same, actually. I, I'm actually I trying to, to construct the way I'm going to fly back over yeah. to North and, America. Uh, and I might... 
intentionally go through Montreal so that I can be at that game. Because I think it'll be lit. I'm, honestly, like, the last preseason game is notorious for lots of players being rested yeah. or only playing the first half or some kind of stuff like that. So you're not going to get the full experience, even of a preseason game. But I just think the atmosphere would be really cool. No, um, the atmosphere will be amazing. And, and and I'm sure, like, even though the starters aren't going to play, like, Nick Nurse is going to run a little pander pod in the first quarter, at least get the starters out there for, like, five minutes, I want to sure, say. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like, because you just want to show off um, for the crowd, and like, you know, what's Payne Pritchard gonna do? Drop ninety two, like he did at a pro am last year. Um, anyways, he might actually. Damn, he's that. even better at Malachi and pro ams. I know, man. That's I know. tough. I know Malachi is the Pacific <laughs> oh. Mall Payne Pritchard of pro am. I mean, no, nah, no, nah, ball don't stop run coming um, tomorrow. Um, you, you going, going to that, by the way? Uh, I have a, I have a like date plan. So okay, no, it's my I'm nephew's birthday, and uh, I would create any excuse to not go. No, and I love basketball. Go support basketball. Sport. I honestly, um, I would have if I didn't have other plans. But yeah, yeah it seems I mean, like a thing that you would love to attend and be like, it hey, does. Man, I, yeah, absolutely. I plugged you four tickets. Um, uh, speaking of my nephews, do your nephews watch or listen to the show? So they don't. I do have in laws. Um, you know, within my family, in laws that that listen to the show um my nephews are kind of confused as to what i do in the sports space uh i think they think i work for the raptors and also the blue jays because shouts to ali khan because he gets me tickets there um so no my nephews do not watch or listen to the show Mm. does uh does george sometimes hmm interesting sometimes yeah interesting um let's see what else uh what are your thoughts on on the better call Saul ending been thinking about that finale all week you know i know will doesn't watch tv um better call Saul. i'm starting to watch the bear you know enjoying bear sick yeah Yeah, i'm loving it i'm only through episode four though so please yeah yeah me too me too um but like um yeah better call Saul. that's one of the best series finales um of all time in my opinion next to um you know the leftovers um you know the shield um six feet under you know, shouts to what Lisa Louis for what reminding are shows, me of that. Man? Yeah, you there's no more basketball for you, is all I'm saying. Oh, you're watching The Shield? Yo, all time show. Um The Shield. Is that a yeah, cop no, drama? Yes, yes. Bad cops though. Yeah. I don't know why I had to distinguish that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy said A A cab it's except not, from the shield. It's not, it's not copaganda. <laughs> um oh, would wow, you okay. and Will be in each other's wedding parties? Well, no, I mean he missed my last wedding, um, but we didn't know each other then. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I don't know, man. Like I feel like you have closer friends like from back in the day. Like, I mean, I feel like if you got married, I probably gotta roll through and drop a speech or something though. No, no, like, you made want a wedding party, man. Come yeah, on. but I want to. Do I have to do a lot of work though? I don't want to plan stuff. No, 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 no. You'd be like everything because everything will be at super fresh. <laughs> I mean, you know, did I try to already set up a friend of mine to potentially do something at super fresh after <laughs> oh, a wedding? Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Big Trev, aka a pizza pizza lover, was like, was like, oh uh, yeah, that will cost a hundred k. Hypothetically, if I did, tra- if I did travel for a wedding, if yes. I okay, eloped, would you, would you, would you ultimately go? Is is it in Washington or is it in Hawaii? Like, no, it's, it's it, it would be like somewhere else in Canada, let's say. Uh yeah, I think I would go. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's real. That might, that might be the first time I fly Flair. Um, yeah. Um, maybe uh, I'll just arrange like a a, a, a chartered <laughs> flight. <laughs> but it's actually yo, about twenty tickets on a yo, flight. <laughs> I got a hashtag Chan Man Wedding. <laughs> Five tweets. Oh, no, God. ten things from your wedding would be crazy. And once again, I've yeah. said I'm never getting married again. Um, so oh, who okay. would, who would win? Uh, yeah, spoilers, mom. Uh, what? Who would win an arm wrestling match between you and Will? I think you would win. 
I think you. I mean, win. maybe I don't know, man. We're, I feel like we're probably it'll be close. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're left-handed too, and I'm right-handed, so I feel like I'd win against you right-handed. You win against me yeah. left-handed. Okay, let's just not do that. Um, yeah. Uh, one hip hop question every time. Uh, four rappers yep. and one producer build your dream team posse cut. Uh, let's see: Big Pun, uh, Raekwon, Ghostface, uh, Lupe Fiasco, uh, produced by uh, DJ Premier. Uh, what about you, Will? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, uh, these are so hard for me to come off off the top of my head because you're not like a rap artists, head. Like... like you're not a rap head like that. Yeah, like I listen to a lot of rap, but I just like don't think I I don't think that deeply on it. I guess I just yeah. like no, this is a cool song. What about you know? if there's one person you want to go watch a live show? Who would it be? I've honestly I've been to some pretty good ones. Um, yeah, Kendrick at the start of uh, Tipima Butterfly was the, that the tour that he did for that album was really amazing. I saw nice. the Uses tour that he did in Toronto. A friend of mine surprised me for my birthday for tickets. Wow. And so we got floor tickets. Uh, I don't know how he got the money for this, but wow. and it, it's a salute to him. But he literally got us floor tickets to the Uses tour where that was when Kanye was wearing the mask and playing the piano and, and, and Runaway, which was super lit. Um, he brought out... Um, who was the, who? No, he had Kendrick open for him, and then he brought out Drake because it was in Toronto. Like, yeah, that's Kendrick crazy. was the opener. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Kendrick, yeah. Drake, and Kanye at the same event was, yeah. was sick to be at. Plus, he was wearing a mask once again. Salute to Kanye. <laughs> why is that mask such a big no, it deal? Was, to you, man. No, but why was he doing that? Like, it looked like he was just. He it was just like came a designer from, mask, man. It was like a Margella mask or something. Bro, this man looked like he just came straight from medieval times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a drumstick in his head. <laughs> he had a chainmail mask, man. What was he doing? What was he think? What was he cooking for real? Oh my um, god! Uh, what rap show would I want to go see? I mean, probably honestly, like. Yeah, probably. I guess one of those two shows again. Just waiting for this guy to say Higher Brothers. Um, I've also went to Higher Brothers, but this is yeah, mostly because of you, actually. I plugged that for you. Um, yeah, so yeah. They, damn, were actually, pl- they were pretty decent, actually. I enjoyed it. Damn, I've been plugging you. Um, so mm-hmm. next up, why does uh, Big J, Big Jacob's calves, why, why are his calves mentioned on the show, but not Alex's? His should get recognized as well. <laughs> um sure i mean yeah yeah the question answers itself um, he, he, he exclusively <laughs> wears sandals in the off season so has alex chosen his football team uh maybe newcastle as they both come from generational wealth what newcastle is generational wealth newcastle has new owners where people are talking okay. about how they have like connections to saudi arabia and like their like, uh, petrol state and all this other okay. stuff i don't know man so that's the thing with football too it's just like you gotta like the morality of football yeah you know. gotta separate the soccer from the soccer kicker i don't know man um yeah her man you is down bad though that's tough man they're down bad. super bad but that's uh they just tough, signed man. um uh casemiro you know casemiro uh yeah sure yeah that sounds dope yeah. castle yeah. castle castle thesis of Mero. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're, like, you're like what what episode of the pod was this <laughs> so anyways i'm gonna be skipping uh i think i'm gonna be skipping this epl season and the search will wow. resume next season, honestly so. if you hopped in right now and said you're a city fan you're pretty much guaranteed to win the league so i don't like that though that's not fun Oh, okay. You're, you're right. saying City's gonna run away with it? Like it's already a wrap? That's like, what, what it's looking like, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's I'm been like even... two weeks. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Come on, but, man. Uh, shows, shows to the wolves. Um, for people yeah, looking okay. to start your career um, in sports, what is the skill that is overlooked the most? Uh, I'm gonna go with self awareness. Um, how about? You? <laughs> 
what? <laughs> you you want advice or not? Oh man, that's great advice. You're right. That's actually great advice. Come What's on. the skill that's overlooked the most? Um, I think like, the experience playing the sport, maybe. Okay. Sometimes no, I like, feel like people buy into concepts, and there's like a. I think on the start of your career in, in sports, like you probably think about like, what's your credibility? Like, why should someone listen to you? Right. And, right. Right. Um, a lot of the times it's the easier ways to like, I look at film or like, I look at stats. Cause those are like, um, quote unquote, like, uh, I don't know. They're like objective, right? right? Stats are objective. And so people really get into the stats and they get into the concepts. But then I think at certain points it's sort of like, you just like also don't really know the game itself which is not to say that like people who know that like are exclusive in terms of knowing stats and knowing the game but i find like for a lot of newer people coming in like especially of the like the blogging kind of generation like that's sort of the the path and avenue that they they reach for for credibility which is i think like it's not to say that that's not a good path but it feels like that's like a it's that doesn't really distinguish you i guess maybe what i'm trying to say now because those are so easily accessible and i think that especially now what i look for more is just like what did this person, what does this person like know about the sport of basketball? Like the reasons why things happen, not just the, what things happen, how things happen, explaining like why and how is, is a much more interesting um, piece of journalism or even just a piece of sports analysis than, than what happens. And I feel like uh, most of the stats is just saying what happened. Mm. Okay. No, I, I think that's completely fair. You know, I think for me too, I guess the other advice is just, you know, you should talk about sports the way that you view sports, like what lens that you view it over. You know, I view sports as entertainment. So, you know, I talk about sports as entertainment, whereas, you know, you know, the X's and O's and the more tactical stuff, I leave over people who actually care and care to dive into that stuff. So I think it's yeah. just finding finding the way that you look at sports. You don't need to you don't need to feel like you need to like kind of like, you know, meet certain um, standards or qualities that other people have. Like you can find it yourself. And again, it just goes back to self-awareness. It's got to be aware of spots that you need to improve on and stuff. And, um, you know, don't always reach for lowest common denominator content. All right, I'm mm. getting. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, what's your favorite Ja Rule song? Uh, probably Always on Time. Um, yeah. There's a lot of other ones. So you put Ja Rule and Ashanti in a booth. It's a classic unless it's Fire Festival. Yeah. Damn. So. Um, I I was gonna say yeah, I actually did the Ashanti part while you did <laughs> the Ja Rule part. Uh, yeah, Ennis and I actually went to watch Ennis do stand up uh, earlier this week, and they had a karaoke little karaoke session after, and we we did that we 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 did hmm. that song, and I think we're creeping closer to a to another karaoke night, probably with you know Elaine, Evie, Colin from Hong Shing apparently is a karaoke monster. I Let's got do a it. monster. Um, yeah. So we gotta put Wes out there. Just <laughs> come on, man. Shouts to Wes. No, but shouts, yeah, I think I, I think a karaoke night is is on the horizon. So I'll definitely yeah, okay. keep you posted on that. Uh, best Chinese bakery downtown? Why is it Hong Kong Island Bakery? Yeah, I mean Hong Kong Island Bakery is my go-to man. They got a lot of good, lot of good takeout dim sum too, low key. Yeah. If you want to just grab it from there. So I was gonna say this makes me super hungry because I haven't been there in a long time because I no longer uh, work in that area. I used to work like on Spadina, so I used to oh, always just stop right. and get, the, get it. And now I'm like no longer. Yeah, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Well, as Elena, I, the closest Chinese bakery is to me. Yeah, probably like as a, nations. As Elena, I was saying, you need to move downtown. 
Um, um yeah, okay. I, I don't so, live alone, so it's uh, not my yeah, own decision. Yeah, but I also was like, Alay, man, like Will has a garden. Like he's growing melons. Um so. I, <laughs> I guess I'm growing melons, yeah. It's because I'm melon head. Um, do you have your game okay. one do you have your game <laughs> one outfit picked out yet? Do you plan your fits? No. Okay. What why how would I plan this? It's like first day of school. It's like first day of school type. Is beat. it? Yeah. I mean, I don't what have are that you, plan. What are you going to wear? Maybe I'll wear my Diodora 92 Italy uh, soccer kit. Yeah. Just for cash. Well, yeah. honestly, yeah, I feel no, like no, no. Th- that's the nice thing about Raptor games is the reporters can actually like dress how they dress versus like at, at Leafs games where you have to like wear yeah, a, a full a, suit. A, a, Shows a jacket, a suit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, man. The no, same problem. I mean, this is uh this is another three one uh choke job. Oh my god, man. Why you gotta always upset the Leafs demographic? I, um, I, I, mean, I mean come on, man. Is it's enough facts. Have either of you ever been rock climbing? I actually haven't. I love to try it actually. Um yeah. I have been rock climbing, it's very exhausting and I'm I it seemed like too much work for me to have fun at, so yeah, we're almost yeah. at the. I'm finish too lazy line. for rock climbing. Uh, so I'm trying to say we're almost at the finish line. By the way, okay, um, yep. just just FYI, um, if you and Will released an album of cover songs, uh, what would be the first single? I probably cover like you know like Oasis, Live Forever, uh, maybe some you know Death Cab, um, you know. I don't know what song I would choose. Transatlanticism. Oh yeah. Maybe some oh, wow, Taylor damn. Swift. Taylor Swift what? cardigan. Yo, Taylor Swift had a bar on on her song Cardigan where she's like, a friend huh? of all is a friend to none. And I was like, oh, that's fire. What the hell is this, man? That sounds like some Jack Sparrow line. Like, what? listen, Chan Man. <laughs> okay. Listen, bro. Man. We'll break that down another time. All for no. one and one for all, huh? No, <laughs> no, no. Because you can't be a friend to everybody, man. Because if you're nice to everybody, what does that really say about you? Okay, yeah, um, you're right. You're right, Taylor. Anyways, um, anyways. Hey, speaking of which, um, shout out to Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah. Uh, who married a person named Taylor and is now yeah. going to name their kid Taylor. Yeah, that's that's wild, bro. Why is everyone mm, in your family yeah. named Taylor Lautner? But what, pick your cover song, man. What song are you covering? Uh, Slide Away by Oasis. Yeah, um, we, we only know Oasis. I've been listening to Pyro the Killers lately. By Kings of Leon. Yeah. Shouts to the Killers, man. Damn. Uh what else? Shouts to Maroon Five. Uh, uh Pongyo. Yeah. It's a Chinese Maroon, song. Yeah, Maroon Five Sunday morning. Means friend. Yeah. Um, um uh, T Pain, yeah, I'm oh, sprung. Yeah, T Pain, I'm sprung. Um, you know. Baisa the Feng Chua by Jay Child is what? a very good song. Yo, yeah, come on, right. it's got talk. It's, it's a Don, it's a white it was, windmill, I guess. It's no, Don Cheadle on Rush Hour right now. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Look it up. Um, Neo is cool. independent. Um, Ooh, that's actually a good one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one too. You that's also a good karaoke. That that's a good karaoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, P.S. Alex, what happened to your rap freestyles? Okay, so so the official the the way I'm shielding myself from doing more freestyles is uh, my excuse is since we got on TV, my mom's been watching regularly, and I don't want to embarrass myself. But like, the truth is, like, my mom knows how I am, and um, you know, I I just. <laughs> I mean, she's your mom. Even... How would she not know that you rapped? I'm sure in high school stuff, you came home with like a cassette tape. Oh my god! No, but like officially, it's just like you know. I think the freestyles were fun, but like I feel like it just got to a point where it didn't need to be like a recurring bit. So, mm, um, yeah, you can wow. come back. It can come back. Um, uh, instead of the banter pod for four hours, can we finally get Alex to do his Big Mac challenge? 
somehow still no needs a sponsor the, the and the sponsor being mcdonald's yeah wow so if okay. we can make so you just happen. need mcdonald's to put up like forty dollars essentially yeah i mean they've tried to okay. make me sign a health waiver um so they're not responsible for anything that happens and also like i'm getting up there in age man i actually don't don't know if i can do it I actually don't know if I can do it. Anymore. Oh, you, you passed your your Big Mac Prime. Yeah, I don't got that mm. dog. I don't got that Mac in me, man. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Man? What's wrong with you? Oh, uh, final Can't few questions. Wiggled your way out of this one. Yeah, no. Once again, man. Uh, what is your favorite piece of championship gear? Uh, what about? Yeah, what is your favorite piece of championship? The championship gear? ring. I'm mean, actually right beside my laptop right now. Oh, the replica. He loved the that replica one. ring. Twenty dollars. Yeah. I put it on. Some of the paint's chipping off on the inside because you know this is a uh, you know yeah yeah. But the championship ring, man. Oh, Damn. actually, no. I have a uh, man. I shouldn't. Why? Well, I, I mean, it's just so long after the fact. Um, after the championship was done, I was there for hours, as everyone was, and so at the very end, I was literally walking out, and the yeah. locker room door was open. And I was like, mm. looked around, nobody was there, went into the locker room and just try to pick out any sort of paraphernalia I could. And I'm not talking about like trying to rob people. This is just like, we're talking about like towels and like, yes. Um, I want to like, say I actually told you to do that. Champagne <laughs> bottles. Yeah, I think, yeah, you did actually. Yeah. So I have a champagne bottle from, um, from the championship. No, that's, that's like empty, that's... but I have the bottle, which is. Yeah, that's cool, what right? I did after the, when I covered the 2016 finals, when LeBron came back from 3-1. At, at Oracle, like I was in the Cavs locker room after, and shouts to Usher, who I believe was a part owner, was in there partying with Timothy Mozgov. Um, and wow, what a yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a lot of champagne bottles and corks, and I picked them up and I gave it to my my Cavaliers friends, not Cavs cool. Canada. I thought you were gonna be like, is it Cavs <laughs> oh. Canada? <laughs> no, shouts to Cavs Canada. Um, Only Cavs Canada. I care about our big V's Cavs. Apparently. Oh, big J, baby. What's up, big Jacob? J. Yeah, uh, my favorite probably I got a Jeremy Lin bobblehead with him holding the Larry OB, um, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, which I found you got, recently the fake, is, you got the fake Canadian money too, fake Canadian money. Players. Yeah, I've got the whole set of Raptors bobbleheads basically like Fred, Kawhi, Mark, um, Kyle, Danny, and Nick Nurse as well. Um, and this uh, bootleg artist in uh, based in Vancouver, his name's Freaky P. Like, he put out a bunch of these bootleg 90s style like hip hop tees, but of all the Raptors players. So he had like uh, Serge and they would say Mafuzi Chef. Um, and then there's like Fred with a design and like better on yourself. And I know Ennis actually has a whole set. Um, I just have a Kyle shirt. I have a Maasai shirt that says the president uh, with a photo of him like just from the parade. That's um, hard. Yeah. You know, the official gear is great. Like I've got all the official gears just, like tucked away in a box just for like sentimental stuff. But like I a lot I of... I did that. I don't yeah, know why I didn't I mean, get they it all went that. on sale too eventually. Like, you could pick up the hats and tees for like 10 bucks. Um, yeah, they eventually went on. I also have a pair. So like Nike actually, yeah, this is making me realize I bought a lot of championship stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I actually I actually had have a pair of Air Force Ones that that on the night of the championship, Nike, I think there was like a three hour window for you to order this pair of shoes. Um, like there's a, like on the tongue, it says it's in gold. It's a, it's a white pair of Air Force Ones and it's got like gold trimming around it. And, and on the tongue of the shoe, it says like 2019 champions, like Toronto Raptors. Damn. So it's like a custom Air Force One. And I actually like 
the pandemic hit. But before that, I wanted to bring that shoe and just have like everybody Raptors related, like people like you guys, like people like, you know, like Nelson and like Tristan at the arena, just like Matt Devlin. I wanted everybody to sign the shoe. I actually wanted to customize the shoe with people who were like involved with the championship. So I might actually have to do that, um, you know, at, at a future time. So I guess those are the main ones for me. Um, I mean that, that that's like everything basically. So yeah, no, it's uh, damn. Now I really regret not getting more championship gear. I mean, I probably have extras of stuff. I can give them to you. No, 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 man. I gotta, no, man, I gotta. Like, what I gotta am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with all this stuff? Um, sell it in the future for profit, man. No, I don't need it. Uh, favorite burger spot? <laughs> nah, you're sick, bro. Favorite burger spot? It. Favorite burger spot in the city? Um, I don't know. Favorite Rudy's spot. is good. Um. I don't know. I mean, honestly, McDonald's. I, know what, I realize I don't eat a lot of burgers. Yeah. There's a I lot of burgers. What was that? Dairy Freeze? Did I have a burger at Dairy Freeze? You did have a burger at Dairy yeah, Freeze. The yeah, the burger was nice at Dairy Freeze. I, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. There's a lot of great burger spots. That's why it's really hard for me to think right now. Yeah, it's also four hours in. and uh, you know, Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. We're almost yes, there, man. Literally like almost two there. questions. Let's do it. Will okay. the banter pods continue during the season? Yes, I think we've committed tentatively to do one basically pod only banter pod once a month. I think um, that's I think that's a like a regular amount. Week to week, a little hard to do. Yeah. No, no, we can't. Like on. let's let's okay, let's be clear. Like we've said this. Like banter pod is an off-season thing. Um and yes. you know, when we get back to to the Raptors, like we're always going to service the Raptors content. So like Monday to Friday when we get back in studio and do our 1-hour show that turns into the podcast feed, like that's going to be very Raptors focused. Like it's hard to mm-hmm. get away from that uh during the season. We'll have our usual guests, hopefully, you know, player interviews and things of that nature. And I think what we can tack on is just do a podcast banter pod because sometimes we do mailbags from Monday to or sometimes we do mailbags on Fridays. And we can only get through like 10 questions within an hour. So like if anything, yeah. the, the banter pod can just be like us getting to the rest of the questions. And like we we, we do pick our questions more uh, selectively when we're on air. The rule is like two basketball questions and then one non-basketball question. Right, right, right. Whereas this is banter pod is basically just like a more extended version of our Friday show. Um, yeah, like that's really it. I mean, it's also like one basketball question, sixteen non-basketball yeah, questions, yeah, 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 but, but there's yeah, no yeah, basketball yeah. going on. So again, here's the thing with people: like, you know what? This is what, this. I'm gonna take the spot to do this. Okay, so, yes. um, so I saw some feedback on the banter pod in, in itself. Um, this yes. is on Raptors Reddit, which I'm on quite often. Shut so discussion. Someone posted a, a, the episode where I talked to David Thorpe, and you know, you know, and it was just a great episode. Thorpe is very uh, insightful, and you know, just a great basketball mind in general. Um, and then there was like a discussion that got really downvoted, which I didn't really, you know, I don't really like when things get downvoted, but whatever, right? It's Reddit, mm-hmm. so you literally you vote up or down, right? A lot of people downvoted it, but one of the comments was like, "Is are they actually talking about basketball this time?" Or another like four hour discussion <laughs> with like Will and Alex about their lives, which I don't care about. Which I'm like, "Yo, that's totally fine. No one's asking people to like actually care about this. We understand yeah. how ridiculous this is. The point of this is literally straight up just to um, for the love of the game. Like again, there's so little basketball going on that." Um, even putting out three shows a week, which is my my goal so far, is yeah, very no, hard to do. Yeah, you've been doing great in the offseason. But it's man. like, 
the the goal of the, the the banter pod is literally for me to hang out with you, create a hangout space for other people, yeah. and, and it's genuinely just out of pure love of the game. But that's the thing is, we totally understand when it's not for everybody. That's why it's mm-hmm. very clearly labeled banter pod. So no, if you see no, banter pod, yeah. you're not interested in our lives, don't click on the link. That's all. Um, no, but no, you have I, to understand that this is like strictly made for ourselves and that yes. uh people can uh, kind of share with this as well no, so it's no, not I mean, me this. pushing back on like actual no, no, content no, no. itself but yeah. yeah i think the other thing too is just like you know obviously you know there is an appetite um for this and you know that we've been able to engage with the community so much and, and you know one of the things that you know that, that 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 gets lost during the basketball season is not having the space to do that as much right like like mm. we know the one hour flies by especially when we're talking about basketball during the season and, and even within the banter pod you know one of the things obviously i think the timestamps do help because i do yeah, want sure. people yeah, yeah. If, I, I do want people if they want to skip the opening banter like legit you know like i think that's just kind of our flow of conversation and once again it's very similar to our friday show like friday show we, we bake in more banter and then flow into a little mailbag basketball type stuff and like i've always structured banter pod to be a friday show in like the first hour basically so it's opening banter and then we do raptor stuff and then that's like kind of the sign off yeah. point right that's kind of the sign yeah. off point and then that's when we get into the reader emails and obviously i know there's a segment of the audience that gets a kick out of it and listen man if we were doing this in the middle of the season like definitely we'd be called in and reprimanded um you know if we're doing this on air like every day like you know there's a mm-hmm. raptors audience to serve i don't think we're missing the point on that and again like listen man like like you said i'm never gonna get mad at people for criticizing and, and you know not not liking anything like you, you know you can't put out product especially on this type of platform at this level and have everybody think that everything is great like that's simply just not possible and i think it's part of an improvement you know as producer of the show i'm always looking at that feedback and even if i'm not responding to a lot of it directly like i do take it all in but at the end of the day you know for me too i think the online culture when it comes to like content creation you know sometimes you can't just service the person who is most upset at what you're doing you know sometimes you have to think about the overall community and i know that you know you know the overall community is has had wonderful feedback to the content you know i'm not here to say that everything is perfect but it's like i know exactly what the audience wants and that's why i'm in the position to do this job um so i think the banter pod has been a great addition um and i think and i think you've been servicing the basketball audience like you look at the conversations with like savannah with david thorpe you know with lee ban i know you've got a lot of things um um you know kind of lined up and like the banter pod really is just like one part i feel like of of your off-season plan and like we were only just gonna do this once but then it just somehow turned into a thing no, I mean that's what we're we're too inward looking. But I, I think I think that that's the thing. It's just like look, people have to understand that the banter pod yeah. is just this. Yes. So if this is not yes. interested to you, then you just like don't have to click it. I just I just, just also like think I just show. also think you know what the problem is too. Like I think the way people consume um, the content, uh, most of the people just consume it through the podcast feed, right? So I think sure. there's no there's no context of like oh they were doing a daily show and now they moved to pod only, so they only see the transition on the podcast feed. So I'm sure like you know there's maybe just concerns of like oh like is this just what the show is going to be moving forward? But I think we've made clear. We've made clear that this is a very like self-indulgent, you know, off-season uh, project for us. All of this is to say, like, listen, man, like for me personally, like I'm I'm with you. It's like I don't I don't take offense if people like you know find particular content to be good or bad or, or things of that nature. You know, I'm always trying my best, but it's like, yo, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Like for real, it's all good. Like it's honestly all good, and we yeah, don't we, and- we don't need the willow stands to like show up and like you know. 
be mean no to that's the thing too exactly like you we, we need an absolute diversity of opinions and again like we're not asking people to like everything yeah. it's just like again like the the, the off season is what it is like we're really yeah. trying to pass time if there was something that we were specifically not covering i feel like that's probably something where us as a show yes. we probably missed out on yes. i really don't think there was anything that happened in basketball especially with the raptors that we didn't cover yeah like, and, i'm giving you hey. full play-by-play breakdowns of nick nurse and hungry which by the way those videos were suspiciously deleted or made huh. private on, on youtube the influence it was interesting only one of them the is influence. out there now um but the other three the that were out there um are no longer available however a man like me made made notes on a google doc <laughs> oh my god so i'll have the information forever <laughs> the chan man report yeah no, no, but, remember is legit. no i know i know i know you sent me the reddit stuff but it's just like i didn't even think we needed to talk about it on air you know i think it's one of those oh no that's where... that's because i'm stuff that's like i'm, I'm stuff with the no the, it's the, all the good pettiness Listen, with man, this, like this is your show like i'm i know you're comfortable too but i'm i'm, I'm very comfortable with the content that we're producing um, yeah same so. i think it's just like i i just see everything that's the thing i actually yeah, see everything because i'm and actually I, just like a fan like and i, I never, think people understand this yeah i never just want i never want to like because i feel like when i say like if you don't like it don't listen to it like i never want that to sound contentious but no, legit, no, no. it's a choice we, we never like a legit but legit it's a choice and i think you made the effort to be like make sure we label these banter pods so people know exactly what they're getting into yeah, yeah um, exactly so oh, it's, it's totally fair by the way if you were expecting state like, state of the banter pod reunion on a banter yeah. pod this is so i like that i like that the banter pod has been around for so long that we can do state of the union <laughs> on it now no but it's just saying you're also doing a state of the union in the fourth hour when that homie's not listening mm, <laughs> i know he's not listening no but shouts to everybody man shouts yeah. to everybody and also there's a lot of other raptors podcasts out there in the space and we always encourage right. people to like consume yeah. no like for well, what, what like, are some for, of your favorite other raptor podcasts alex i know you're the, a voracious the thing listener. is like I can't pick favorites because I listen to every single thing. Okay, um, wow. So wow. like I consume. It's just like everything. saying who's your favorite, your mom or your dad, and you're like both. Uh, probably my. I have cells from both both <laughs> no, no. both parents. I have, I have an answer for that, but anyways. <laughs> oh okay. Um, I I believe this wraps up. Uh, this wraps up the pod. Um, All right. So this, yeah. So this is the end of the pod. You know, I feel like, um, you know, another one in the books. Um, yeah. You know, we did it. You know, the Chan Man and I, um, yeah. you know, made it through. Somehow and, we do we keep doing these super long episodes mm-hmm. and yet there's more stuff that is is coming up. And plus like somehow I've never told you about this portion of my life where I was Chan Man. That's wild. Yeah, no, that's um that's ridiculous. You said at some point you had a surprise for me. I guess uh, no surprise. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, so for you can some save reason this if you want. Yeah. No, that's fine. We can end the pod with this. It's, it's okay. gonna be very, very not anticlimactic. But at one point, I in the DMs, I, I sent you a link that said Udonis Haslam will be making official announcement <laughs> of his future plans with the NBA on Sunday at his youth camp. Right. And you said, "Give me a Udonis Haslam quiz." Oh, on, that's right. So I don't that's know if you right. were serious about this, but I did prepare you a little quiz at the very end about Udonis Haslam. All right, let's do because it. Because as we all like to joke about, you're Udonis Haslam. Yes. You're similar in age, similar in usage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Okay, so quick five questions on Udonis Haslam in hour okay. four of the banter pod. Let's Number one, how old will Udonis Haslam be at the start of this season? Uh, 40. 42. Oh my He's going to be 42. Yeah. So it makes him a top 10 oldest player in NBA history if he appears okay. in another game. Uh, next question. How many games did UD play last season as a 41-year-old? Uh, three. 13. I was oh very surprised God. to see this. Okay, I don't know bad. what happened my with bad, the E bad. last year, but he okay, played 13 bad, games. <laughs> my bad, UD. Yeah. Third question. Yeah. When was the last season where Udonis Haslam averaged double-digit scoring? Because you know, Udonis used to be really be like a pretty productive yeah. player. 
Uh, I'm going to say uh, 2008. Very, very close. 2009. Um, okay. okay. Literally, yeah. in over a decade, he has not averaged double-digit points. Okay. Not the only way to judge a guy. Again, we know he's there for character. No, but th- these are great questions. Damn. Yeah. Uh, question number four. How many times has Udonis Haslam scored double digits since the year 2015? Uh, I'm going to say two. He only did it once. He had 12 points <sighs> in 2019. He actually had okay. a double-double that game. It was okay. one of those like last game of the he season. He probably also had a double double coffee on the bench. <laughs> he probably needed one after playing that a game that late in the in the evening. And then the very, the last question: Does Udonis has to have more threes made or blocks in the last five seasons? Threes made versus blocks. I'm going to say threes, uh, three to two or something. Yeah, yeah. This is a trick question. It's it's a tie. Yeah. He's he's had oh, three threes made okay. and three blocks in the last five seasons. But good for okay. UD, man. No, um, shows, I hope he comes back. Honestly, I really no, do shows, um, enjoy seeing him on the bench. No, shows who Udonis Haslam, basically a coach who steals warm up gear at this point. Um, like he's, you know, I mean, he still gets to wear team issued gear. Like, I just, I'm curious. Like, is this going to be like a like the decision type of announcement? Like, what's the what's it going to uh, look I, like? I, I'm I'm guessing it might be a Twitch stream. Um, might, yeah, might, yeah, might, yeah, definitely. Might be a yeah. Twitch stream. By, by yeah, the he way, he might announce um, it in the newspaper. <laughs> by the way, you know, I've been compared to Udonis. Um, you know, I've been leaning into the Kyrie Irving uh, persona, and, and I did forget to mention there was like a report uh, a couple weeks ago. Rick Buecher said, "I'm told Kyrie wants his new contract to guarantee that he won't play more than sixty games in a season, or have to play any back to backs." And I sent that to you, and I was like, "My contract negotiations." Nah, come on, man, that's too accurate. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> I love how you you complain to people writing and like, "Yo, I love Alex. Like, I gotta make sure he's on the show." Meanwhile, it's just you. <laughs> making problems <laughs> yeah I, uh, I i can't live uh, life without a little drama man it's honestly no you really no that's the, that's the issue when your life is content is that uh, you gotta, make, you gotta make more life anyways man honestly oh damn uh anyways uh appreciate everybody listening again uh can i can i request to to be off next week or do i gotta call <laughs> i don't know man it's late August, man. It's, Maybe. it's up to you. It's up to you in terms of content. I'll be in Montreal by, by next Friday, so we'll see. If I, you know, I have time for this. Okay. Um, but otherwise, Maybe we I should. A, we should make yeah. plans for two weeks from now. Then, yeah. Let's, Maybe let's we make plans for two weeks from now. Um. I, by the way, let's I was gonna say I recorded an I recorded an extra episode this week to be released for Monday that I'm actually let's really go. excited about. So, you uh, look out for the pod tease? on Monday. Oh, you don't you don't want to tease it? Okay, yeah, it's fine. I guess you know people will is? just see. You know what? It, okay, the tease will be that. I, there's something that I feel like I compl- I'm complain about and that I'm really unfair towards. Right, right. Over their the names of are. Content. Yeah, their names, their names are. are essentially. Yeah, uh, usually I complain are. about officials. So I actually mm-hmm. wanted to talk to an official and get their perspective on how they do their jobs. Because I kind of realized, like, in thinking about sort of how I can sort of improve this offseason, both as a person and also as someone who covers sports, I'm just like, yeah. I complain about a lot about officiating, but I actually don't really understand how officiating even works on a technical level. So right. I wanted to get that kind of conversation into this sort of podcast space. And and we discuss all the different reasons. Again, just look out for it on Monday. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for that interview. Um, I think it's going to add a nice addition to our show in terms of the depth of knowledge that we're trying to provide. And then also just, you know, I'm trying to figure out plans for Wednesday. Probably going to hit up Big V. You know, mm, it's been a uh, while. It's man. been a while. It's been I know it's been a while, but I, I gotta wait till the. You know, the Big Premier V's League going to Montreal. Is. You know, Big V's going to Montreal this weekend, huh? Okay, maybe I'll just talk to him in Montreal then. Honestly, yeah, he um, hit me but, up. I sent him all my recs. Yeah. yeah, he's he's about to lose three thousand dollars. <laughs> it's like go to all these restaurants. Uh, oh man, 
So and yeah, no, honestly, there'll be lots of basketball content, and uh, in terms of banter content, it depends on how much like time we spent together as well. Like, you're very clear when we've actually spent time together. Listen, I'm I'm officially submitting my uh, Friday offer next week, and then oh, okay, all right, because if you give me two weeks, I can always gather enough content. Um, especially true. listen if there's some big breaking stuff that we need to talk about yeah, I'll definitely course, hop course, on with course. you next Friday but uh, I am uh, you know I'll catch you in a fortnight bro yeah. alright thanks everyone for listening uh, and uh, rate review subscribe keep, keep emailing us and uh, we'll see you soon